Hello and welcome to the Ben Max Show. I'm Ben Hansen, joined by Serial Vasquez. Hi. Jeff Marquefava. Hey. And Kyle Hilliard. Hi. We're here. This is it. Last episode of the Ben Max Show before Christmas. Uh, and we're going all out. This is the official game of the year debate. Last one of 2019. Last of well, the decade. Well, not quite. Because Ooh. we have one next week, which is the 26th. Which, let's just get right into holiday plans. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I forgot so, about that one. Yes, we're going to have an episode that will be airing next week as well. We'll explain exactly how that works. I think the community will like it. Um, and then the week after that, so the first week in January, we're going to be taking a week off. I'm going to be uh, traveling and out in Seattle and stuff. So uh, that's going to be our break. But we'll still have MinMax content pumping out on the Patreon, patreon.com slash MinMax2Ns, and then also on the YouTube channel, stuff like that. But for the full MinMax show, <clears throat> it's not going to happen. Also, uh, the Great Goaty Hunt stream, that won't be coming back until January 7th when we have some real bangers, <laughs> the first games of 2020 to, to finally play mm-hmm. on that stream. I think it's going to be pretty funky. Um, but... For what we're doing here is, uh, this is the game of the year debates, and like we wanted to air it all, we wanted to be transparent, show exactly what we're doing here. So we're talking about what the format should be, could be. We could rank the top ten games of 2019, but it's like ten, yeah. you want some more to play with, you know? Everyone does ten. Everyone does ten. Giant Bomb does ten. Everyone does ten. <laughs> it doesn't scream min-max is the problem. That's exactly it. And so we came up with two lists. Mm-hmm. Huh? Two so, tens, you might say. So we're ranking games from 2019 in a list of patreon.com slash binmax. Two, two tens. tens. Two tens. Mm-hmm. There are going to be two tens here. Numbers one through ten, and then effectively, if my math is correct, eleven through twenty. Are we going to call that another top, so, our second top ten list? Is that what it'll just be it, another? Yes. Okay. Is the official list called the, the minmax two tens? I believe it is. Yeah. Okay. For all official terminology. The two tens of 2019. Better Beautiful. believe it. Um, now, here's the thing. What we're going to be going off of here is our own flawed human brains. Mm-hmm. This is subjective to just this table. We can't do any of that stuff where it's like, well, uh, I guess uh, Sea of Thieves was popular for streaming this year, so we got to put it on the list. <laughs> Fortnite right. Game of the Year once again because <laughs> so many people play it. And so it's like I, I, I get stressed out about these episodes, and then it's like, oh, wait, no. We just have to, like, gauge how much we love each of these games, right? Mm-hmm. We're just being very subjective it's just based on the people at the table. That is what is going into this list. Yes. Right. And we should also add the other quick disclaimer that we always do, which is that none of us knew we were going to be here <laughs> until like two months ago or uh-huh. three months ago. And so we we probably don't have as big of a back catalog to to call on in terms of I, – I certainly wasn't trying to play every single game from 2019 <laughs> thinking I was going to be In my basement part. at the yes. end of 2019. Yeah, I don't know what you – I, I fully expect it to be in a basement uh, talking about games of the year by now, go. you know? But here's the thing. We're going we're gonna to make mistakes. You're going to listen to this and say – Oh my god, you idiots. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You're blowing it. You're speaking in French for some reason. That's yeah. right. And that is where the community comes in for next week's episode, which is going to be the community fixing our list. We're going to have to pre-record that one. So on Saturday, uh, if you support uh, patreon.com slash minmax, two ends, two tens, I forget exactly what the name is at this point. <laughs> uh, but if you support us at any level, you get access to the Patreon-exclusive Discord for minmax. On Saturday, this Saturday... We're going to have a channel in that Discord, and you can jump in there if you want to fight for why a game should be higher or lower or rearrange our list. Or on the list or at on all. List, or on yeah. the list at all. We will then call you up, and so next week's episode is going to be interacting with the community, calling people in uh, through Discord and stuff. So if you want a chance to be on this show, you can support 
min-max at any level, you could go $2. You could go higher. Hey, I'm not going to judge. You do what you want. <laughs> but then you'll get a chance, and we might call you up and have you on the show, and we'll probably have some special guests as well uh, yeah. for next week's episode. So it should be fun. Because I think, what, Kyle, you'll be gone, and Siri will be, be gone? Too, yeah. yeah. So two replacements. Who could that be? Let's so find direct out. all your Outer Wilds thoughts directly to me on Twitter. Don't do it. <laughs> uh, so that'll be super fun. Again, that's going to be uh, this Saturday, so you'll have a chance to fix this list. But look, there's nothing to fix at this point. But before uh, we even get started, I want to point out uh, on the TV behind us, if you're watching the video version, we have the Wall of Heroes. So these are people who have supported us at the $100 level for the month of December on Patreon, which is incredibly generous. And so... We are basically out of N64 games to put behind us at this point, so we're just going to have the Wall of Heroes now running throughout Why the entire not? show. Yeah. If you would like any picture you want that's reasonable, we're waiting for those hot D-pad picks. I still want one at least. <laughs> any picture you want back there along with uh, your name, your YouTube channel, um, the name of your small business, whatever you'd like, um, you can support us at the $100 level, and then throughout January, we'll have your picture rotating. I'm hoping for more joke pictures, yeah. things that will really make me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. That'll really distract us in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> that's exactly it. And again, that's patreon.com slash minmax, two ends. Now let's get to the patreon.com slash minmax, two tens. Two tens. Woo! Whew. Jeff, um, mm-hmm. how are we going to start this? This is just, we need to start just throwing games on the list that'll probably be up there, and okay. then we can whittle it down, actually get to the ranking, everything right. like that, right? That's the mm-hmm. only way to really get through this. <laughs> Jeffum, do you have one game that you feel like is confidently what we'd call the slam dunks in a previous era? Right. Um, I would call that One Piece World Seeker. <laughs> Are you serious? Bold choice. Kyle, will you fight for One Piece World Seeker? I on? absolutely will fight for One Piece World Seeker. Really? Yeah. Are a uh, lunatic? Uh, come All right. On. The first one that on the list. That was a joke one. <laughs> you, should, nope, you picked a nope. bad one. You messed I like up, that dude. game. I looked through this microscopic text that Kyle printed out yeah. and uh, was looking for the jokiest can one. I, can I take a turn? I think I'll, I'll be better at this. Uh, yes, Scott. Do we just Resident, want a bold One too. Piece World Seeker and just <laughs> underline it and say Game of the I Year? I never would have said that if I thought it was going to go on that list. Okay, uh, so we're just throwing things on right now. These are locks. Know, it just, <laughs> One I think Piece should, snuck on somehow, but these are You should are only, you know, raise a hissy fit here if you think, like, there's no universe where that's going to make our top 20, mm-hmm. right? Hanson, you should single-space that list. It is... <laughs> you got it, dude. Uh, yeah, if you're watching, or just listening to the audio version, we have uh, the video on the screen We've got folks. more games to put on there. We don't have yeah. yeah. right? scrolling, you know? Yeah. Okay. Put the Outer Worlds that's on That's right. Outer the worlds. Outer Worlds. Love it. Let's just go off the top of our head. Sekiro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scaro. Control. Like control, yeah. What else you guys got? Um, oh. Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal. Mortal I love Kombat. it, Surreal. Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, Death Stranding. Yeah. Put it on there. Keep typing. Okay. I raised an eyebrow at that, but we'll keep rolling with it. Uh, Wargroove. Wargroove. Okay. Others? How about a little Days Gone? I'll raise an eyebrow. I'm going to put that right next to Death Stranding for no reason. Okay. <laughs> well, because it's alphabetical. You're, you're slowly working your way through the list. Okay, that's you'll right. figure it out. That's right. Uh, Link's Awakening. Okay. The Legend of Zelda. In case you were wondering what series that game is from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's Jedi Fallen Order? <laughs> it's, uh, I think technically it's Fallen Order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sword, Pokemon Sword and Shield, I think. Now, should I write down, I think... Uh, no, you can, you can, and it's, it's, um... Well, okay, alt, Pokemon alt, Sword or Shield, which one did you guys play? It's, I it's, played Shield. It's Alt-E-E, by the way, for the E. I've, right. never, I've been copying and pasting that from uh, Google oh, my I, entire life. As the as the Pokemon guy, I learned all the shortcut keys for the tilde on the E. It's uh, Control-0233, I think. Well, you can also just not bother. That's yeah, right. Fire Emblem, three houses. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Guys, say this that is as the easiest um, list making I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Tetris ninety nine, I'd argue. Tetris ninety nine. Sure. Disco Elysium. Okay. Dragon Quest Builders <laughs> two. Okay. Dragon Quest. Hey guys, these are a lot of games already. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting yeah. to get worried about this list. Bloodstain Ritual of the Night. Interesting. Finally, it comes up. There are a lot of people with last week's episode. Like, what is wrong with you guys? Yeah. Uh, Grindstone. Interesting. Untitled uh, Goose Game. Oh, I shouldn't have done no, that. Go, go I was going to say Untitled Goose Game. Now, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. I know we all like Untitled Goose Game, but have right did hey, you finish it? We are it? adding games. Okay. We will delete them yeah. later. I have very nice things to say about that game. Observation. Oh. 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 Remind us, what was that one again real quick, Sarah? It's the first-person adventure game in which you are a an Keeping AI robot. who is guiding someone through a space station. Mm-hmm. There it is. And it gets weird. Uh, oh. What the um, golf? What the golf? What the golf. Love it. Oh, uh, I'm doing this one for you, Hanson. Baba is you. Oh, interesting. I don't know what He wasn't going to say there. it himself. Yeah, I'm weird. doing but this one. But he would die if we didn't put it <laughs> on there for me. There. Ape uh, out. Ape out. Love it. Did we get Wargroove on yet? Yeah, yeah, it's on there. Okay. Gears 5. Okay. Garrus 5. Hang on a second. Um, I'm just going to, for no reason, put this next to... Jeff, what, have you said dreams yet? Uh, dreams. <laughs> dreams. <laughs> Love it. Um, I will put Apex Legends on here. Uh, Devotion. What is Devotion? That's the horror game, right? Yeah, that's the horror game. Really? That was pulled. Okay. Interesting. Um, Tell me Cry 5. Tell me Cry 5. Okay. Crackdown three. No. Oh. Let's just put it on. Let's put it on. You Outer guys. Wilds. Okay. And let's confuse everybody and put it right next to Outer Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Um, Give it God. the best chance possible. Anyway, I mean, yeah, I like World War Z a fair bit. I'd like to bring World that up. World War Z. Yeah. You're standing by that. Okay. Yeah. Best best Left 4 Dead game since Left 4 Dead two. Okay. Um, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Strikes Again. This is for me, Dr. Mario World. Still playing that to this day. You have a lot of these are for me, but hey, yeah. that's the point. This is no the judgment. table. I'm a quarter of this decision-making hey, process. Man. Absolutely. Um, lonely Downhill Mountain? You need to say it correctly in order to... <laughs> downhill <laughs> Lonely Mountain? <laughs> lonely Mountains Downhill? Downhill, uh, downhill Domination Dang too. It. I knew it was one of those. Uh, pistol Whip. Kyle, what is that? It's a VR game that I forced Serial and Jeffem to play right before we started. You didn't, I mean, it was asked. forced. It was, Jeffem was a force. You were, you were really much more amenable. Crazy. <clears throat> Mar- oh, uh, savings on great computers from Amazon. Uh, uh, no, uh, Mario Maker 2. Super, Super Mario, Mario Maker, Maker 2. 2. Okay. Oh, my God, you guys. Um, so, uh, Luigi's Mansion. Three, yeah. No, right? the original for 3DS. <laughs> Did that come out? That actually was a zero, wasn't it? Uh, Gains of Hyrule, is that going on this list? You can put it on there. You I don't can know type if it's whatever stick you want. Uh, Those I really, keys let you do anything. I really liked photographs this year from the creator of 10 million, and you must build a boat. Okay. Did anyone else play that besides me? No. 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 Unfortunately. Uh, Call of Duty? Yep. Should we put a Call of Duty on there? Any will do. The mobile one, right? Yep. Yeah, of course. The one everyone's talking about. Modern Warfare. Uh, Supraland. I love that. I will put a short hike on here. Yeah, I've been. That's one that's sort of bubbling up now near the end of the year. Of don't forget a short hike. Mm-hmm. Destiny Two Shadow Keep. Okay, interesting. Now we're cooking with gas. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure, I'd argue. Sure. Yeah. That's my argument, by the way. That's it. Is the extent of it. Hmm. Um, Your Honor, I rest my case. <laughs> 
cuff me, Your Honor. Um, Remnant? I did. I only played that in preview, but I liked okay. what yeah. I played. I played uh, that well, in preview as well. Okay, yeah. that's that's no but good. But I did. I did. Yeah, I liked what I played. Uh, Gato right. Roboto is one I enjoyed. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> put Jackbox Party Pack Six on here. Okay. Samurai Showdown. I love it. Now, spelled correctly. Yes. No W. No W. Well, one W. This. We should at least mention Kingdom Hearts Three. I don't. I'm not gonna fight for it. I probably would have been the only one who will fight for it. But I just want to. Should I be... type it down on this list, ladies and gentlemen? I don't think you need to, but I just want to at least, at least acknowledge it. It just didn't. It didn't work for any of us. So okay. I'm sorry. That's that's I, fine. I did. I'm sorry you know, actually, real, out there. Here's, here's everything I'll say about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. I wanted to bring up the as a moment, but I mm-hmm. forgot about it. The perfect entering the Toy Story world is a very strange, interesting thing yes. in that game. So yes, that's. Did um, anyone else play Judgment? No. No. Okay. Did no. you? I, yeah, I played. Would you like it on this list? I can take it or leave it. I don't know. I'm not super... Let's put it on there. Okay. It's fun to whittle things down, right? Um, here's an odd one, ladies and gentlemen. Twitch Sings from Harmonix. Okay. I will put it on there. Did anyone else play S- Slay the Spire? Uh, no, no, I, I didn't. didn't. No. Um, Sorry, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, good luck with spelling here, Hanson. Sayonara. Sayonara Wild Hearts. Yeah. Sayonara Wild no Hearts. No red line. You nailed it. Um... Killer Queen Black I played recently and was a little bit let down by on the Switch, but that's so it's considered but not on the list. Yeah. Kids considered on the list. Void Bastards? Anybody a fan of Void Bastards? I haven't played it. I okay. Didn't get a chance to it. Okay. Looks right. cool though. Uh, I downloaded Wol- it. Wolfenstein Youngblood, any fans in the house? Started it, didn't fuck with me. Not passionate about it one way or the other ultimately. Okay. Yeah. Um hey, ladies and gentlemen, Metro Exodus? Uh Jeff yeah, yeah, sure. I didn't get to it. Didn't get I, to it. I, I played, played it, it, but I, it just... Okay, I liked it. It's not on the list. Do it for me. Wait, yeah. Serial, would you like I it on this list? It. All right. Okay. All Sky right. Children of the Light. Really? It's a good game. Bad platform, good game. Hmm. Okay. No judgment here. Uh, Division 2, anybody? Yeah, I can go in there. Uh, not really. Okay. That's I fine. played a couple hours. Uh, seemed cool. Okay, there we go. Let's not do it. I'm also in the same camp. Played a couple okay. hours. Seemed cool. Um... Hey, everybody, is this our list to start whittling down? Are we missing anything big? Speak now or forever hold your your P's and Q's. Yeah, I'm trying to think of ones that, like, didn't click with us as a group, but were, but, you know, became sort of internet darlings. Did anyone play Telling Lies? No. Okay, I didn't. That's why I was up last week for... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Crash Team Racing is another one that I think is well done. I don't think it's going to be on this list. Ukulele, Impossible Lair. Yeah. That's, Frogger and Toy Town is a I didn't like banger. Frogger and Toy Town. Did you like Frogger and Toy Town? No. Okay. And I, I love Frogger. Yeah. I, you, that was you're the one who's played the most Astral Chain here? Mm. Uh, yep. That's the yes. For sure. Thank you so much. How did I miss that? Oh, my God. Yes. Um, we got Dragon Quest Builders, right? That was pretty good. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I really liked Operencia Stolen Stun, Stolen Sun, but I can already tell it's not going to make the list. So okay. we can. That was that's from the pinball developers, yeah. right? Yeah. That's that was a cool idea. Like the idea of them sort of they made like an RPG basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Serial. Any of those smart person games like uh, auto chess things you're into? No. Okay. Not really. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. How, how dare you ask me about those games? Is this our starting list to whittle down? Go to two patch seven point two three. I don't know. No. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm up for that kind of weirdo stuff. They added items to the neutral camps. <laughs> Borderlands three. Mother- no. Interesting. Borderlands three. You have you played it? 
I've not. I've never been a Borderlands guy. Jeff really. played it. I played the first one. I played played it. half the second one. I didn't say it. Okay. We're not obligated to keep saying game names. <laughs> <laughs> this speak now, forever hold your peace. Right Shenmue now, Shenmue three. Okay. No, I don't want that on there. Great. Okay, here's what we have on the list. Wait, I, I, Katana Zero? Any big Far Cry uh, I played Dawn? through it, not super hot on it. Okay. Okay. All, All right, right. I feel, I'm feeling pretty good about this list. Though. I'm also feeling pretty good. Uh, also, Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom, I was tempted, but it just came to PC this year. It came out mm. late last year on, mm. on Switch, so yeah. I'm not going to yeah. count that. Um, Rage 2. Box Boy, Box Girl. I think uh, Rage 2 got its award. <laughs> yeah, Box Boy, Box Girl, can, we can skip. Okay. Attica, Harmonix's VR game. I, you know, I played Attica, and I was really excited for Harmonix to do VR after how much I love Beat Saber, and it really did not. I was I was disappointed in it. I would much rather play Pistol Whip or Beat Saber than Attica. Sure. Okay. Sorry, Attica. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the full list to start whittling down right now. Mm. Resident Evil 2, One Piece World Seeker, Outer Worlds, Outer Wild, Sekiro, Control, Jedi Fallen Order, Mortal Kombat 11, Death Stranding, Days Gone, War Groove, Link's Awakening, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Tetris 99, Disco Elysium, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, Grindstone, Untitled Goose Game, Observation, What the Golf, Baba's You, Ape Out, Gears 5, Dreams, Apex Legends, Devotion, Devil May Cry 5, Crackdown 3, World War Z, Travis Strikes Again, Dr. Mario World, Lonely Mountains Downhill, Pistol Whip, Super Mario Maker 2, Luigi's Mansion 3, Cadence of Hyrule, Photographs, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Superland, A Short Hike, Destiny 2, Shadowkeep, Reef Adventure, Gato Roboto, Jackbox Party Back 6, Samurai Showdown, Judgment, Twitch Things, I Know Royal Hearts, damn it. <laughs> Metro Exodus, Sky Children of the Light, Astral Chain, and Borderlands. How many is 3. that? Congratulations on reading that list. So that quickly. was super you fun. You did really well. Sayonara was the, the trip, but you did a good job, well, man. I wish you didn't bring was that a trip. Um, it was a trip. It was a good game. That is, as everybody knows, not uh, the most efficient way to count. How do you do it? Uh, so X out of that, mm-hmm. and then in the top right, there's a one, two, three button. Here, you want me to just do it for you? Please. Let's see. I've heard of ABC, but easy as this? There we go. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God, indeed. This right. is 54 games we have to whittle down into two tens. Yeah. I'm happy with this list. Let's just cut it off at yeah. 20. <laughs> so, congratulations, Untitled Goose Game, just squeaking by. Uh, that is the two tens right there. Wow. So, should we start with, like, uh, like this is compl- different. This is a different process than most other places. <laughs> Which, this is the list of games that came to our head first. I'm surprised yeah. One Piece World Seeker was number two. Okay, hey, so man. That was a joke. Works. Trust the process. Trust the pro- so, should we start with just, these are 100% locks. There's no universe where this isn't on our top 20 somewhere. I feel yeah. like we... No, because I think we should just cut things first. Okay. I like the idea of people okay. fighting for games versus, like, against them, which is, I think, what leads to... Because then, otherwise, it's like, hey, everybody agrees that this should be on the list, except for the one person who's like, gotcha. no. Okay. All right. Serial, what's your what's your cut? Uh, one Piece World Seeker, I think, can go. Uh, I really like that Agreed. game. Okay. I was on the... Um, I was on the high end of that sort of Metacritic review. You were high, all right. Yeah. I... I really liked that game. I what did you like about it? I loved the uh, moving around the world. It was it had sort of uh, you know like the way you um, could grab onto the sides of buildings and slingshot your way around. I liked the combat. I liked the way it looked. I I thought the story was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it was. I just like moving around in that world, and I had a good time with it. And, okay. But I'm. I know. I not only am I alone at this table. I'm alone on the internet. And uh, I appreciate that's what I, I want to bring up. Can we not make the arguments like the Metacritic arguments? Does I'm, that have yeah, a place for? In this discussion, I don't think it would, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. think it would. It's supposed to be just us, right? Oh, yeah. Man. So let's do it. Let's do it. 
Don't sell yourself short, Kyle. I will that's, say, here's one is still one fourth. That's we, more than we uh, talked. That, that's uh, one piece is more support here than I think a lot of the games on the yeah, list do. I'll, I'll, we talked about this a little bit before we started about like our personal top tens and stuff. Here's something I'll say about that game. It is low on my top ten. Okay, Kyle, so I don't, don't think it's making our top twenty. We can we can okay. figure that out later. Okay, I think, I think there you are guys didn't play. It, right, so it's go. hard for me to. Right, I mean, you guys don't care about yeah. One Piece. I, and you play. Play I would say One Piece, one person, one piece. Being passionate <laughs> about person, a game at okay. this point, I'm sure we have some that no, no one, one is passionate, passionate about, about, which we can. All right, I'm Jeff, sorry. Make a cut. Yes, I'm sorry, but we can start with Borderlands Three. <laughs> you played it. I. You love Borderlands. I played it. Yeah, it just was not doing it for me. It felt like more Borderlands, and I know that for a lot of people, that is exactly what they wanted. Yep. Um, but it, I bounced off of it after, you know, how many ever hours, just because I want more than just more Borderlands at this yep. point. Okay. Borderlands three. We hardly knew ye. So we're we gonna go around and kind of make cuts. You think? Let's do it. Okay. Right. Kyle, what do you want to cut? All right. I have a controversial cut that will blow your guys' minds. Start with the easy ones. You want to start with the easy ones? Well, you mm-hmm. do what you want, man. Link's Awakening. Oh, what? Are you kidding me? Out of the gate? Yeah. I, it, in a way, I had a good time with that game, but it just sort of reminded me the, that the level design of Link's Awakening was underwhelming and difficult to parse. I think this is correct, <laughs> but I don't want to do it yet. Okay. I yeah, don't know I, what this top I like 20 looks like. I had that in my pocket as one now. that's like... Like that one wow. that I would be okay with not being on our two tens. Yeah, you just and you, I wanted to because I knew it would be a you know I knew it would get that reaction. I, and out the we can have this argument later, but yeah. uh, I like home. I like that game too much to cut it. Back. Okay, yep. okay. Right. Um, I will undoubtedly cut devotion. Uh, no, I will fight very strongly for that. Really? Yes. Now is that the one that was pulled off? Yes. Line. Yeah. Now, if it didn't have any of the controversy surrounding it, do I, you think you would still be like... Yes, yeah? I, would, okay. I would 100% still be I mean, I know it's a, that's a hard question to answer, right. but like, did it get elevated by the sort of the, the uh, story I around mean, it? I mean, I think I would not... There are a lot of games that have been delisted that I just didn't bother playing, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that game stra- stands out for reasons beyond the fact that it was delisted, for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to make a second option here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one bounced off. He deflected my blow. <laughs> Gato Roboto, uh, I see a massive yeah. glowing orange spot. I like Gato Roboto, but uh, I, that's okay. Yeah. What is it? It's it's a ba- it's a very highly inspired by Metroid uh, platformer. And it's it's solid, but it just feels like really it is not innovative in any way, but yeah. fun. You know, it, it, it can go. I think there's games I'm much more excited about on here. Alright. Uh, as they say, Domo Regato, Gato Roboto. <laughs> Wait, but that's, that's why hello. You want to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry. What do you cut, baby? Uh, hmm. Gears Five. I think. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's, you played it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like it. But sorry, I played that game twice. Actually. Yeah. So, like a year and a half from now, when someone's like, "Gears, that went off the rails," are you going to say like, "Actually"? On contraire. Uh, no, I would. I would not say that. I would because I'm not a nerd for one. But I would say eh, it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing. I, 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 I don't have any strong criticisms of it. I think it does what it sets out to do. But I also don't have anything. Like, man, Gears Five. Like, right. there's no passion behind like my interest in Gears Five. Right. I'm glad that I played it with. That both times I played through it, I was just mostly talking up with you and my brother about random yeah. stuff that did not have anything to do with the game. Okay, Gears Five. Bye. See ya. You did okay. Jeff, um. Mm. Um. 
Let's say <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs> Your Honor, the, leading the witness, having the option of highlighting things on the screen is very tempting. Uh, I never got to play Untitled Goose Game. Mm-hmm. I started it. I played about an hour of it. Someone brought up that we should have brought up for favorite thing, having the dedicated honk button, which mm. I do agree. Or yeah, also the, the button to spread your wings out. Mm-hmm, Two yeah. very good things in 2019. 90% of what you do in that game. <laughs> 90% of the reason people like that game. Yeah. Is anyone at the table passionate about it being on the list, though? Uh, yeah, that game sort of exceeded my expectations in a big way. Like, it became this like, meme generator, you yeah. know, and that was, like, a fun element of it. But It I, was the Baby Yoda of its day. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, like, I... The day before. Baby and Yoda. I... <laughs> And I went into it kind of thinking, like, this will be a sort of silly uh, indie game that isn't really going to move me in any way, but it's just going to be, like, you get to control a goose, and that's part of the fun. But by the end of it, I thought it was, like, uh, a well-executed sort of fun puzzle game. And the ending sort of uh, is this really circular sort of thing that, like, calls back the beginning in a fun way. Like, I ended up liking Untitled Goose Game, like, way more than I expected. You've convinced me that we should cut one piece from the list. (laughs) World beeper. Are we doing it? I mean, I made my case. Okay. One piece. Bye. We love you. Just because it seems like you're very passionate about Goose Game and other people have also played it and liked it, you know? Well, I'm not super passionate about Untitled Goose Game. All right, get the goose out of there, too. (laughs) Wait, you're just for the camp of, like, if one person loves it, then... Yeah, I know. No, Kyle, can you live with it? No, leave uh, leave the goose for now. Okay, Kyle. That was a, a that was All a right. more All compelling right. argument sure. than making he made a for cut. one um, piece. I, I'll cut. Um, this is cutting my own suggestion, but I'll cut uh, photographs because I love it. I like that game, but I can't make a really strong argument for mm-hmm. it. So, but it was yeah. good. You check it out. Yeah. Use, this is obviously like a list of. As you're listening, like these are all games that you should check out, but yeah. we'll see who makes the. the Do you want to explain what Photographs is? Photographs is from the creator of 10 Million, and you must build a boat. The best mobile games ever made, and it's like a, it's a, it's just one of those games that's really well designed for mobile, and it's like a series of short stories based around puzzles. You solve puzzles, and as you solve the puzzles, you get a little bit more of the story, and uh, the stories are really sad and interesting, and the art's really cool. So hmm. check it out. There it is. Um, I. We'll make a safe bet, and I will cut judgment. Sure. I I think as – I know a lot of people are excited about it because it is their first Yakuza game, but as someone who has played all of those, it definitely – this one felt the most where I was kind of burnt out on that formula. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it leads, it leads to some interesting places, but I don't think it iterates enough on that formula to be interesting to me personally. And – I think a lot of what it actually adds, I think, makes that game worse. Like the detective stuff, following people around and having to scan environments for clues, I don't think work in that environment. Sure. And the, I think there were there were chances for them to explore that for me a little bit more and maybe dedicate themselves more to the storytelling aspect, which is just the part that I like, versus the kind of uh, arcadey combat, which I think they're still very much married to. Mm-hmm. But um, well, they're not that married yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, that's I'm more. Ex- I I think even after Judgment, I'm more excited for Yakuza Seven because mm-hmm. it is deviating yeah. uh, from that formula. If you're okay. un- if you're unclear, Yakuza Seven, right? Yakuza yeah. Seven has turn based combat, yeah. yeah, which yeah. will make it the first Yakuza that I give a solid try. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I I will say though that if you are interested in that, if you know you've heard people talking about the Yakuza series and want to dive in, I think it's really either Judgment or, or Yakuza Zero at this point. Sure. So give that maybe give it a try if you're interested. There we go, Jeff Margiefava. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Serial. Yeah, yes. it's your turn to cut. Um, it's, gonna... It just sounds like he cut his own. I know. His own <laughs> uh, game. Never cut your own. World <laughs> War Z. 
I think. I, I think I enjoyed that game plenty, but I don't know that I've ever... I, I have not thought about it since I stopped playing with you. Okay. But yeah. I, I can kind of quietly acknowledge, like, oh, yeah, this game's pretty fun. It's giving the Left 4 Dead people what they want, but... I can't imagine going back to it. Yeah, that, that's okay. I had Very a good time with that game. I uh, they've added DLC recently that I want to go check out, but um, yeah. yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't this <clears throat> defining 2019 experience right. for sure. Jan Marquiafava. Yeah, uh, can we say Sayonara to Sayonara Wild Hearts? Was that one that we just kind of threw on at the end? Did you beat it? Yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah, I yeah. liked it. I. Man, I, I I really liked it when I played it at E3, and then playing the full game, I, I still liked it. But it I I very much thought to myself, like, oh, yeah, I should go back and try to beat every level and do every gold medal. I just never yeah. had, like, no, I didn't think about it too much after that. I think the soundtrack in that game is really good and works yep. really well within the context of the game. But Yeah, um, good soundtrack, good visuals, but okay. Yeah. It's kind of okay. As I say, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. That common... <laughs> Turn of phrase. <laughs> really blew that by. <laughs> that's a derivation of deviation of uh, an old Jeff Cork joke, which always made me laugh. Where he was talking about Dan Reichert's Jose Canseco book. Okay. And it, this is just Jeff Cork. All of his jokes are just subtle little English, like twists and jokes. And he goes, he's just talking about it. And he goes, ah, that's when you said, no way, Mr. Canseco. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Anyways. Uh, oh, Cork, we miss you. R.I.P. <laughs> Uh, let's cut Cadence of Hyrule. What is with your Zelda hate? Mm. I hate Zelda this year. You're no, going to rub off your tattoo next. I, almost like a similar Sayonara Wild Hearts argument. Fantastic soundtrack. Right. One of my favorite soundtracks of the year by a mile. Underwhelming game, but that was mostly frustrating mm. to me. Yeah, it's, it's this weird matchup where I think I, I I would have preferred the more pure version of both of those games over the, how they mix together. Yeah, like interesting. When, I think my favorite parts of Cadence of Hyrule were the Zelda parts, and then I played an actual Zelda game. It's like, oh, it's much better in here than it is in Cadence of Hyrule. Uh, and I think some the, the combat is interesting. I think the, the, the roguelike elements I don't think do that game any favors. It yeah. took a long yeah. time to get rolling in that game. Mm-hmm. If you remember, I, I was doing my head against hard. a wall for yeah. a while and then it's like, okay, now it's snowballing and I have 6,000 rupees. Yeah. But even, yeah. even like, even when I was successful and even getting to the end of the game, it was mostly just a matter of like having a lot of hearts and sort of just hitting my head against a brick wall until, yeah, until, until you get to a run where it's like, oh, you know? things just happen to go my way. Yeah. Which is not a thing, it's yeah. not a feeling I want to have in a Zelda game. Right. So, see ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Superland. Mm, I played I that. that would last longer. Uh, Superland, um, I like. Uh, it is. It, it remind. It's like a Metroid Prime almost in terms. It's, it, it's structured. It felt like a Zelda for starting out at least. Yeah, I, I thought it was more of a Metroidvania. I mean, no. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Zelda and Metroid sort of have like they overlap a lot, you know, in terms yeah. of mechanics. But it definitely leans more Metroid by the end of the game. Um, and you're like a red guy in yeah, a town, like I didn't love, getting powers. I like the environmental art. The characters are not great. Um, uh, you're gonna pull it up. It looks like. Um, but yeah, it just really is one of those games that like I didn't know anything about, and was ended up being like really surprised by just the game design. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just like really well designed. Clearly a fan of like, you know, Zelda, Metroid, kind of gameplay and well executed. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it coming to consoles. I might even yeah. play it again. But oh, cool. um, but it, you know, it's it's. It's just a really surprising indie game, so it's it's hard for me to really fight passionately about it, but I did enjoy okay. it. Gone. Uh, I'm going to cut Twitch Sings, unless you have... It's just I'd like to make my man. defense uh, in the form of a song. I mean, this is one of those silly arguments, right? But it's like, in terms of like the most fun that I've had with a game this year, like the two times playing Twitch Sings, I remember thinking in the moment, one of them was live-streamed on Twitch with 
Kelsey and Wade uh, at MinMax here, but I remember thinking like I cannot have more fun in Planet Earth than what I'm doing yeah, right but now. Like, that's how, that, but how, but how much is it karaoke? that's the argument of like, well, board, like Gears Five was so much fun because I played it with cereal. Like it's just like karaoke. But online, what else are we going right? off of? But beyond karaoke online, but we're going off of design and like well-made I agree. games. And like you know? playing it with an audience is clearly the way to go and having the audience like vote on twist where it's like okay for this portion of the song you have to sing it like a pirate you have to sing this one with an accent uh you have to do this you have to do that like and letting people choose and vote on what song you're singing i think it's a really really smart if you have that audience yeah, exactly yeah but again going off of what we look i agree i'll cut it but i think <laughs> harmonics did a really no, great job yeah. with that except for the fact that for the archive, it got nuked for copyright infringement. Where it's like, oh, really? this is Twitch's game. <laughs> that is weird. And they can't figure out. Maybe the problem was that I was too good at singing What's This mm. from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, so they thought good. that I was Jack Skellington. Okay, but great. then they wouldn't have copyright struck you if they thought you were Jack Skellington. <laughs> That's true. Clearly, I own it. Jack the copyright owner of that song the, is the, the fictional game. character yeah. Jack Skellington. Right. It's, a right. it's a tax scheme. It's like that's how they're <laughs> avoiding that. Okay, great. It is cut. Let's move on. It no, it's not. No. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Got to watch him. You got to pass the computer. Uh, as you we go through you these skipped cuts. cereal again. No, oh, I, I, oh, is that? I, I, that's I, your I just good cut. Good cut. Thank you. Fat Twitch sang. All right. We can. We don't have to. Not cool. <laughs> Go down, please. Uh, that's it. One page. We're down uh, to. Hang on. Let's get a. It's this fancy button, Kyle. Oh, we gotta highlight everything. <clears throat> Otherwise, you just <laughs> a single game. Wow. Let's start know. numbering this list now. Uh, For oh, a frame of reference, we're at forty-three. Yeah. How about halfway? Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, <laughs> you're right there. <laughs> All right, guys. Tell me on this game. I have on the way from Amazon. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe this I, body could convince you. Oh, 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 look at those guns! I retract my cut. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's talking about games with gun violence. I didn't know it was about Ring Fit Adventure. To be fair, I played it one night, and it was just yeah. that moment of like, this is much better made than I expected. Yeah, uh, yeah. I played it uh, like a week, probably a week and a half or so. Yeah, I try every day, and it, it's it's really cool. Like it's much it's, better than I expected. Well, it's it's much. I wasn't going to say expect. I was going to say it executes on what we fit should have been initially, which was like we're going to try to gamify uh, working out and improving yourself. And and we fit. That's what was we're just about. So you think that Dragon's going to be in the next Smash? What was that? You think that Dragon's going to be in the next Smash? Drago, absolutely, sir. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I forgot but, uh, for character of the year, by the way, Drago. Uh, oh yeah, but um, yeah, it's just it's like a really cool uh, like adventure game that I think I, now the question is would it be interesting without the working out element of it no, no. I mean it doesn't matter point. though like, yeah. because those, those, they, they made that game hand. as a workout game first and foremost yeah. uh, like, I, there's no way you can divorce it from that yeah but you know it does it, I I didn't beat it because it's hard and it and but, but, also, <laughs> but also that's not necessarily a game you yeah, want to beat you yeah, don't yeah. Beat. they made it long intentionally yeah, that, that, like, that, yeah. that's a game where you can very easily argue that's like the grind is the point the fact yeah, that right. it is so long and tedious is like yeah what do you want it's a, it's a fitness game of course yeah, yeah. This is and this is the problem with lists and you guys we have to not fall into this trap but I look and it's like that's just a cool game to have on the min-max list yeah mm-hmm. but we gotta go off the table and I played it one night Kyle you didn't finish I it. it more. Well, I, like, that's I, the thing, I don't think not finishing this game okay. counts against yeah. Yeah, yeah. this I, I, This is uh, this is a rare case. I, would, I wouldn't hold fun. that against it. I'm wondering, is it a novelty, and that's why we like it? Mm. Honestly, the reason that I versus, got it was versus something that you've actually had a lot of fun with. You think is a good game. It's hard because it's, it, it, it's fine that the ex- yeah. I, I'm also not holding against the exercise component. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. This game, this game also like feels like it exists outside of of like. Merit or like 
um, traditional ranking lists because so much of it is like there's a motivation there where it's utility versus like yeah. fun, right. right? Like the fact that you like it, it feels like oh this game feels like work is like a, a point in its favor, so it's kind of hard to yeah, like yeah, yeah, compare yeah. to like I'm playing this because I like it, you know. I'll, um, I mean we got to cut a lot. I think Ring Fit. I would like cut. to give yeah. the the annual Ring Fit Adventure Award to Ring Fit Adventure and then cut it. <laughs> yeah, the greatest adventure of all, as Hook says, is death. So okay, bye bye. Does he say that? Sure. Okay, I trust you. Kyle? Did you wait? Okay, never mind. Um, I'm not being a little stinker here. Okay. Let's see. You kissing me of the stink? No, I'm just saying. Let's you did not, not touch that. Twitch Sings when you said you were, so. <laughs> uh, just making sure. Um, uh, observation didn't do a ton for me. I was it was I was impressed by it. I thought it looked great. I liked it in theory. I I like about halfway through. I was like, I'm not super compelled to keep going on this. And your genre is stuff going wrong in space. And that's what that game is. You're space. playing yeah. as yeah. the computer felt, kind of monitoring. That. I felt kind of like restrained and like where I I, I I couldn't really like explore the ship as much as I really wanted to. I guess, but I, I, I was impressed by the sort of like the the the, the way that that game feels. You know yeah. what I mean? Like being able to explore that ship is neat and unsettling, and mm-hmm. it, the graphics are amazing. Like mm-hmm. I've never been in a video game and felt so much like I'm actually on a like modern day space station. But like I just it just didn't I didn't it wasn't compelling enough to pull me all the way through. So uh, I really like observation. I think that uh, I'm a big fan of like I was mentioning to to you this off uh, off the podcast, but like I like games that pod. go that zero in on one thing very specifically and I think that I know that it's not traditional in the sense like, oh you like you can't explore the space station, but I think the in so far as it wants to tell a very specific story, I think it, it the way it melds its mechanics it's to tell that story, too. yeah, uh, like, and the way it makes that angle interesting, like the having to jump around different cameras and stuff, and 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 track play uh, characters as they're going in and out of the station and things like that, and the directions that game goes and how it gets you to question your own motivations. I think that game stands out. I think as a game that that uses game mechanics uniquely to tell a story. Um, so, are I you would deflecting not, that blow? I would like to deflect that blow. Okay, yeah. and honestly, like you saying that, <laughs> like, Sir. because I didn't uh, finish it, and it sounds like like there's a lot more to get out of it if you see it to its yeah. conclusion. Like, right? I'm not, yeah, I'm not. It's not like it goes down a rabbit hole, and I don't think it fully succeeds at that. But I think uh-huh. the the rabbit hole it uh, goes down, I think, is super interesting and leads to a lot of cool like set piece moments that okay. don't feel. Do you want to make another uh, stab, Kyle? Well, I got another another choice. The honorary Mordhouse stab, but it has to be on one of list. your own now. It has to be one of my own. I mean, I'm, we're out of Zelda there. games. Anything else you want to add? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's cut Sky. Children of the Light, love it. Because uh, yeah, I do. I do stand by. I think it's a, a a cool game, but the platform really hurt that game. Oh yeah, significantly. So there we go. Yeah. That one's an easy one. Okay. Um, uh, well, there's only right one then. way to go here. I think we all know. I feel like I'm picking on you, Kyle. Yeah, it does feel like you're picking did on you, me. Did you notice that? Yes. <laughs> to be Every fair, week. Kyle, you put out like so many more games than the rest of us. I and, did. And That's they were true. all very Kyle picks. Okay, here yeah, we go. Good games. All right, Kyle. I'm willing to cut Metro Exodus. Solid game. I'm happy for 4A. I don't think there's the passion at this table to make it in the yeah, top 20. Yeah, I, I liked it when I played it, but... Um... Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed a lot of what th- what it did with like framing its narrative around seasons. I think some yeah. of the, there's some like surprisingly interesting like narrative choices that you make, uh, and the environments I think were really cool. But ultimately, I don't think it it, it felt kind of like an old FPS to me. Yeah, which is you know part I mean? of why which, I liked it though. Like, yeah. I, it, like they don't make games like that a, a lot. 
you know, games yeah. that feel so they tailored make them to good like, these days, which is cool. Well, no, like I, I think the <laughs> fact that you're not going on like that the, the side quest feels significant, and there's not like a huge task list, oh, and sure, you're sure, not sure. capturing points and like expanding territory. I like that it doesn't feel the need to do that. Yeah, but unless also, you focus on the world, and, right? Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But I don't think like what it has in place of that is like super strong throughout, strong enough throughout to mm-hmm. make it mm-hmm. uh, worthwhile. Metro taking an exit from us. Mm. Sorry, Metro. You look great. Look great. Um, Feels better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Serial is you, right? Yeah. Serial uh, uh, is down you. the list again here. Uh, what do you hate more than anything else? Keep on scrolling. List? Keep it scrolling. Keep going. Let's go for the audio listeners. Um, have, hang on, audio listeners. We have Resident Evil 2, Outer Worlds, Outer Wild, Sekiro, Control, Did I Fall in Order, Mortal Kombat 11, Death Stranding, Days Gone, Wargroove, Link's Awakening, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Tetris 99, Disco Elysium, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, Grindstone, Untitled Goose Game, Observation, <laughs> What the Golf Bob is You, Ape Out Dreams, <gasps> Apex Legends, Devotion, DMC5, Crackdown 3, Travis Strikes Again, Dr. Mario World, Lonely Mountains, Downhill, Pistol Whip, Super Mario Maker, Luigi's Mansion, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Short Hike, Destiny 2, Shadow Keep, Checkbox, Party Pack 6, Samurai Showdown, and Astral Chain. Hanson, how do you feel about Astral Chain? <clears throat> this is an mm. interesting discussion. I, which is weird because I, I I fully expect to like that game. I just have not played it. Damn it! Um, I'm about sixty percent of the way through it. Okay, th- which is now I realize telling. I am two hours into that game. But, okay, but sure, but I haven't played enough of it to. Astral Chain is really really impressive. I think technically it's probably the most impressive thing I've seen on In the Switch life? at oh. this point. Mm. All right. Um, it's stylish action, which is the genre that I am the absolute worst at, over mm. and above anything else. <laughs> so I'm having a very tough time with that aspect of it. But I love Nintendo taking a stab with new IP with Platinum. I think there's a lot of really cool ideas in it, uh, like being able to control on the second stick. Sounds like it should be a control nightmare, right? But being able to control uh, your legion that you're tied to, and you can like wrap it around and like keep it in the battlefield. So you're basically controlling two at once. There's also co-op, co-op if you want to play that way. Um, so I really like it. That said, I went back to it this weekend to try and finish it. Um, and jumping back into a stylish action game, especially one as complex as that halfway through, is impossible. And I just hit a wall where I'm like, I can't okay. I can't do it. And um, Well, separate from that stuff, I mean, are you interested in the world? Is the... Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I think it's cool. I mean, it's <clears throat> platinum storytelling, you know? Uh, okay. I mean, that's a weird thing to say not, for near. I suppose. Near but that's not, yeah. that's not platinum, though. That's Yoko Taro, I feel <laughs> okay. like. A, sure. lot, a lot of that storytelling prowess comes from his side of the equation, I think. Mm. That could be. So and I, maybe I'm not giving them credit, but, you know. Sure. So I think where I'm at with Astral Train is, is I want to like it a lot more than I actually okay. like it. And um, I fully expect to come back at some point next year and say, like, oh, we were crazy for cutting it, but it's I very just cool. have not played it. So, uh, Would you cut it, though? God. I mean, based on where we're at and the fact that I haven't finished it after spending 60 bucks on it and you only two hours in I don't think it's going to make top 20 and just okay. just being able to say I want to like it a lot more yep. than I do yep. Yep. yeah that's oh that sucks alright sorry Astral Chain yeah. and you can hear You're tens of people screaming out two tens of people screaming out in no. pain <laughs> at least uh, okay here's one that I know one person loves but I actively hate and that Ooh. is Dr. Mario Yes, Dr. Actively Mario hate, World. Huh? Yes. Why do you hate it you, so much? You got me to try it out because yeah. you liked it so much, and it's just that microtransaction trap that... Yeah, but what about the, the mechanics? Do you like those? It was okay. Okay, all right. I'm, but, I'm in the same camp. But I thought it, it was okay. But layered on top of that, and I always... 
And but, but totally fair to like, I'm not trying to say, oh, just ignore the microtransactions because mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, it is a game that you get five tries and if you die, you have to wait, you know, to play yes. more, which sucks. And uh, then they have, you know, like the kind of extra challenge levels, which seem just designed to, to suck. just eat your lives. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm okay with that. I like I, I, I play that game regularly even mm-hmm. today. Um, you and Ben Reeves yeah. love this game more than I think anybody else in the world. Yeah, it's uh, but um, but you guys, but your hate is stronger than my enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, that's always with these kind of best of lift lists. I think microtransaction traps like yeah. that bother me more than sure. any any other shortcoming than a game could have. Especially in a year where we were liberated from that in so many ways, right? Mm-hmm. With, with with Apple Arcade and Apple Arcade, yeah. but also you know EA put out some solid offerings that weren't too yeah. bad on that front. And um, not to get ahead of ourselves, but if in a, in a Doctor Mario versus Grindstone world, you know, right? I'm going Grindstone, baby. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Doctor is out. Yep. Do you guys like the jokes? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Got to have something. Good. Okay. Well, that's not a guarantee. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead. Crack down three. You can go. I like that. Game. Oh, thank you, Kyle. Because I, I was going to feel bad about guy ganging up on Kyle with no, my no, nice no. pick. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's it's one of those uh, I like. I had a good time with it, but yeah. it's not like I'm not super passionate about it. I I do think people were harsh on it, but I mean, it's Me not included. one of the best games of the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is getting tougher, and I, we're not even close to the tough parts yet. Um, I want to cut Samurai Showdown. Uh, I would be okay with it. Uh, I like that game mm. quite a bit, but uh, the I don't know the the the, the online infrastructure is still kind of not there. Uh, I think they've done some interesting stuff with updating it over the course of the year. Uh, they've kept a pretty regular schedule of characters going, uh, and I like the pace of the combat. I I even liked it at launch, which a lot of people didn't, but. Um, so I think my my passion for it is not I don't think strong enough for me to argue it at this point in the list. So yeah, hey, a game I just um by the way after recording last week's podcast I went and was uninstalling stuff from my Steam library and I was like why didn't I look at this before we recorded the games oh, you've been meaning to play? Yeah, because yeah, there's so many things mm-hmm. in there. Like what was that fighting game? I uninstalled it now. But I, what is the <laughs> name of that one that was like designed for beginners? A Fantasy Strike. Fantasy Strike. Do yeah. you stand by that as a good game? Uh, Not that we should put it on well, the list, I, but... I, I didn't say it was... I think it's a good game for for you specifically of learning how to f- play fighting Morons? games. But I, th- okay. but I think it's a game that if I were to give you... Like, if you were super interested in getting into fighting games, I would say, like, start there and then graduate to something more interesting. Okay. There it is. Like Jump Force. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, is it me? Uh, no, you, you just oh, cut Samurai You just cut Samurai I just... Shoto. I have a bloodlust now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Don't look where that cursor is. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to cut Call of Duty? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Don't think so. I don't mm. think so. Okay. <laughs> should, should we explain more more than that? Uh, yes, I think visually one of the best looking games we've ever played. I understand that's a weird thing to lead with, but I mean that game is wow wow Gonzo. Um, outside of that, I think I think the campaign was fun. I was worried that I wasn't going to enjoy it because that it was going to be all just controversial moments and things that really grossed me out. Because I don't like gore, I don't like I don't like feeling gross. Um, but I thought like so much more of that game was just traditional um, modern warfare than I expected. And I thought a lot of missions were super fun. Some of, fun some and of the best campaign stuff. Yeah, for me at yeah. least. Yeah, for in sure. Terms and then, of Call of Duties. And I didn't play as much multiplayer as I wanted to. Hopefully, they'll add the battle royale, so I'll get more into it. Um, but I do think gunfight. Again, in terms of just multiplayer games this year, some of the most fun I've had for 
you know the the time that I spent with Gunfight, which is the two v two quick mode, sure. mm-hmm. very easy pick up and play. Um, but I, I like Call of Duty a lot this year. So back off, you monster. <laughs> I mean, I like try, I, I, right? those bringing it and those like breaching missions. I think were really good. But other than that, I I guess I just didn't resonate with me at all. Sure. Uh, all right. So that bounced off. So what do you got? Oh, I um. Uh, why, why, why are you so harsh on Pistol Whip right now? Like I just, highlighted Pistol Whip to be fair but, for all the listeners. But like, I mean, I, I don't know. Not to jump ahead, but like, Kyle, are you? I, how, I how do you? Okay. Uh, how do you feel about <laughs> Super Mario Maker Two? That was going to be my cut suggestion mm-hmm. coming up. Okay, now I got to pick another one. Uh, so Super Mario Maker Two is well done, but like, it just it it just didn't resonate with me. It felt almost like unnecessary to a certain degree. Mm. Like I, I just feel like didn't a lot of people enough. wanted that game on Switch, right? Yeah, but like the the additions weren't like. It, Super compelling and and like it, it's it's less fun to not control like not use a stylus mm-hmm. on the Wii U, which is like a small sort of knock against it. But yeah, I just I, I wasn't excited about it. Okay. I don't know. I, it was like I said, it was going to be my suggestion for a cut when it came to be my turn. So it looks like it's time to meet your Mario Maker. See ya. <laughs> you are the weakest. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be. <laughs> Great jokes. See, this are good. Keep yeah. going. Oh, my turn. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of meat on this bone, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Except for that. Oh wait, you guys have a different thing on your screen. <laughs> I was trying to selectively not have one on the list. All right. Uh, how do you feel, Hanson, about <gasps> lonely mountains downhill? Great suggestion. I like the game a lot. I only put three hours into it. Great podcast game. Um, I think it is in a year where Trials Rising came out, it scratches so many more of those itches mm-hmm. in a cleaner, nicer way where you're just taking challenges, riding down this mountain, you know, pretty forgiving checkpoints overall, and just grinding that sucker out. I think it's a really, really cool game that, again, one of the reasons I like video games, you know, is I never would have guessed that Lonely Mountains Downhill would be the name of a game that we'd be considering for the heralded 210s. Um, yeah. So it's it's one of those games I want to watch someone else be really good at hmm. you know which to a certain degree kind of like I, I played it at, we played it here before mm-hmm. we talked about that one day and then it did become a game pass game mm. uh, so I played it like another 30 45 minutes and I was it just I wasn't excited about it but it, I recognize it being a well made game and with a cool style you know but. there's stuff I would cut before it but I don't think it's hanging with the two tens I, I do also enjoy it but yeah it is it is one of those it still ends up falling into that trials trap for me where even though it's not forcing you to do really difficult stuff, I just the nature of trying to do your absolute best and find the perfect run mm-hmm. leads me to doing a lot of restarts, and it's hard yeah. for me to get out of that trap. And so I, I do enjoy it, but for me, I'm not passionate about it being here, and that's why I yeah. wanted to see what other people felt. Okay. Uh, this just got a lot more lonely. Goodbye. <laughs> um, now... How do you feel, Serial? As we direct, we remember who added these. Uh, I don't think you did. I don't, you did add this one, but um, uh, Bloodstained. I I really like that game. Okay. I think it is a success. Like, I mean, not I lost. Mid- I lost momentum on that game, and it might 
I might be because you played the Switch. Version. I did play the yeah. Switch version, which mm. like could be a factor in that. But it wasn't the thing that was holding me back. Wasn't the sort of um, uh, technical deficiency of the Switch version, which is like barely fine. It was like <laughs> I hit a point in that game where I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't feel like I have any direction. I'm just sort of aimless here. I need some new ability. I don't even know what it is. Where in his. Uh, Igarashi's previous Castlevania games always I feel like I had a much better sense of like where to go and was much more energized about leveling up and getting stronger and going to the next place and Bloodstained just didn't like click with I, me I that will way. say that it starts off slow but um, I, I guess I only had that problem once and it didn't last super long of having like there are some points in that game where it is kind of vague about where you should be going yeah um, which but, is like can work in that genre I mean the the pro- the fun of that genre is exploring but like there's a point where it's like well give me at least like a a yeah, there, 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 there are a couple that points in that game where you have to make some logical leaps, uh, sometimes literally, uh, to go and find items that the game does not ever hint at. But yeah. I think that it very quickly goes from, uh, this is fine. Like, I was very much expecting in the first few hours to be like, I don't know, I feel this feels like Mighty Number no. 9. But, like, <laughs> by the end of it, was it, not it, that like, bad, it, yeah. it got to be on, like, in terms of those games that he has made specifically, it feels like it, it probably is in my top three of all time in terms really? of games he's made. Um so I'm not. So I, we can I, cut it. No, <laughs> I, I think that game does a really good job of both giving you the best of what you wanted out of that particular type of game, mm. but also introducing new items. Like I think the the degree to which you can customize your build as an RPG, I think <laughs> like the combat itself would not be as interesting if you didn't have all these underlying RPG layers behind it. Uh, and I think because of that, because of the way you can equip different things and everyone feels like they had, when I was talking to them about playing it, everyone feels like they have, they found the thing that was like broken for them, mm. which I think is a, is a sign of a game that has a lot of interesting builds that you can, that you can work. And I think the map is like super strong. I really like that map. It has some really strong set pieces. Um, so I, I would not cut it yet. Okay. <laughs> That's the sound of you hitting the armor, the Mandalorian's and armor. And you guys, you guys didn't check out Bloodstained, right? I or played a little bit. 30 minutes of it, okay. yeah. Okay. Not my thing. Uh, now i got to come up with another one. Mm-hmm. This is hard. Um, you want to fight for Days Gone, Jeffem? Ooh! Hell yeah! Because I that's one that I played, I don't know, six hours in and did not really feel super compelled to keep going. Despite, uh, you know, generally liking it okay. Yeah, I... Super like it. I, I like it. It's in terms of open world games, I appreciate that it has a very distinct feeling from other ones for me. Barren and boring? Not barren and boring, dangerous. And I feel like when I'm actually going out into the wilderness, it feels like a scary open world place. Mm-hmm. It feels more, it feels like an interesting mix of open world and survival horror. Yeah. Which is doing it for me. Yeah. Um, and technically it didn't drive you insane? No. Okay. I, I didn't really have any tech. I, mean, I remember a lot of it. it was pretty buggy at launch. I, mine was just like, I, it just felt kind of repetitive. And I did, and, and, I, and I, instead of getting scared going out in the open world, I, I tended to get frustrated. Uh, and maybe it's just because I wasn't like looting enough, but I just never had any ammo. And like it just and and when you run out of ammo when a horde is chasing you like that's just not fun 
You know what I mean? Like I just was like, well, well it's a survival I guess horror just, aspect. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, that's survival just, horror, Kyle. It what? Just, it, I don't know. I guess so. Because, Kyle's saying that we should cut Resident Evil Two. No, I think, I think the thing about Resident Evil Two right is like now. you can get to safety when you're out of ammo. Where Days Gone, I I felt like I kept running into situations like, well, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't have any ammo. I don't know what to you're playing do poorly, here. Kyle. I mean, that could be the case. Maybe I just like wasn't planning enough ahead or what. But I just like. I don't know. I just the world didn't really grab me. I liked I like maintaining the motorcycle. I like having like mm-hmm. being really emotionally attached to Another that vehicle. Another great aspect mm-hmm. of the game. But at, at, outside of that, I like I just didn't really click with me. I didn't I Deacon did not feel John, character of the year. <laughs> Do you think the story gets the too much crap? Yes. And the writing is too much crap? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, Why do you think it is? Just cuz Sony's pedigree is so high at this point for storytelling? I think I think because Zombie Sons of Anarchy is an easy thing to make fun of and say and that's knowing a stupid that that was, idea. I mean, we visited Sony Ben, and that was literally what they said. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, Walking Dead was huge at the time, and we liked Sons of Anarchy, so we made the thing. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we see that you made the thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they also... But did they make the thing? I think they also do just like zombie stories. It's yeah. not like, hey, Walking yeah. Dead's hot. We should copy that thing, you know? Well, it's not that they didn't like zombie stories, but... And to be yeah. clear, these are not zombies. No, they're, they're fre- clickers. Or freakers. <laughs> Dang it, yeah. <laughs> I'm freakers. cutting it because you called them Don't clickers. Don't you dare. Uh, I mean, yeah, the story, it wasn't like... The story seemed interesting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like this sucks in terms of like the narrative. I just mm-hmm. was like I just wasn't that interested in exploring the world okay. really. And it, it sounds just, like I a deflecting blow to me. I have a lot of deflections here. Uh, can we? Yeah, you you go next because I did two deflections and I don't really. I don't, yeah, yeah, keep I don't going, know. Man. That means we have to cut something. Of Kyle, cut something. <sighs> um, let's see. It could be anything. How about um, Destiny Two? Because that's just d- DLC. Well, it's an expansion. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. So I will. <laughs> I will say that I I don't think it'll make this list. Oh. But I do want to give my piece on it. Anything else? Um, I have. I feel like Destiny Two Shadowkeep is a very good game that I have less interest in than I have had in the past. Uh, because I think their push towards more seasonal content and uh dedicating themselves more to that drip feed I think is is super good for that game mm-hmm. but it's not how I want to approach it so like I like to sort of marathon the expansion like I did you know a very long stream for it and I got to the end and there wasn't as much to do because I knew kind of going into it that this was going to be more of a uh, slower burn or yeah, um, than it has been before and I get that that's cool and they've added some stuff over the years but to me I just very slowly started I stopped keeping up with it yeah um, so I, I think it, it it's good for what they're doing but I I miss the kind of stronger acute moments at that Forsaken had that a lot of their earlier expansions had even though they weren't as good um, so I've kind of been it, it's been an upward trend for them but for me it feels like I've slowly kind of weaned off a bit over the course of the year so okay. I'm I'm okay with cutting it but I I like that game quite a bit we, be, we became legend I thought you were going to say yeah. we should keep it in the shadow oh that's better Thank you. you I mean, <clears throat> we should keep that in the shadow. There we go. Good job, Hanson. God, you're clever. <laughs> Thank you. Love it. Oh, my God. My turn to cut. Let's see. I still am just ready to cook a goose, but all right. I'll save that for later. Want, I, I'm curious to talk for you. Why are you uh, focused so in on Pistol Whip? What is it about that you're yeah, just like, completely uninterested it. in that? You I know? think... Um, is it because it's VR? Or th- like... Let's see. Probably because uh, I'm an angry person. No. But <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's because I had such a good time with Beat Saber last year and yeah. I played Attica this year and the idea of like, here's another VR game where you're kind of like shooting things to music. 
I just I don't. That's not fully what it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll it, make the case. Ultimately, what the game. Let's say I'm trying to cut Pistol Whip. That is my choice. But. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so the thing, the the short pitch for that for me is that is the most fun I've had since Beat Saber. That is the kind of VR game experience that I like, where yeah. it's like really enveloping in terms of music and like it really uses VR well in terms of aiming your gun and shooting and stuff like that. But I mean. Like, ultimately, you can look at it as, like, a modern take on, like, Time Crisis or something like that. Exactly my point. And then, which is, like, super fun in VR. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, Astrobot was, like, a VR take on platformer, and it was really super fun. Like, I think that's where VR excels is, like, looking at these established genres and sort of shifting them into virtual reality. Worked really well with um, Astrobot. Worked really well with Beat Saber in terms of, like, just a, a straightforward music game. And this combines... A music game with mm-hmm. an on-rails shooter, and I had a—I have really—it's a game that I keep returning to over and over. Um, I'm trying to figure fun. out if it's the like, hey, it's an underdog because it's a VR game, and I had a very good time a with it as argument. a VR yeah, game. Yeah. Versus, does it really hang with the rest of this list? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one in terms of like the game, and this isn't this isn't a factor for all games. Like replay value does not mean a game is good necessarily, right? Like you can play a game and beat it. I beat Devil May Cry five, and I was like, I don't really feel like I need to go back and replay it. And that was a good time. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But Pistol Whip is a very replayable game, and it is a game that. Since I played it for the first time, every three or four days, mm-hmm. I pop on a headset and play at least a song. So and you you could not live without it being on the two tens. <laughs> Matter of life and death. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the tough thing. It's like there's stuff on here. I, I think I'm more excited about. Yeah, and I and I do feel like I've said why I think that's a cool game, and I think it's like it is the best VR game of the year. If we had had that award, exactly. I would have given it to to Pistol Whip. But it's like. I think we can cut. I'm not gonna be heartbroken to see it disappear. Yeah, I I played a level of it and I enjoyed it. Like I I could see myself adding, like doing what Kyle did is every once in a while playing a little bit of it until I'm kind of tired and then. But having that be on on a longer timeline than like, oh, I got to play all the levels in this game. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and it is one of those games. I enjoyed it. It'll keep growing and getting stuff added. No doubt, it's cool and one of the best VR games of the year, if not the best. But what do you think, Jeff? You liked it, right? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Um, for VR, which which you hear <laughs> that is, part? It's the it's the harsh one. I I mean, it is a very interesting experience, yeah. and I appreciate that. And but I don't, I don't it wouldn't really work I'm as not well a outside VR, of VR either. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, yeah. And I I don't think like I guess part of me I don't want to immediately say well for VR because it's like you yeah. know the simple joy of like dodging out of the way of bullets and shooting something I think is equivalent to something like oh you can do here's a clever thing you can do in this other game like it's a clever mechanic even even mm-hmm. if it's like very simple and it's like oh yeah they thought of the thing you would do immediately but it's fun to do that even if it's not like the most creative thing in the world yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah no I. Like I said, I, I wanted What's to talk this? about it a little bit. It's it's good, but um, and I got I got everyone to play it except you. Uh-huh. Let's see, let's I was should busy. we take a break and play it? Uh, see change your mind? No, no. Uh, I gotta go to the bathroom. But yeah, get out of here, pistol whip. Wow! I can't uh, believe you cut that, Kyle. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, whip it. But real good. Uh, <laughs> I think I love how much you're selling those jokes too. You're just gonna mutter they something all vaguely marks. related. Can we cut Jackbox? Is it? In, yeah. Is it an this exceptional is, Jackbox? It is an exceptional Jackbox. Okay. And yeah. I know this is, you know, in the past it was always frustrating trying to get Jackbox on certain top fifty lists because mm. it's like, oh, it's another Jackbox. It's another year. It's like I hear that. At the same time, it it's in the same realm as a Twitch Sings, right? Where it's like, yeah, it's this game that every time I've played it this year, I've had an absolute blast with friends. Like, just because it's the sixth year running where these things have been super fun as party games, like, I don't think that 
hurts it. And this year, in particular, I think push the button is the most complex. That's like the first big foray into like a deception game um, or hidden identity game. Well, and they've I, done they've done those before, but they haven't been as simple. Well, or, there was one where it's like you raise your hand and stuff, yeah. and so it was a very simple, streamlined kind of blah version of that that I wasn't a big fan of. But uh, push the button this year. It's like the sci-fi themed one where there's aliens hidden amongst you. You have to do these challenges. Aliens get a different prompt than everybody else. I think it is. Serial the... killed us all during the extra life. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most complex game they've done, and I think it's one of the absolute best games they've done. And it's, again, every year with Jackbox, I think they up their production quality. And like even uh, Joke Boat, which is another, it's almost Quiplash-esque and how simple it is of just hey, write a joke. Here's half a prompt. Finish it. Right. I think the production quality in that one is great, and I think that overall it is. In the top three Jackbox party pack games. Okay, if we're talking about qualifying sentences, though, yeah, like the best of VR, top three of Jackboxes. But still, the Jackbox games are some of the most fun I've had with games in the last mm-hmm. ten years. You know, but this one, so this one, you still feel gets on the list itself without any other qualifications to it. On its own, I can't. Look past how much fun I had with this game, and but it's like I, I know it, it just feels like you could have as much fun with any of the other ones too. No, no, really? specifically you... push the button. I think adds a whole new layer of complexity that Jackbox has never had. Yeah, I also feel I don't know. I feel like part of it was that that complexity kind of I bounced off of that in a, in a way. Like I think that part of me feels like that game is too complex to have in a party setting where you have to. It, it feels a little too elaborate for what people want to do with those games at mm. times. No, I've been to a lot of parties, baby. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I introduced it to several groups and it it and always worked. I mean, you are within a friend group that plays a lot of Jackbox True. in general, right? True. Like I'm not super passionate about the Jackbox games. I have a decent time playing them. It's it's like, it's, I, it's a fun. Distraction, which is like a belittling word that's maybe unfair, yeah, yeah. but like. But in terms of the friend group thing, I did play with a group that was about 60% strangers that mm-hmm. had never played Jackbox before, and they were also fully on board with Push the Button. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I did not get what you got out of Push the Button specifically, but I also haven't explored like the rest of those games, but. Yeah. Uh, okay, if, if, you're, um, if you're passionate about it. But I feel like we are here's, getting here's the, to the point where it's like, I don't see, I personally don't see it being on the list, but yeah. if you feel like. Are arguing passionate, passionately for me. I would like to deflect this it. blow. Okay. I know, look, in my mind, and it's probably not, I'm damning it with faint praise, is that the expression? But, like, I think it's a solid 19 or 20. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And then I realized what you were saying. What about Out of short, 10. <laughs> what about a short hike? This is interesting. So, short hike is one of the biggest surprises I had this year, where I just... Booted up on Steam, had no idea what the hell it was. It's a pretty cheap little game, and just had a delightful time with it. It's probably two hours or so, something like that. But it kind of has an Animal Crossing aesthetic, which it sounds insane, but some of the design sensibilities of Breath of the Wild, where it's like, okay, little story game where it's like, okay, you're with your aunt on this island, and then the goal is get to the top of this mountain so you can get cell reception. And then however you get up there is up to you. You can do side quests, and it's just like this pleasant little experience where you're talking to nice animal characters, doing side quests. But the cool thing is it's just completely freeform. Like, get up there however you can. You can climb, and it really has, like, the Breath of the Wild climb meter and stuff. You're free to explore. You can glide. You get uh, better and better, like, boosting and flying abilities as you go along. And so it is in that camp of just, like, I had such a wonderful, pleasant time with that game out of the blue. And I'm so happy to see games take design lessons from Breath of the Wild at this point. Um, that I am delighted by it. That said, it is a short, relatively simple. It, some would say it's a short hike. <laughs> um, 
Kyle, did you play it? No, oh, I, I want to though. It's just PC right now, right? I believe so. Yep. Yeah, yeah, just on Steam. Yeah, um, I want to play that one. I'll um, I'll I'll let you land that blow. Okay. Hey, short hike. Take a hike to hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> a short hike into hell. <laughs> okay. Jeff. Um. Uh, my turn. Hey guys. <laughs> hey guys. Get a load of this. My favorite game of all time is Tetris. No! <laughs> Do we need a Tetris 99? Is it... Did you play it? I played a little of it. Little. It, I mean... It is. Is, it, is the Battle no. Royale idea enough to say, hey... It deserves a spot on this list. Yes. I think it is. Whereas it's not like, fun. You know, last year or whatever, I would have absolutely... I did fight for Tetris Effect, yeah. you know, because that, that was a so. much meatier and, you know... I felt did a, a more ton transformative. Of, a ton, yes, I think. yes. Thank you. So it's just it's a it's a novelty in a way when they announced it in the Nintendo Direct. I think everyone was like, "What Battle Royale Tetris? Okay, that'll be fun for a little while." But like, I kept playing it for quite a while. I think a lot of people kept playing it for a while. Like, oh, this actually has some competitive legs to it. Like, it is super fun. I won my first night, which I was very very happy about. I know I haven't gotten back to it in a very long time. Yeah, uh, I know they've been adding things, added like an offline mode and stuff like that to make it a little bit more of a traditional Tetris. So it is a novelty. It's just another one of those shocking things of like, oh, this novelty actually works. And a thing that mm-hmm. should be a punchline, I think gameplay wise, it holds up and it's cool. Um I'm not I played a lot of Tetris Tony I'm not super passionate about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, played I some of it. it just like it's the the battle royale aspect of it was kind of secondary to the fact that I was playing Tetris on my Switch for me. I, yeah. like, I know that like it, it is not inconsequential, the like the battle royale aspects, because you are That's like, a lot of intensity. Yeah. Um but I think part of me kind of secretly just wanted Tetris, you know, mm-hmm. over like the the competitive. Just stuff. get Puyo Puyo Tetris on Switch. Yeah. It's one of the yeah one of the best purchases. Um, I'll I'm willing to let it go. Buy Tetris. Whew, not any problems. But could he use, uh, the could list he use more one. Tetris. Yeah. <laughs> not enough Tetris. Not enough Tetris. Okay, uh, so this is a di- this is a difficult conversation that we all have to have together. Oh no, that will probably mostly be me and Serial. But let's talk about the Outer Wilds. Damn it. Um, oh no! Uh, I think yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a beloved. Uh, okay, where's everybody at? Let's let's explain. I played I, ninety minutes of it. I okay. played about an hour. I had about six, seven hours in. So not the most informed panel. No, mm-hmm. we apologize. No. But we are no longer at that outlet. We're not obligated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I, I it's, played about an hour and a half. Too. Oh, you did. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. So I've played the most, and it it I there's a lot. That I, I, it's gonna be so apologetic. There's a lot I admire about this game. What do you admire? Uh, I admire uh, the sort of open nature of it that once you get the sort of launch codes, which does not take long, obviously, you can go anywhere. And yeah. you can find stuff. Like, there's just weird stuff to find. It's, it is a game that maybe also takes some cues from Breath of the Wild, where it just, yeah, emphasizes exploration in a very satisfying way. Yeah. And like, I, I heard some people complaining about like the controls, which is always like a weird complaint to me because I feel like you just get the hang of controls. Like the more you spend time with the game, but when the entire like, thing is you're a spaceship and it's supposed to be physicsy yeah. and finicky, and like trying to land that ship and not like, have to take too much damage, I got nauseated. Like I get nauseous really easily. I but... enjoyed that element of it. Okay. Like, I, like I, I because it's also really satisfying to get better at it as yeah. you get along. Like I was, I was talking to Serial, like I, I, I'm at a point now where I can land pretty comfortably without crashing my ship like mm-hmm. consistently. But ultimately like it just 
it never fully grabbed me. Like I was, it was, it was almost too open ended. And like hmm. the things that you discover, like you land on a planet, you're like, oh, what's this? What's this? And then like the sort of the finish line is like some vague but kind of interesting backstory about like this other alien race. But it was just like the the rewards for exploration were that that story, which was like just not the thing that was driving me forward. And like I never, there were so many occasions where I was like, I would land on a planet and find cool stuff and. I didn't. I never really found like I found the finish line yeah. of exploration. You know what I mean? Like I didn't solve the puzzle and was able to move on. And it just like ultimately like as impressive as flying around the galaxy was and and seeing planets and landing on them and like getting eaten by a giant creature and stuff like that. And like, the fun time loop, the Majora's Mask. Like, even reset. that was like not that compelling to oh. me. Like I like the context <laughs> of I like I love it when games have context for things that we accept as sort of standard in video games like dying and starting over yeah like i like that there's story context there but like it just it, that's all it kind of felt like to me it was just like an excuse for why you're dying and coming back like there mm-hmm. were conversations that you could have where you're like i'm in a i'm in a loop but like like usually the response from the other people are like i don't know what you're talking about and then yep. that was it and like you the big thing is like your sort of database expands but that's the only thing that carries forward and like that the sort of story element of the game like was just not enough to drive me to be really to be excited about finish it. going. I did not finish it, no. Yeah. And like that's like we should make that clear. Like we haven't played yeah. a ton of it. I didn't finish it. But to be fair, it also wasn't grabbing you enough to con- to yeah. continue and, I, and finish I, yeah. it. Five, six hours in and I and I didn't I just wasn't excited to keep exploring. Yeah. Like I yeah. felt like mostly I was like, well I guess I should go back to the hanging city because my computer tells me there's I'm missing something there. Mm-hmm. And I just explored and explored and explored until the sun blew up and I was like, well my database says there's still something there. I guess I'll go back again. And it just was like it didn't get me super excited but I, I can admire that game for like yeah. having the galaxy and being able to fly around anywhere is really cool. And, and how cool is it in the beginning? I'm trying to remember when you it's like the alien artifact, right? It was a while ago when I played this. And then it like has that shows your entire run up until that point. Like basically yeah. has a full playthrough. Which it does. That's a very like super meat boy kind of awesome. like awesome. Yeah. And it's it like, does I've never seen a game, game do that. Like, except for Super Meat Boy. <laughs> but that's different to have a yeah, first person game you're exploring. And yeah, then like, oh, it's it recording that entire thing. And there are it's funny to watch it back and be like, Oh yeah, I did spend a lot of time talking to that one guy because it like yeah. lingers on there for a while. But um yeah, like Are we cutting out or wild? <sighs> I yeah I, I feel like the, okay so there's a, an implicit kind of like tide of enthusiasm that we're kind of, that we feel like we're fighting here but like yeah that's definitely a game that I I have heard about all year and and definitely admire but I think when I got into it I feel like I think for me one of my least favorite like parts of a game is being super stuck on something and I feel like this is you are stuck the game for me uh, of like <laughs> there's just going to be a lot of moments where it's like like I guess I should go keep exploring or like find another planet and I think so much of it is based on like okay with the dual right like because I feel like it is one it feels like it's going to be one interlocking puzzle in a lot of ways of like okay now that I have this from this planet I'm going into this planet or you can correct me if I'm wrong because I feel like you've probably been yeah. on more than one planet at this point oh yeah 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 um, but like to me it feels like if you don't make the right breakthroughs in the right order you're just gonna have a tough time which just feels like sort of what I kind of started up approaching of like oh I bet there's a thing on, on another planet that'll help me have a breakthrough here yeah. and I so mean, like like there's things where you like you learn something and mm-hmm. then you can go talk to a guy and there's a there's a prompt there that's like oh I learned something and the first time I did it it was like oh I learned something and I was like oh, I actually don't have anything to say I was like oh I bet I can go back to him when I'd learned something mm-hmm. so I did I learned something I went back to him and talked to him and I told him and his reaction was like oh interesting and I was like oh is it do you do you have like a a clue for me to like yeah. go somewhere else or something and it's just like that's just not really what that game is you know it's yeah. all about 
sort of your own journey rather than like giving you big rewards and like right. maybe it doesn't need that but like I, I was I was missing compelling reasons to keep are going, we you know? beating ourselves up over this right now because yeah. we know I think I know people are going to be think, upset about it I know but are we talking further I think our to. personal enthusiasm for this game is not as high as other people I, think right. I can yeah. acknowledge that for fine but like I, I don't yep. think this table like is super into the outer worlds as a whole wild as the oh boy as the genie one said you're outer here <laughs> Wilds. I'm very sorry, everybody. I hear your pain. And like I said, please direct your comments to, <laughs> directly to me on Twitter. Right. Uh, okay, uh, we are down to basically the list. Come on, B20. There's no way this is 20. 29. 29. Uh, all right. Okay. okay, cut all the rest of Kyle's picks, and we'll be done. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We've, we've culled my picks pretty well. Um, uh, I am harder. feeling like cutting with no mercy left in my blood. Untitled Goose Game. I'm oh, I'm sorry. You. I take it back. No. Luigi's Mansion 3. Good pick. Lovely game. No doubt about it. I definitely wanted to play more, but I don't think enough of us outside of Kyle, who also just like watched a lot. Yeah, here's what I'll say, quickly what I'll say is like, yeah. it's a it's an important game to me personally because right. like it was one that my kid, it was like one of the first games she really got into. Yeah, but you know, as far as separating separating from that, yeah, you know, which is like it is personally important. I will always have a lot of love for that game for that reason. You know, I, it's just. Standard Luigi's Mansion. I'm not trying to bash well the game. Done. I think it's fun. Like, yeah, it's yeah, fun it's Nintendo a good game. Yeah. Next Level did an awesome job. I'm just saying because you were also watching your. I did a lot of watching. Yeah, I'm sure. just saying reading this room. I don't think Luigi's Mansion three passion. Hangs. Yes. Yeah. Even, even, even that, though, though it gave us the most the fun moment or the <laughs> our favorite thing. the favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. Our favorite thing now is cutting it from the list. That's right. That's fine. Don't there. cut me! <laughs> oh, is there a ghost in here? <laughs> Did Luigi <laughs> finally die? <laughs> that one hurt. Oh, All right, boy. cereal. Um, this is maybe a, a weird one, but how do we feel about Apex Legends? I was one. gonna bring that one up <laughs> next. This is great. A, this I, is a I think game, I might be right? the person who likes it most at this table, but I that, like that, it. That was okay. my question. Um, I don't like it as much as Blackout. But same. I'm actually. trying to remember. I went you. back and like read my notes from when I first played it, and it was just like this is such smart design, just over and over and over again. Like having the champions banner there, obviously having the ping system. It's just like respawn did such an amazing job with a formula that people thought they were sick of at this point. As sick of sorry, look at these the sick mics. With Jeff, I'm shrinking. Um, <clears throat> so I I like the game. I did go back to it um, mm. two nights ago to play some, and was like okay. I need to have a squad of friends in order for this to yeah. really feel fun. It felt so intense. It had less of a sense of adventure, which I know there's a silly reason to like Battle Royale games, but that's what I love is just messing around with friends mm-hmm. and exploring, right? Yeah. And the world, the, the sort of the, level. Oh, I get, what, what are you saying? There's the, multiple the maps. World, the map. I guess, oh, there are multiple maps yeah. now? Okay. We're, there was not at the beginning, no, right? No, correct. Okay. Well, the, yeah, yeah, yeah just just the one. was kind of underwhelming, but... but 
Yeah, it, it didn't. It's not one that I got passionate about. I played a couple rounds. I was like, yeah, I had a good time. But yeah, I would rather play uh, Blackout. I think I had yeah. more fun with Blackout. I think this is personally my favorite battle royale game. Uh, I yeah. think I've I was super strong on it earlier in the year. I think I've put about 80, 90 hours in oh, the wow. so, so far, and a lot of it was because it became like because it's free, and I had friends who were into it. I just that was like the co-op game that I just played with friends. Like we would even have like we would have a four-person group going in Discord, and we would just rotate someone in every match, and someone would just like kind of do other stuff on their on their PC for a while so like, yeah. I was definitely super hardcore into this game for a while but I I think at some point we just all quietly fell off of it and I, I think I, I ended up hitting that threshold where like I got to the point where it's like okay being good at the game at the shooting actually mattered now because that game emphasizes shooting so much more so than I think even like something like Fortnite where you know you can have good aim but I think so much of it is the building stuff mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's definitely less forgiving than something like Blackout I feel mm-hmm. um, so I definitely hit that that you know that point where okay i need to be actually good at this to have fun at, with it now so i kind of ended up falling off of it so i'm i'm fine with cutting it <sighs> that's a, a tough game, one for me. I was like these cuts are gonna get harder man okay golly Woo. <laughs> uh let's Ooh, ju- wait let's just say uh you're not the apex of you've the reached your zenith you reached apex, your zenith. Thank you. apex legends go. okay jeff mark your father um, Bonus points if you do one of your own. Mm. And the points very much matter. Right? <laughs> Eat your own. Don't touch no. ours. <laughs> Jeff didn't I don't, throw a lot on I don't there, have, honestly. Yes, I, I cut all of mine before we started because okay. I realized that You're a freak? my personal choices aren't going to make it. Um, Surreal. How strongly do you feel about Travis Strikes Again? Yes. 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 I'm honestly surprised it made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it is just that association. I do like that game. Uh, I think it is like one of my favorite games that he's done in a really long time. Um, I, it has my moment of the year, as, as we've discussed before. Um, I feel like, like Kyle with um, One Piece, World Seeker, I feel like I was on the upper edge of people who liked it. I yeah. feel, so I feel a little bit like, oh, it's just really kind of just me. But that game had some really strong moments. I I really like it. But it's, it is a game that, as, as much as I like it personally, I've had a hard time recommending to people. I think you have to already kind of be bought into Suda's particular brand of weird. And I think... This is the first game in a while. I was like, I will recommend this as a pseudo game and not just like it's it's a good game. But and I did like it. It's just I I don't see it making. I don't see it prof- uh, proceeding further on the list for sure. Quote the Raven, no more. <laughs> no, it's Travis's third strike and he's out. Oh, that's good too. Okay. Uh, oh boy, Jeff, I'm, you you want to chat with me for a little while? No. Um, how about Dragon Quest Builders? No. No. That game is. I love that game. <laughs> All right, okay. Calm down. Deflected. Uh, I just. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that like game. Just be indignant, and then Kyle will back up. That game is uh, entirely too long. Um, it takes a really long time to get to the interesting stuff. You have to play forty hours to unlock co-op. That is unforgivable. Which is absurd. I, um, I understand that I'm not playing that kind of game for co-op. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm with I'm you not there. Playing a yeah. Minecraft game for co-op is a funny thing to say. I, don't, I think a lot of people no, just I, play I, Minecraft on their yeah. own. I don't think that's crazy. Sorry, it's your chance. We kind of get this thing off the I hate this game. <laughs> Builders, destroyers. Uh, this is what you should yeah, do to that just, list. It's just a weird. <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's a lot. Like the, yeah, Dragon Quest. You know, is like real. It was really exciting. The original one was, you know, 
the idea of someone else sort of tackling a Minecraft genre, and then um, and doing a super awesome different thing instead of just cloning the which same. Which they did I last like, time. I like Minecraft with goals, uh, which is what Dragon Quest Builders is, and it's way better and than they the fix first the one. Goals as opposed to the first. But one. it's it, there's still all these things. It's hard for me to give a universal recommendation. Like if you like Minecraft, you'll like this game because it always it's like okay, like but Minecraft. this isn't the universal recommendation list either. Right? I suppose that's true. Yeah, this, this is, is the, like, these are the games that we all. <laughs> Super enjoyed. Yeah. And two of us super enjoyed it. <laughs> not sound that way. I liked, I liked Dragon Quest Builders. I'm just looking, you know, for cuts. And there were things that really uh, bugged me about that game. Like uh, the fact that Jeff Cork built a better restaurant than you. I didn't want to bring it up. But, <laughs> um I don't know. Is that a deflection? Uh, what do you guys think? It's tough because, you know, it's only two of us. I think it's a it. deflection. Yeah. All we have to go off is love in the room, right? Yeah. The love yes. between ourselves and games. Okay, Kyle. When man loves a game. Don't cut mine. You don't have <laughs> Kyle, take your uh, pick. Not a, I don't love Baba's You. I, I think I think it starts strong <laughs> and, and does not it, it sort of drags in a way that the puzzles stop like become actively frustrating and bad. I think I think it is a case of you having to review that game and having to finish it. I understand being frustrated. I think it is So we don't the complete experience doesn't matter. It does if you want to keep going, but I'm saying it's not like a story based game. But it's it's like, just like, oh I didn't uh, Finish my challenge I, in solitary. It's if it's like, like a, a list of puzzles, hey, here's a puzzle game with a right. bunch of puzzles. If I hit a point where I'm like, I'm not enjoying these anymore. I don't want to do these anymore. Then, uh, then I just stop playing. Well, the, and I don't I know. I, don't, but I, I do but not that like that doesn't make the game. That's, many, like, that that's like make basically it for a saying, game. like uh, it's just optional more content. I don't and, like this, with, the, the third season of the show. So let's just stop there and like not consider. That doesn't mean the whole show is good. You can just say the first three seasons are good, but like the show as a whole. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I had such a good time with Baba is You that that's what I'm rating. I'm not saying. All of it in its entirety is this good of a game. And in this this type of game, but it, you do you have to rate the entire game though. Like if you're not not for this list, baby. But I feel I feel like that speaks to the game though. I, I if, if you weren't compelled to play all through all of those I, games puzzles, I don't think it does in this kind of case. It strikes me in a similar way to the trials system where it's like it gets more and more complex, and eventually you're going yeah. to hit a ceiling where yeah. it's not made for you anymore. Exactly. Yep. And and especially in a game, you know, it's it's not like a platforming thing where it gets too difficult. Like this is very difficult programming puzzles. Yeah. And you are you are gonna hit that ceiling. And if you're not forced to review one hundred percent of the game, mm-hmm. I can see it being like there are a lot of programming games where I super liked it and then it gets to a point where, you know, like this is for actual programmers and I'm just I can keep learning from it, and there there are definitely puzzles that I've gotten to so far where it's like, this is super difficult, and I don't know how to do it, and I will beat my head against it and eventually figure it out, and I'm very happy that I continued with it, yeah. but it's it's not one where I'm going to say, like... Also, this isn't an argument that it's too hard, by the way. Like, it does get difficult, and I don't think it's bad to get difficult, but there are puzzles that are just, like, actively, like, I just, the way the solution for them involved, Mm -hmm. like, pushing boxes from the right angle and stuff like that, and, like, it just was not fun. Like, the fun part of that game is rearranging words to change, to manipulate Mm -hmm. how you interact with the world, and, like, you run into puzzles where it's, like, that's not really the factor. It's, like, I was pushing the box left when I should have pushed it right, and that's frustrating. I don't think I got to the point, after as far as I've got into that game and spent so much time with it this year, I did not get to a point where I'm like, that's a stupid solution. 
to the puzzle. I certainly did. I know, but again, yeah. you saw that endgame stuff, which I did not get to, and I like your trials analogy. That's exactly right. Is like having a great time with it, then eventually it's like this is my limit, and that's totally but fine that's, for the I human brain. I feel like that's such a weird metric for. I feel like that's just. I but guess I, I love I, those early stages. Well, so sure, much. but like, even like the first. I mean, the, I'm the not saying you don't like those, those early stages, about. but I think like I feel like a better game would have would have pushed you to say like. This you would never have that feeling of well I can't I just can't solve this is beyond me like I I feel like a, a game would like slowly coax you into like okay sure this is maybe a little bit out of my my comfort zone but like having that ramp of like but I'm gonna give it a shot and ha- ma- being able to make that leap and feeling like you mm-hmm. can I think I think that would have made it a better game and this is again th- I'm I feel like I'm arguing purely on rhetorical terms because I yeah. haven't played the game but I feel oh, like there we go the okay fact, that the fact that you got to a point where it's like this isn't for me anymore I don't I, I don't think that's something we should overlook as a knock against I hear you but I think again just framing what this list is right it's like love at the table and I have so much love for what I played of Baba is you and I also think in puzzle games like this Yes, you can string people along, but at some point, there are going to be people who are just so much better at it. And I don't like the idea that, like, well, we can't make content for these people because the because not everyone's going right. to be able to get to that point. Yeah. I love Mario if Odyssey. I sense. didn't do, like, those super tough challenges yeah. towards the end but and stuff, you know? But, Mar- but to use that example, there's still a satisfying conclusion for you to not have to go into the challenging stuff. Bob is you just was at a certain point stopped being satisfied. I was not excited to go into new levels, mm-hmm. you know. It because got, you're on a time crunch to review it, I'd argue. I Maybe, I get. I don't know. I just, I, I like to look at the whole sort of experience, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I think that's part of it. And I think, like, I think at a certain, like, I really liked those early levels, but at a certain point, Bobby's you actively stop being fun. Yeah. And there are puzzle games that get really difficult that maintain their fun throughout, and Bobby's yep. you was not one of those for me. I hear you. Uh, Jeff, I feel like I don't have a full sense. Like, what did you think of your time playing it? I enjoyed it very much. Yes. It definitely seems like your type of game. Yes, it is. So you're saying Kyle's wrong. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And again, to use the same analogy, I also really like the Trials games. There's no way I will ever fully complete complete a Trials game. And if I did keep beating my head, I would say, hey, this level design sucks. It's way too hard because I'm never going to be able to get through it. Mm -hmm. That's something that I don't hold against those types of games because I see there is a very large spectrum of skills mm-hmm. that players are bringing into it and i i can appreciate the fact that 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 level of skill is there for those super awesome players yeah but to integrate that into like the main experience is what like i'm struggling with that argument you know what i mean because like you use the mario example yeah of, like there are super hard levels in that game that the hardcore can approach so halfway but, through bob is you you want like credits like good job and honestly then, like just some, some sort, sort of satisfying of, like, yeah, conclusion it's like all right but if i don't you really need that for like a bite-sized little quantum do this level do this level do this level it was like we gotta save baba by the end then maybe but like it's just hey here's a meal eat what you want like that sounds great to me I don't know. Yeah, I don't it, love that argument it's in not terms something, of like video games. It's not something I was playing like for a story or that I feel compelled that mm-hmm. like I have to get to the end of this. I wasn't punished for not finishing it. I guess but the yeah. thing is is like I don't know. We're 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 both we're I don't we're at a point I think we're not going to change our mind because like like the sort of being excited to go to the next level is like good game design to me. And at a certain point I was not excited to go to the next level in that game. You know what I mean? Like that you need to be excited to continue to keep mm-hmm. going and maybe you hit a point where it's like too hard or but like i don't know i when it comes to like video games or in this situation like i feel like there's a bad ramp of difficulty and it's it's unnecessarily frustrating it starts out really strong and then mm-hmm. tapers off where i don't know i just it i, I think it hurts the 
total package. Mm-hmm. They had a really good, compelling initial idea, and they didn't in, they didn't um, expand on it in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. They just made it sort of not fun. But I think the clever idea in the beginning is a puzzle mechanic that I've never seen in the history of video games. I, the, it, mm. There are other games that have used like programmer logic in puzzles for four, to be fair. Yeah. Yes. Jeff, I'm, it seems you're an expert in this field. This, yeah, I have played a lot of those. This is like puzzle games with mixed with Sokoban puzzles, you know, which is the kind where you're, you're pushing around crates and different things. And so there's that spatial yeah. challenge also of like, well, how do I get that thing over here without mm-hmm. pushing something into a corner and then I don't have access to it anymore? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just it's like a really strong initial idea that you you come across early in the game, and like we even talked about it as being a moment. Yeah, like I love that moment where you figure out like how the game works, mm-hmm. but they just don't. Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Where you sort of build on something? Iterate. They didn't iterate on it mm-hmm. well over the course of the game. I feel like. I mean, Jeff, thank you. How are you feeling about it on this list versus I not on the am list? Die Hard has to be on there. Really? I mean, it's. I don't. I can't remember if we're supposed to be making this argument, but it's on my top ten list of. <laughs> Experiences. What did I mean, you say? I mean, honestly, if you guys are both like super passionate about right. it, and I'm the one that's kind of like it starts and you still off like strong, it. I yeah, I I still like it. It just it like at the further you get into it, the less I like yep. it. So and to me, like having two really passionate people, pe- mm-hmm. passionate people. People who are passionate about it. What's happening? Like, mm. uh, makes me okay with it staying on the you're list. You're in our Baba is You passion sandwich right now. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. I'm like the And you lettuce, don't want to leave. And you guys mm-hmm. are like the good the good sandwich bread. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, wrong is you. Okay. I guess so. Jeff, I wish you hadn't played it. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Uh, Hanson made a, me play it. As <laughs> a, um, I don't know if this is a concession and if I'm just letting guilt wash over me. I will deflect that Baba blow. Uh oh. I'll take off Jackbox. All right. All right. You're gonna. I'm gonna do it. Do it, Jackbox. Do it. Okay. That seems wrong, but whatever. <laughs> okay, so Kyle, you still got a victory. Hur- hooray! Um, what a victory it is. Did you want Jackbox cut, Kyle? I'm not a big were Jackbox you guy. I think we're at 25. We're at 25. Uh, oh my god. Um, I. Observation and Devotion both being on this list. Maybe it's because it's two games that sound similar and I didn't play either of them. I like both of those games a lot. To the point that you want both those on this list. Uh, yeah. Can you explain Devotion? Devotion is uh, a horror-style game that I think uses that as a very uh, strong jumping-off point for for a story that is much more personal and a lot more human than you might expect. And it goes into some very good directions without... It doesn't forsake its horror trappings entirely, but I think the story it tells is better than a lot of horror stories. Yeah. The emphasis is not on like a monster per se. There are there are some horror esque moments in it, but I think the story that it tells um, about uh, a father raising her her daughter and it feels very culturally specific. That's why I don't want to say it's like oh because it, it got the, the reasons it got delisted is because it feels so. Like I mean, obviously it got delisted for a very specific thing, but that it yeah. that thing is in line with. A lot of that game's motivations, it does feel like a game that is uniquely Chinese uh, in that a lot of it, so much is about societal pressure to perform and so mm-hmm. much of it is about like the expectations that are placed upon uh, um, like a lot of people uh, and how they grow up and how like, well, you did this thing and so now you have to keep doing it and like whether you like it or not, like you are good at this thing so you need to continue doing it and, and how how that affects people and how 
um, people are willing to manipulate that for their own gain. And I think what people are, what parents specifically are willing to do for their children, I think it does that so strongly without sort of giving you this exposition dump. And it does that through the game and not through like, you know, here's a a text entry that you read. Like so much of it feels like it is playing with the environment and the puzzles I think are good. So I, 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 that of between observation and devotion, I would prefer devotion to stay on the list, which isn't. I don't want. Are you sacrificing observation? Um, are, yo, I don't I'm want. I don't want either to go. But I also see like there are game. There are tons of games on this list that I'd ra- I would rather see go. And it's not neither or between those. But if you're saying yeah. there's an opening with observation, I don't want there to be an opening yet. There are games that I would rather cut. But I think specifically speaking to devotion, that is a game I feel very strongly okay. about. Okay, are, um, are we to the point where one person? advocating for a game that the other three don't care about or we'll keep it don't on this like. list yeah just depends that's my i think are you saying that one person isn't enough that's what i'm asking no are i we, don't are think we so. to that point i think it's i think it's which which i'm not i think you just made a very good case for devotion yeah. observation is the one where i'm looking at where you're less enthused about it I, and yeah. we have other people who have played it and didn't I like didn't it as it. much observation was one i had suggested as a cut earlier yeah but it's not—it's not a mathematical vote, you know. Right. I mean, it's like it's more of a, a passion thing, and if two of us are. Like, but if if yeah. Serial is at a eight out of ten with his love for observation, and you're bringing bringing it down two points, then it is a mathematical cut. <laughs> and I think that's, uh, that's such a weird reason to make that cut. But uh, your call, Serial. Your call. I don't know. If what were the other games that you said you'd won? to cut before that um, Untitled Goose Game I would yep. want to cut I'm with you then. on that let's hang up there <laughs> Just go, go, go ahead and let's, let's lose Goose let's lose the Goose because right. it's, it's solid and I like the ending but it's it wasn't like there uh, it is you know this, Unlisted Goose Game there we go um, I don't want this feels really like a weird thing where he says cut something else before I I guess I'd have to see how we feel about What the Golf I love uh, What the Golf okay you I thought it was fine <laughs> and funny. <laughs> oh, no. I thought it was a funny game. but uh, I do think it's very funny and just having it, – it, it was also like right game at right time, which I understand is a tricky way to make this list. But like just in terms of having something simple, funny, every level is creative. It's just rapid firing through these little golf challenges and everything – every level is like, oh, that's a funny twist. Oh, that's a funny twist. Just the amount of creativity and fun packed into that really simple experience. And like it is an Apple Arcade game. I played it on Epic Game Store. Uh, and I feel like it played great on PC. I loved having it on a big screen. It was a great podcast game. I thought the music was fantastic. Um, it was just one of the most delightful things I played this year. I very much like what you showed of me yeah. and, and had me play. What? Does it? <laughs> does it have? Is there more to it than what I got out of it? I played for like twenty minutes, maybe. Um, it is. Does it, it have legs has to it? A lot more variety beyond that, and they keep changing up perspective you know obviously the art's always changing but like you saw the beginning which is like the hey show a friend mode right where it's like hey look at this look at this look at this and it changed up a lot there but i think it even gets wackier as you move on and stranger but i mean that is that is the you saw the delightful aspect right mm-hmm. of just you got a good taste of the variety but there's so much more you know mm-hmm. i have a question cereal yeah uh hang on though kyle Oh yeah. I mean, do you like what the golf on this list? Um, I I do. I, I'm not as passionate as you, but I yeah. do like it on there. I do too. Okay. Um, but it, it's 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 like on the block for me. Like we'll yep. see. Yeah. I can see that. Um, 
So how do you feel about Devil May Cry? Yes. That is a weird one because I really yes. do like it, but it, and I remember really liking it at the time. But it almost feels very similar to Apex Legends, where like when I was yeah. into it, I was super into it. But I then, played it and beat it and had a decent time with it. Yeah. But it's it was very like one and done. Decent, yeah, decent, decent, decent may cry. Um, yeah. It's 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 not one that's like you know anywhere near my personal top ten. Mm-hmm. It's. I, it's, I'm okay with you know, cutting it. Yes. I think is the, yeah. is the, I, 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 I like that game quite you. a bit. It's just that like there are in in ways they they did right by their community, which like very much wanted something different after DMC. Or but they want also, something the same after DMC. Th- there is also know? like there are parts of the game that I don't like. I I don't think V is a good character. I think that oh like his 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 character I think is an interesting concept that I don't think they execute well enough. I think I, interesting I, is too kind. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean I like that he that he's playing a different style of game. I just don't think they execute on it, on that as, as well. Oh, I thought as they you meant as have. a character, like as a person. Oh no, 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 like as a, like as a mechanical thing that you control. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't, yeah. I didn't care for him because like straight, he just made the game way too easy. Like you could just spam whatever you wanted and just get like triple S combos. And yeah. I part of me like wanted to dive into the repeats, but like even the system where you can only play certain char- certain levels with certain characters, I think is like a, like a bigger bummer to me in hindsight than I thought it, at the time because I just want to go through like here's I, I just want to master Nero and the fact that you if there are certain levels where you can't do that I think yeah. it works against it and I guess like the story I didn't I wasn't super into there's like some no. resolutions and stuff in there that I think are fun but it weirdly, ultimately we got him where we want him Jeff <laughs> yeah. I mean we don't have to keep talking about it but like it, it, it weirdly is it's what fans wanted and I would not consider myself a big Devil May Cry fan I've, I've actually yeah. played them all but I'm not like yeah. I don't love that series, and it, it to me it felt like a step backward, which is what fans wanted. But for me, I wanted like something more along lines of long lines of DMC, where it's like let's try something, let's yeah. go crazy. With and this, even you know? I, I'm pretty open to having like those two games kind of coexist, like those sure, two kinds yeah. of games coexist. But even then, it's like for me as a fan, I just wanted like Dante and uh, Nero. Randall. I think, oh. <laughs> sure. yeah, Nero. Uh, Dante and Nero. I think are two of my favorite characters to control period like yeah. ever because of like D- Dante's incredibly diverse moveset and like the things you can pull off both creatively and as th- that the game pushes you to do I think are like awesome um, but I think that I-, I also have kind of I'm not super into the level design of that game in a lot of ways like there's some things where it's like they kind of go a little overboard and the later levels kind of look bland like once you're inside the like in the inner yeah. parts of, of that world I don't think they do a good job of making it look cool but I, hey. I wanted to say my piece on it, but Is I'm, it time I'm to pull the double trigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? Are, wait, how many? Three more to cut. Twenty-three, I think. Three. Oh, wait. Three. You want you three more to call cut? Call them out. List of two Yes, we have Resident Evil Two, Outer Worlds, out? Sekiro, Control, Jedi Fallen Order, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Death Stranding, Days Gone, Wargroove, Link's Awakening, Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Disco Elysium, Dragon Quest Builders Two, Bloodstained, Grindstone, Observation, With the Golf, Baba's You, Ape Out, Dreams, Devotion, <laughs> Dreams and Devotion, uh, <laughs> and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I have one. I want to poke at. Okay. It's really just um, Jenga. You just want to like poke mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. this piece. How loose is this piece? A little game I like to call Death Stranding. All right, here we go. How are we feeling about it on this list? Uh, Lay the Land, um, I only played it for one session, which is insane to me as a big Metal Gear fan. And I'm, yeah, hour and a half, two hours, something like that. That's where I'm at. And I was intrigued by it, but I haven't gone back to it. Uh, Why do you think that is, though? I have too many other games to play. Okay, so it's not necessarily like a... I don't dislike uh, Death Stranding from what I've played so far. Okay. Um, it was. It is my 
go-to game when I have time to play a game. Yeah. I The more I play it, the more I like it. It is this bizarre meditation on the idea of mortality and death. I mean, honestly, I feel that way about it because, like, mm-hmm. you spend so much downtime sort of walking around and thinking about this world. And I think it's, like, unlike anything I've ever played, I understand why it has not clicked with some people. I, don't, I honestly don't think that's anyone at this table. I think everyone has some appreciation for it, even if they're not head over heels Jeff, for it. I think we're in the same camp, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, but yep. like, and it, and it is when you first start, there is that moment of like, so this is what this game is, yeah. huh? And it, it is, it is off putting, but I probably like, I'm halfway three quarters now. And I just, I really like it more and more. And I think it, um, and you're not talking on that sort of idea of iteration. I think it actually, like it does continually iterate on sort of improving the way you move through the world and how you move through the world in interesting ways. Yeah. And I like the world. I like the story. I hear it kind of goes off the rails. Yeah, in, in, some, a story in some good that, like, and bad ways. Yeah, like sure. I mean, it's it's a Kojima game, so like the yeah. rails are whatever. I don't know if you yeah. understand. I, what I rails didn't super are, click but. with like the 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 writing, and I think the characters. Some of the characters I think are really weak. I think I, I like Norman Reedus in that, but like. Um, there's a lot of his storytelling that I don't think holds up under scrutiny when it comes to creating like a, a plot arc. But there are so many like moments and like underlying motifs that I think work really well when you start when if you can kind of ignore a lot of the like the stuff that is um, not subtext, but like just in the forefront. I think he does he is very ham fisted about that stuff. But there is yeah. stuff underneath the surface that that actually I think works really well thematically. Um, I like that it is a game that doesn't feel like it needs to have like a lot of combat in it. In fact, I think the, the combat in that game is the worst part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like just the, the feeling of climbing something and having this really long journey. I know that's sort of where a lot of people break off from it, where it's like, I don't want to just walk everywhere. But I think the way the way it gamifies walking in a lot of ways, hiking and stuff. And I, I had a lot of moments that felt like actual, you know, kind of long walks that I've had whenever it's like, well, you got to walk to your friend's house and it's like super far away. And you kind of mm-hmm. see like you see the street sign that leads to your house and you're like, OK, good. I'm almost here. Like th- there are a lot of moments in Death Stranding where I had that similar experience of like, oh, there's the thing that I'm OK. There's the point. Oh, thank God I'm here. Yeah. And that, I, uh, to Kyle's point about how it iterates, it has a lot of smart moments where it says, here's the thing that'll make the game easier, but it's not a thing that's like, okay, now I will forever use the motorcycle for for the rest of the game. I can just motorcycle wherever I want mm-hmm. uh, because there are, there are, you know, ebbs and flows in that difficulty that, that I think are really smart. But there do are Do we also, want it on this list? I do. Yeah. I do want it on the list. Okay. Uh, I think but, it's a really compelling sort of unexpected. I don't think we're gonna yeah. in the AAA space. It's one of the most interesting games I've seen. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. Um, I know <clears throat> we should be going around the table. Still, we have three more to cut. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to raise my hand and take one off that has not been poked at yet. Pokemon Sword and Shield. That was the one that I was gonna. Suggest I was gonna next. ask. I had a good time people... playing that game, but reflecting on it, outside of like, oh, going into the stadium for the first time was kind of cool. I don't think there was any part of that game that impressed me. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the the next generation of Pokemon. Right? We've been sleeping on this one the we whole time. Not. I've been I had my eye on it, and mm-hmm. again, I had a good time playing that. But it's, I don't think it's it deserves a spot on the two. It's tens. it's one of those like it has the Luigi's Mansion argument to me personally important to me with like the way my family got into it. But like it would take yeah. like removing myself from that element of it and like looking at it, it's like it's just a solid Pokemon game, which isn't like hugely compelling we wanted like the neck the console pokemon game and the, yeah. the wild area is interesting but it's not like it doesn't feel like the next step for pokemon you know i think it is the next step and it still just feels kind of shuffle blah. and yeah. i think there's so many things that are actively frustrating or just yeah just like come on game freak mm. just 
knock it out of the park, please. Get out of this rut. And they are shaking it up on the console, but it's still the fact that we have a console Pokemon RPG, technically kind of the second if you count Let's Go, but I understand that's murky territory. But the fact that we've added two of these things effectively now, and it's still like, I don't feel like I've really had my console Pokemon RPG yet. That's damning. That's secretly yeah. very damning. Get out of here. Neither an unstoppable force or an immovable object Pokemon is. Sword and shield, unstoppable force. Shield Sword is and it? shields are unstoppable force. No, a, a shield <laughs> is representative of an, uh, an immovable object. Sword is an unstoppable force. Have those are ever you, been connected you before? you making that up right now? Maybe. About? Delete it. <laughs> what they say? What's your... Oh, um, yeah, I guess you could say um, ta-ta. What's a British way to say goodbye? <laughs> is it ta-ta? Cheerio. Cheerio. Cheerios. Cheerios straight to I'm hell. I'm not happy with any of those jokes. <laughs> goodbye, governor. <laughs> Uh, here's one. Uh, How do we feel about Ape Out? I love Ape Out. I would really enjoy Ape Out. Is it enough? I mean, I I enjoyed what I played of it, certainly. Yes. But when we're getting down to the final things, a lot of these games that I also really like are doing a lot more and they have a much larger scope and that's not necessarily a reason to keep them on the list or cut something else off the list but it gets to the point where well if a game does a lot of things really well versus a game that does this one thing really well Mm -hmm. is there a lot more to that experience that I didn't get to we played through like one of the that is the core I mean it it changes up and I think the ending is really really good Um, but that is the experience from that stream the great Cody Hunt stream Man, I just, I really, like, that, again, I, I really like games that hone in on one thing, and the way that game, like, synthesizes its action with its music and its soundtrack, I think it is, it is, like, one of my favorite experiences of the year, it's just, like, running amok yeah. in that in that game in the way that, like, the, like, the soundtrack feels like it is directly commenting on what you're doing, and it feels yeah. like it is flourishing okay. with your gameplay okay. moments in a really strong that, way. For a, for a game of this list that we all have positive feelings on, seems weird to cut it. That Jenga piece feels... Pretty foundational to the tower at this point. Yep. Anybody else have How any about ideas? Fire Emblem Three Houses? I like that. I like that game quite a bit. I think it is one of the one of the more interesting games structurally. Like that game quite a bit. But that one's tapping yeah. out a little more. <laughs> no, Are you, I, do you think I, it deserves did, a spot in the two tens? I think I think it does. But like I, I would say like it's bottom half of those two tens. But mm. I would I would like to see it on there for sure because okay. Did any did the other three of us? play it or have any interest in it? I started it. I was interested in it, but um, I started uh, playing that game like the day after I got laid off, so I don't think I was in the right mindset Mm. to play that game. (laughs) I will say it is is a little too long, even for a game that is about the progression of time. I think that game goes on for for way longer. And and maybe this is because I played on hard and that makes the game a lot longer. Um, But like, to me, the weakest part of that game was actually the strategy. I like the like the Going back to the to the base and and talking to those people a lot more than I ended up liking the actual fights. Yeah. I think a lot of the times they kind of fall back on like the same number of tricks over and over again. But like that game story is like really well done and in, in, in a way that feels mm-hmm. like something only a game can give you. Um, okay. But okay. Okay. I'm happy okay. to come back to it. But okay. I want a good observation. Do based it. on the Do read of this it. table, Cyril. I know it. you like yeah. it. But uh, one person liking a game at a table, I don't think is making it hang. I think one person has to love a game to make it hang on this list. 
Mm. Or how does it compare to Fire Emblem cereal? I, I don't know. We can revisit some other ones that we've. Yeah, I mean, I feel like too. I don't think we I can. would. I would go back. I would. I, hi, Kyle. I know huh? you like a, a grindstone nope. quite a bit. That's, that's <laughs> you stay away from grind. That's my uh, hill, honestly. Yeah, like yeah. I love. That I game. think grindstone has a spot on this list. Okay. Well, well, I'm war, climbing that hill. I'm war putting on my death stranding equipment. Uh, yeah. Wargroove, anyone else? I'm looking at the list again. I think I'm fine with cutting observation. There uh, it is. I, I like that game quite a bit, but if I'm the only one who, who likes it, uh, it'll be in my in my list. But uh, yeah, it was just for me. It was just like a, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but you know, it didn't get me super there, excited. There are other arguments I'd rather have. It wasn't an oh boy game. For we me. have one more to cut, ladies and gentlemen. We should cut Call of Duty. We should cut Bloodstain. We should cut Link's Awakening. I, I'm open to it. If Kyle's open to cutting Link's Awakening, yeah. I, Link's Awakening is was my favorite Zelda game up until Breath of the Wild. I did not finish the Switch version. I was very excited about it, played it, and then had that moment not too different from when I last tried to play Link's Awakening on the 3DS of like, I love this game. I love the tone. I love the personality. Minute-to-minute gameplay and navigating that overworld. Yeah. It's like it's, it's kind of a drag, it, and then on top of it's that, it's like a like, number twenty-one to me, you know, yeah. to a certain degree. And also, just like I think it falls into this problem too, where I think it's almost the worst kind of remake. Like it was too literal. And I understand if you're like a mm. devout but wait, don't fan you like of building Link's your own dungeons and, and putting them together and <laughs> no, running through them in two minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, but just a level of just like, oh, here's this enemy. You know, we've looked at the Game Boy art and just basically scaled it up and polished it off. And like, I love the art design in that game, but like so many of those enemies, I'm like, these are just hideous stupid looking things like when you have the opportunity to remake a game yeah i think i would want those enemies to at least look cool instead of just like this weird faithful it's being faithful in ways that i don't think are necessary because you're being faithful to some big um technical problems with the game boy itself right and even like i love the quirky dialogue but just the way that the dialogue is brought forward for the switch version where it's still like game boy text where it's like i'm just going to say four words in giant font mm. it's like there's a certain charm to that i get and it's weird for like the new characters and they brought like the ambience and stuff in like he's very eloquent compared to everybody else who's like look out over there or yeah i'm living in a surreal world you know whatever these i guess wonderful the, characters say I, I i enjoyed all that stuff about it i i, I kind of like that it's like i've wanted a game to do something like that where it's not just well, let's reimagine it and, and update it for for modern audiences and said like no what would this look like if we actually like made it an actual like 3d object yeah um that said like i think i've i've cooled on that game as as time has gone on uh so like i i, I would be fine with cutting it you're fine okay. with it i could see it going even though i'm not hungry for it and kyle brought I'm it up in like round one, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with it. There, I will say personally, I I, prefer, I like Link's Awakening over like Builders and Bloodstained. Sure, um, but I I'm I'm okay with Link's Awakening. But those going. ones had passionate people. They did. Yes. yes. Yeah, they did. Wow. And I'm not seeing any passion here. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like, still love Link's Awakening. Sure. I, sure. I played it and beat and it and had a good time with it and even considered going back number and trying to 100% it. You know? Yeah, it yeah. really is 21 for the year. I yep. mean, that's. Still very great. Right. And I know I used this joke earlier, but you are the weakest Link. Goodbye. Oh, because it's Link this time. So you got it. Makes it. Sense. Link's good. Awakening, I sleep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's... Um... 
That's it. The hard part's over, right? Yeah, we did mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Oh, this boy. part is probably this honestly is probably the easier part. I feel like, except for the number one, right? We're down to twenty games, two tens. Uh, guys, will. I don't want to alert any or alarm anyone. Yeah. But we forgot Gears Pop. <laughs> no! <laughs> we gotta start over. Back to the top for Gears Pop. Do All right, that. get Resident Evil 2 out of there. Okay, ah. great. That's yep. off the list. Um, okay, two tens. Um, let's start. Let's put a divider. Don't you think? Yeah. The max so we, list and the min list. That's exactly right, my son. Well, I messed that up. Visually. <laughs> We're at 21 again. No, okay, press... Uh, do, do the whole thing again. Find the game that's number 11, which I think is Fire Emblem. And then make a space. Do that. Let's go, Lisa. Okay. And then, oh no, okay, now undo it. Do two two enters. Control Z. Just do two uh, enters. Yeah. That, guys, this is... No, redo the You're numbering. you do this? No, do the numbering again. Oh, my God. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine... Fireable, yeah, I could fireable. Here we go. No. This is how we're doing it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Okay. Is that it? Yeah. That's the list. list. <laughs> okay. So Perfect. just a reminder: we have Resident Evil 2, The Outer Worlds, Sekiro, Control, Jedi Fallen Order, Mortal Kombat 11, Death Stranding, Days Gone, War Groove, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Disco Elysium, Dragon Quest Builders 2. That must be a mistake. Mm, Bloodstained, yeah. Ritual of the Night, Grindstone, What the Golf, Baba's You, Ape Out, Dreams, Devotion, and Call of Duty. Modern Warfare. Bottom up? Does that sound good? That's the way we like to list? Yes, yeah. What the golf? Get to number 20. That's where I like it, too. Get down. I mean, I think you can just move it... Down towards the bottom, and we'll we'll figure yeah. it out. I, I think I it's mean, hard. It's, it's in the bottom chunk already. It's in the right. bottom ten. It, it, it's hard to just say, okay, this is going to be our number twenty, right? Well, how about but this? We can start migrating okay, up so, and down a little so bit. So to be clear, okay, we have two tens, right? Yeah. So are we <laughs> rank, are we ordering the list? Does it matter whether something is seven versus like four? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Then I think it. I think we should number it. Then I think we like on the document because I think it, if is that going to be. Hard to actually do though, like when yeah, okay, maybe not. I'm copying and we'll pasting them we got, back we got and the forth. Idea. Let's okay. just okay. So we have two tens. What looks good for the bottom ten? What looks good for the top ten? What should we swap around just as okay, a starting well, spot? You should move dreams to the top ten. I agree. Mm. What do you want to replace it with? Uh, you can you can move days gone down there because I know I'm Great. the only I was one. Say days gone. Great. All right, days gone down to the bottom ten, which is yeah the ghetto at this point. Um. Uh, Serial, do you think War Group deserves a spot in On the, the upper list? ten? Uh, I think so. I would, I would even swap like the Scolism and Fire Emblem if we're if we're doing. Uh, okay, yeah, great, great swap. Disco Elysium, uh, welcome to the big leagues. Yeah, we didn't. It's we didn't end up talking about Disco Elysium, but uh, you finished it. and You really liked it, right, sir? I have not finished it. Oh, but you're close. Uh, but I, I really, really <laughs> like it. You want to get the talk about it? Here. Uh, it feel it like it in terms of its scope and what it does. I think it it is one of the most interesting games of the year. I think that it is one of the few games that I felt like I played this game that felt like it was actually moving the medium forward in How a lot so? of ways. Uh, because it is not afraid to focus entirely on its writing, uh, and it gamifies that in a very interesting way that I think only a game can do. 
Um, I think I haven't played a lot of RPGs like it, and I'm not saying like, oh, this is totally original. It's just I have I'm not super versed in the like the CRPG genre that it's drawing from. But I think a lot of the reason I don't play a lot of those games because I've I've played you know uh, some Divinity and some uh, Torment, and I think the, the the place where I fell off was the combat. Uh, like I did even even though there are builds where you can avoid combat for the most part, the fact that it still exists kind of made me wary. So I think the fact that this is like this is a game that wants to focus on its writing above all else and it does not feel the need to water that down by saying like well let's have you do something else so that it's interesting Mm -hmm. and i think the way that it does gamify writing by like and so you have these rpg stats but they're all like different voices in your head yeah and so like as you put more points in those those voices become more prominent and kind of like they they chime in at certain points so you're constantly doing checks in the background of like well is your very good sounding checks by the way like i love the sound of like when yeah. that stuff rolls out, um, and so like you'll have the voice of authority in your head, which is like a very like no, I'm the, I'm a cop, I'm gonna be the law. So if you have that that stat really high, it'll constantly chime in and say like, hey, this guy's not respecting you, and it, it, they slowly nudge you towards particular options. And like as much as authority can be like, no, be a fascist cop. Like there will be times where it'll be useful to have authority because it'll say like, oh, this person's about to break, push him further. Versus like, okay, back off. He's not gonna he's not gonna like break on this. How and, much? Um, so I played. Maybe about an hour, which that's why I'm mm-hmm. backing off. I really think it's cool. Um, a friend of mine said it's the best writing they've ever seen in the yes. game, hands down. Yeah, I would say this is like what, a, like one of, if not the favorite story that I've had a game tell. It, it's how much of it is like the moment to moment writing versus the larger story. Do you think the larger story surrounding this town builds to a place that is next level? I think so because of the way that it focuses, it manages to make the mundane super interesting because a lot a lot of the times like the big thing you're kind of like working in is like this labor dispute and then yeah. there is a very like there is a murder mystery but it is it is less about like um, it's gonna this is gonna be a weird argument it's less about like the actual events that occur and more like what those events speak to so like yeah. there's a murder but like the motivations behind it are like the bigger thing of you're trying to uncover like why is this person like so the the big thing that it's not not like a huge spoiler is like you find Easy. a body that's, that's hung out in a tree that's the, right? early on yeah that's the, that's like the super thing and you're like as you unravel okay well why was he hung, right? And then, like, why is he na- like? Why did no one call the police, right? Yeah. Un- until I came here, and the the motivations behind the like, well, we did this because of this, and then like, as you talk to people, you learn these like interlocking motivations of like multiple people want to tell you like push you towards one group one person will push you towards another and so like there are these like conflicting moralities that you're you're fighting within and then also your story as like a person who has amnesia which i know is a a tired trope but they make good on that premise by saying like there there are moments where they speak to like why why you're amnesiac what that says about you as a person because it's not like oh i've conked my head it's like you, you like the motivation is that you were so drunk and yeah. have been so belligerent for the last you know uh, it's established like very quickly on that it's been a while that you've been like this and it feels like you have just woken up as like a person who either wants to redeem themselves or kind of keep doing what they're doing uh and like a lot of the characters kind of react to you that you know like a lot of people are, are wary about cops and um i think that a lot of what they do with making that world feel lived in is is super strong and what those things speak to about you know like there are a lot of philosophical arguments here but they're they're couched very well as being like there's a reason people are bringing up like here's why uh, I feel uh, like striking because the government has screwed me over, right? Like, and so like, and and this has to do with the way workers are compensated, things like that. And so uh, it does a really good job of integrating that stuff all really well. And like every 
Every time I sit down and play the game for an extended period of time, I feel like I have a substantial episode within that world. Like there are episodes where you're helping establish like a disco club and there are places, there are times when I've had really just really long-winded conversations about the nature of work and how people are compensated and it doesn't feel like it is being uh, overly preachy because it does it does a good job of like saying, well, okay, even if you want to be a communist, it kind of leans into the trappings of like, well, here's... Uh, here are some of the issues with how communism has been implemented thus far. And so it's like, it's not overly kind Even of like... Even in this fantasy world. Yeah. So like, so for example, one of the major like themes of it is like, there's a union that is striking, right? And so like, if, if you're someone who supports union striking, like you, you'd be like, yeah, I'm all in on the union. But the union leader is kind of like a bad... He's like, one of the most corrupt people you meet mm-hmm. and so it kind of does a, a job of saying like even within these ideas that you are a fan of understand that the ways that th- they're expressed happen to be through people and so like the way it hones in on those themes is just so incredibly sharp uh and the writing feels like it is sometimes flowery but it is sometimes very cutting it is like an incredibly funny game yeah. um that i think skewers a lot of the things that it kind of approaches in in really like well done ways mm-hmm. um and like yeah i i like that it doesn't feel the need to like well let's pretty up all this writing with like some other obscure mechanic that it's like we need to make this like active i think in it and it does a good job of making the writing feel active like you are a participant in how the story is playing out more so than like oh i'm i've i just happened to choose these analog trees right like yeah. th- these these dialogue trees i mean of like i'm going down the specific path it feels so much more complex than that yeah but an ape out you're a monkey that's true uh, but I, I, I so it's I in like the top the, stack. Yeah, top I stack. Like, uh, yeah. Okay, Death so, Stranding is that? Does that stay in the top pit? I'm just trying to get rough framework before we sure, argue about these I, numbers. I would, I would not have a problem pushing that down is, to the lower stack. Are there things in the bottom stack that people that need to go up? Need to go up. I would swap is, Ape out and Death Stranding. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Two biggest Death Stranding supporters going for that. Uh, I love it. Well, no, I, I, I wasn't. Uh, you said yeah. With that, uh, I was no. I, I I would like to see Death Stranding in the top okay. personally. Um, I didn't I ape out. Just I don't know. I didn't I didn't participate in the stream or play that game. And I mean, I think there's <laughs> wait what? I will say I I think that is a <laughs> game you definitely need to play that more more sure. so than watch because the the way the game. Uh, is again synced up to what you are doing specifically I think makes playing that game intrinsic to enjoying it I don't think there's like a like you can get some enjoyment out of like watching someone play you know Mortal Kombat 11 or, or even Disco Elysium but like I think so much of Ape Out is in it's how the it. game tries to uh like work in tandem with what you are doing literally in the game like on, on a moment to moment level you are to Ape Out too like it was just I like, like, I like just a couple a weeks ago where you were like yeah. what the hell uh, yeah there's just I don't know I I really have a lot of love for Death Stranding. Um, just that that immediate swap kind of throws me off. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I it, it can go lower because it is kind of a, a difficult mm-hmm. experience to mm-hmm. get on board with. So, uh, is there something but, on the lower list that you would rather swap it for? What uh, about Wargroove and Mortal Kombat Eleven? Uh, Mortal I mean, Kombat I guess, Eleven has its. Uh, we were talking like, about microtransaction issues earlier, right? I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, well, the, it's not some like the they're not good at them, which is we, which is both a good and a bad thing. It's because like I was never encouraged to really spend money. I think it is the big issue that that people had was like, oh, the towers of time are going to be microtransaction to death, and that's right. not really the case because you can't buy your way into more power ups in that in that mode. Yeah. The thing you are buying is just the costumes that you get out of it, and I, I think sure, I like Mortal Kombat Eleven. Do you think it's top ten? I think it's top ten. Uh, I think if there's more support for, I, I feel like there, there are quite a few games on there that I feel like I'm the only advocate for. Mm-hmm. But if there's 
more support for Mortal Kombat. I feel like I'm the only one who really likes Wargroove, and I think of the games on that list yeah. for me personally. I would I would like to see it at the at the bo- at the top half of the bottom rung. Let's say yeah. is where I would. But want what would Wargroove. you move up? If you're to move uh, well, down. I mean, it's weird because like I would want it to be on the top stack. But if people have suggestions for what they would rather, yeah, have what do on we there? want to move up? Well, you guys were just advocating for Ape Out, right? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I personally like Wargroove more than Ape Out, but I think there's more support in the room for Ape Out personally. So I would okay. be okay with swapping. I will those put two. Ape Out towards the bottom of the top stack. Yeah, that's. I think that's a, a good place for it. Okay. Yeah, in terms of yeah, just for a reminder, stack so, versus stack. St- like there's there, I'm stack individually stack. in the stacks. I'd like to see stuff go move yep, up yep, and down. I just right, feel right. like the, the split. Just, I think it's pretty yeah. good. So right now, it's the bottom stack is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I'm sorry, the bottom ten: Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devotion, Days Gone, Wargroove, Baba's You, What the Gulf, Grindstone, Bloodstained, Dragon Quest Builders Two, Fire Emblem, Top Stack, Ape Out, Death Stranding, Disco Elysium, Dreams, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Jedi Fallen Order, Control, Sekiro, Outer Worlds, Resident Evil Two. Hmm. So you want to poke the bottom stack a little bit? By poke, you mean rearrange? I just want to see, yeah. does anything look out of line for the two tens? Not specific arrangement, but just mm-hmm. for the big bulk here. I know and I'm, I'm, I know I'm probably alone, but I would, I would probably want to see Jedi on the bottom rung, Ooh. personally. Well, well, I feel I like we that, should start the... with if there's something on the oh, bottom well, that we yeah. need oh, to okay. move yep. up. Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Um, no. I'm noticing the bottom rung is a lot of lone passion. Yeah. Which, which makes sense, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah, I think it does. I think that bottomless looks pretty good. As Call far as Duty, I yeah. can Call tell. Call of Duty stays um, down there, right? Yeah. I think so. Okay. I, yeah. There's nothing down there that I feel like is an injustice that should be on the top half of yeah. the list. Yeah. I hmm, I guess, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. It's like, well, personally, you know, I would move several of these up, but mm-hmm. I mean, let's try... There are games on the bottom rung that I like more than games at the top rung, but I feel like, like you said, there is a lot of individual, like yeah. the, the bottom rung is for like I mean, individual passion games. That's for sure. true for all of us, right? Yeah. At this yeah, point? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We all have. We're all annoyed by this list Individual already. ones. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I honestly, I think it's great that we got to, we still got to the point where an individual person who feels passionate about a game can yeah. still get it on the top yeah. uh, on the on the top two tens. Sorry. That's right. Top yes. two tens. <laughs> top two tens. Patreon.com slash Finmax. Two tens. Two tens. Um, okay. Do we start ranking the bottom list, ladies and gentlemen? I think sure. so. Or, hey, huh? do we want to cut the bottom list in half what? so that it's it's still kind of filtering back and forth? I don't think we need to do Does that. that oh, just in case. No, I think, I think I'm happy locking these in carbonite. As tra- no, I, but I mean, in like, now we're tackling the bottom half, the bottom list. Do we want to still split that into two groups so we kind of know what's at the top of the bottom list and what's at the bottom I of think the bottom list? Yeah, I don't think that's super necessary, right. personally. Yeah, I think that's pretty dumb. Um, yeah. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Should we just start shouting at each other? I feel like Bloodstain can move down like four slots. Uh, uh, I would say that about what the Gulf first. Yeah. I would. I mean, I, I... Both of those move down? I would say I could see what the Gulf... Uh, at twenty and bloodstone, uh, bloodstained at like nineteen. Let's really, I'm amazed you guys are. I thought everyone was hot on bloodstained. I, I think I'm the only the one list. who's like super hot on it. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I noticed you only moved one of those. <laughs> You're right. That was unconscious. Um, I, hmm, I don't want to move what the golf down yet. Uh, do we like Fire Emblem Three Houses at the top of the bottom list? No, no. I don't. I don't. 
like it, it there, but I, I, I would struggle to push it down all the way to the bottom. Right. Yeah, what game on. has the most collective oomph on the bottom of this list? I can think of one. Collective oomph? Yeah. Days Gone? Uh, I feel like really? I'm lukewarm on Days Gone. I know Jeff really liked it, but I feel like the rest of us are like, it's Days Gone certainly fine. should move up based on Jeffum's love. But I'll, I'll put it well, right well, here. Well, I think the most, like, the biggest collective is maybe Dragon Quest Builders. I was going to say Baba. I know. I feel like we're too, like, I, I think I, Baba can move up further. I don't know that it has the most collective oomph. Okay. I think yeah, it's it got one I, I think it's got medium oomph. Yeah. Okay. From or half. But you're oomph. still moving it up. We're okay. at half oomph between me and Hanson. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah, wants to chop my fingers off. Look, well, we can all make our case. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm and we not can strong arm in this stuff. We can move Fire Emblem down. What it? What do we think is at the top of the bottom ten? I think Fire Emblem's in a good spot. Honestly, I like. Based, but again, I'm like reading the rest of the internet and how much they love it, and I'm trying to get a sense of surreal. Where the, I really, li- I, I really like it. Like it's, it's. Do you think it should be top of the bottom ten? I think it should be up there. Like I, I, but I, I'm a little so bit. Yes, conflicted no question. About, surreal. Yes, I do think it, it, it should be <laughs> okay. on the upper half. Yeah. Okay, I will not argue with that. I am unquestionably taking the larger internet into account there. Well, which, that's a weird, like, but I feel like should no, just be doing. Right? I know it shouldn't be doing, but just in terms of like asking and assuming that like, well, surreal's right. You know. Yeah. If Surreal had said the exact same things about Fire Emblem Three Houses, but then also the internet gave it sevens, I would question it more, which is why I'm calling right. shenanigans in but my mind here. My question at this point is... I don't think that should factor in. Well, and, and is, it's, it's is, just for the one, line of is one person being passionate enough to get at the top of this list at this point? It was enough to get I on the so. top 20 altogether. Is it, it is. enough to be one spot away from the top 10? I think it is. I don't think. Well, I think. What I think the, the, the reason we have these two lists is because I don't think that's a like a like to almost be on the top ten. I don't think, I don't think that that's a weird argument to make at this point. It, it, sure. Either it is on the top of this particular list or not. Well, yeah. I, I'll say this, which I'm saying is one person advocating for is. that game. This list is nothing but one person advocating. But that's well, the, well the is weird it thing though? Here, because Dragon Quest Builders two has two people. Baba is you has yeah. two people. Grindstone I think is Call my of Duty has multiple on. people. Yeah, yeah I, that's why I said like I think Dragon Quest Builders has the most collective steam on that list, even though I'm Kyle? not the one who played it. Because Kyle, do you likes agree with it. that? I didn't think Kyle was that hot on it. I, he was trying to cut it. Kyle loves it though. <laughs> that's not so steam. The, the question now so is: then, Does is, Dragon is, Quest is there, go above Fire Emblem? Yeah. So then, if, if I, think, no I mean, dra- I think it does for this table. Certainly, yeah. I think even I think and even Cyril's advocation you. for Fire Emblem is muted. Like I think it's like I, I I'm a stronger yeah. advocate to, to be like to be clear. I I'm a stronger advocate for Wargroove than I am Fire Emblem. Okay. So I would lo- oh. like I would love to see that oh, if, wow. if we're picking like hey my, my passion game I think mm-hmm. on this list is Wargroove. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right now the list is for the bottom ten: Dragon Builders Two, Baba Is You, Wargroove, Fire Emblem, Days Gone, Grindstone, What the Golf Devotion, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And last, Bloodstained. I would love to see Grindstone above Days Gone. Because Days Gone really just puttered out for me into nothing. And Grindstone, I probably I put and, so much time into and Grindstone. And if I may add a little oomph to that, I didn't play a lot of Grindstone, but I really like Grindstone. And I, I played I'm several not, hours of Days that's Gone. Fine. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. okay. I, wow. I don't have a problem with that. I recognize that's a one oomph <laughs> game at this point. Yeah. What about Call of Duty what, Call of Duty up? is tricky. Um, I'm personally fine I did with like, where it is. I'm kind of okay with where it is as well. And devotion is, I can't even. 
touch it. I don't know what to do with that freak show. I, I mean, I would even go as far like I would want to swap Bloodstained and Call of Duty, but I know there's more support for Call of Duty at this table. Yeah, I like yeah. Call of Duty more. Yeah, uh, Jeff, um, Call of Duty versus Days Gone. Where are you at? No, I like Days Gone better than Call of Duty. Wow. Hey, everybody. I'm feeling pretty Sorry. good about it. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I, I know. <laughs> and it feels kind of quick, but honestly, yeah. Like, uh, I, I'm does anybody see anything I outrageous? Would, I would want to swap Devotion and What the Gulf. But other than that, I think I'm okay. You got it, dude. Got yourself a deal. And for the audio listeners, Cyril's sliding me, sliding me a $5 bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> table. I take care of my own. Hey, is the bottom 10... I'm not, I'm not going to complain about any of that. I think that's. Like, I, I think, I think this is solid. So going from the top to the bottom. Uh, hey, Call of Duty, and what the Gulf? We like it in that order. I do. Okay, you were the, okay you were the other, other, you were the other I, Call of Duty person. You guys can take that slot or leave it. Okay. I'm, I'm a little disappointed about Bloodstained, but I, I don't know that I want to make the the, the case as strongly. As yeah, Blood Bloodstained was. If we have one person o- who's passionate about it, one person who's like yeah, outright yeah, disappointed yeah. in it. Bloodstained wow. ritual of all right. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So from top to bottom, the bottom list is, or forever hold your peace. I mean, we can you can just say like number eleven, right? Like, or or are we? It's number, two tens. It's two tens. Okay. Cereal. So one. What the hell? So then, are you talking, about, so then countdown, about. right? Yep. We're okay. not. We're not calling it. So number <laughs> number eleven. Well, this no. is weird. We're not starting so with then number we 11. have to say list two, number ten, right? No, we're that's just weird here. Uh, okay, effectively it's number eleven, but it's two tens. Anyway, <laughs> from the top to the bottom, it's Dragon Quest Builders two, Baba is you, War Groove, Fire Emblem. Grindstone, Days Gone, Devotion, What the Golf, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. Beautiful. You I did like it. it. Sure. That was amazing. High fives around. Oh that took God. like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're so sweet to each other. I, I do honestly now, feel like go. the par- everything before this was the harder part. Because like, mm-hmm. this is like, at this point, it's like, we like all these games. It's just, yeah. you know, how there's, much do we like these? There's no know? snubbing going on here. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of no snubbing, what are you doing? Uh, let's let's knock dreams down a couple slots. Let's, let's, no. Okay. Okay. Hey, just for, lay the land here. <laughs> okay. The, now, now it's now getting contentious. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there now, it is. now this is the top ten. Here we go. From the this is it. This has not been touched, but from the top going down right now, it's Resident Evil Two, Outer Worlds, Sekiro, Control, Jedi Fallen Order, Mortal Kombat Eleven, Dreams, Disco Elysium, Death Stranding, Ape Out, and print it. Um. Here we go. <laughs> you don't have a printer. It's Printing a joke, joke here. Oh, boy. Um, what is outrageous? I think uh, the Outer Worlds could stand to move all the way to the bottom. I agree with Surreal. Maybe not. Certainly down. Let's put it at the I'll bottom for now. I'll put it like in the seven-ish range. Yeah, I would put it in the nine-ish range. And Mortal Kombat's sticking that Mortal high? Mortal Kombat 11 seems high. Yeah. I love I'm Mortal Kombat, Kombat I would, 11. But I, would, I would probably swap it for Dreams. I would also swap it down past Outer Worlds. I would put it below Disco. I would put it right below Outer Worlds. I would not do that. I like that game a whole lot. Uh, Yeah, but I I mean... Hang on, just to be good, like, did you guys play Mortal Kombat 11 and didn't like it or just haven't touched it? I haven't touched it. I haven't touched it. I played it and liked it, but in my mind, it's well below Outer Worlds. And at the table here, if we're going by the table consensus... The table rules. Yes. Yeah. Two of us didn't care enough to touch it. One liked it but wants it to move down. Hang on. Does not caring enough to touch it hurt things? Because in that case, like, you know, Fire Emblem Because then it's like a, a game like, of, like, how, which game just, did, like, is the most, like, yes. universally appealing. I think playing it and not liking it is a factor. I don't think 
not playing it as a factor. Sure. I, the, but, it's, but if I Mortal played Kombat's... something because I didn't think I would like it, if I didn't play something because I, I didn't don't think, think I would like it. I don't think it's a factor. It's posit- positive or negative love for a game, and I think you can only have that if you've played it. Otherwise, you're a zero on this factor in my life. Yeah. I mean, Mortal Kombat's kind of weird, though, because like I actively was disinterested in playing it because of just the absurd violence. Like, the way it glorifies violence is something that I just don't want to, like, I don't want to participate in that game. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And is that a factor? I don't know, because you guys played it and you really liked it. I just actively did not want to play that game, yeah. you know? But, then, like, I don't know. Is that, does that matter in the order? You tell of- us Al Gore. <laughs> I don't know who else is. It just feels like I a feel game like that should count for something yeah. in terms of putting it above other games I don't that everyone can, played I don't and enjoyed. I don't think you can hurt a game that you haven't played. I, I agree with, with that. I mean, it's not. I can't pass judgment on it. I can tell you why I didn't I, want to play it, but I didn't play it. So I, I can't, guess I want to hear know. the inverse argument because like, I feel like we kind of left Outer Worlds being kind of not super hot on I like it. Outer Worlds a lot. Okay. I also, I'm with it's you, one of my favorite I, I, games. It's it's. I didn't love it, I thought, but yeah. I like seeing it on our top ten. But it would be my number ten on this list. You yeah, know? that's it's not sort my of personal top ten. But you know, if, if... but you know, yeah, it's, I, I it's mean, all a matter of balance. This is this is more because I like the other game. But like, I would see. I I guess I would be okay with it moving. I don't know. I just I guess Mortal I Kombat? just I'm super cold. Yeah, I'm pretty cold on the Outer Worlds at this point. So I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> uh, <sighs> can I move Mortal Kombat eleven? Yes. Yeah, I guess. Serial, this I feel like this is just you and I trying to figure out. Man, and it's tough. I want it below Outer Worlds. You want it above Outer Worlds. Yeah, I mean, okay. Let's just move it below Dreams for now. I mean, I I think. Yeah, I don't know. Are you? Where do you stand on Disco Elysium on this list? I would uh, rank it much higher. Yeah, but I didn't I could play see it. it. So no. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if we should just tackle individual games. Because I, I have a feeling that I am way hotter on control than most of you guys Interesting. at this table. And to the, like, I'm, I love seeing it in the top ten. I'm happy to see it up there. It doesn't need to be three for me to be happy. But I really do love control. I think you guys are a little cooler on it. I'm definitely cooler on it. Okay. I finished control this weekend. I liked control a hell of a lot. Um, it was one of those games, as I was playing it, I, this is going the different way than I thought it would. I yeah. thought you were kind of cool on it. No, I I like it. It's I and mean, we talked a little bit on the Great Goaty Hunt stream this week, but like some of unquestionably the coolest locations I've ever seen in a game. Yeah, it's so much more interesting than I was expecting, which is uh, you know weird to say, but it's like you know I feel like when it came out, everyone was just like, oh, it's the best remedy game, the best remedy game. I'm like okay. I got it. I got it. But I wish when it came out, somebody would have grabbed me by the shoulders and said, no, this is seriously a really cool thing that you should experience. Mm. Like, I don't think anybody was giving me that, like, holy crap. And, like, while yeah. playing that game, there's so many moments that were, holy crap, this environment, holy crap, just, like, that little story detail, like, digging through the extra material, just learning more about the oldest house in that world. Just, like, weird little things. Like, Jeff, how much have you played at this point? Uh, Like, a couple hours. Okay. But just, like, even in the first couple hours, like, okay, there's that letter i think it's yeah or it's an audio file i forget but there's that little story of just like you know when the bureau of control it's uh, dealing with paranormal just weird things mm-hmm. happening in the world um but just like this woman telling a story about like oh i've made a body for a god and she like assembled like her fridge and her toaster and like all these things to house a body for god and she's like it's not 
the god that's currently existing, but when the new god arrives, he will take the form <laughs> of this pile of appliances, which is like, uh, that is so good. Or like, you know, there's a stuff. weird note where it's like, if you notice some objects in your room have moved, speak calmly and slowly walk out of the room, both to calm yourself and the room itself. Yeah. Like, it, those types of like, little applying, things. Like, applying danger to the mundane in certain yes, situations. I you love know? that yeah. stuff. I, at the same time, though, I think my issue with it is, like, which speaks to a lot more, is that I wish that stuff was at the forefront instead of the stuff that is at the forefront. The I story? Feel, I, I think the stories that you hear through, like, the audio or through the audio stuff, even, like, the, the text entries that you find, I think that stuff is so much more interesting to me than the actual plot of the game as I'm you with go you. along. Yep. And even, like, when it wrapped up, it's like, okay, if you put a gun to my head, like, um, yeah. maybe somebody in the game, like, I couldn't think yeah, of, and I think there are a lot of like really interesting flourishes along the way, but like yeah. to at, at the end, I was more interested in like again those ex, ex, uh, entries, and I think that yeah, I think that story, the the plot, the main plot of that game, I don't think is super strong. Uh, I like, I agree, I, but I don't know if it needs to be with yeah. I mean, with I, the world still being I, as interesting well, to as the it degree is. that it focuses on on that particular plot, I think I think that plot should have been stronger. Like, I, and it, to me, a lot of my issues with the control is that it feels like a much better world than it is a game. Okay. I, See, like, I, I like I, the like, writing in that a... game. I like like the the world that they've established is good. I'm not super convinced that this is like the best way to make use of that world. It's it's I think this is like comes down to like a matter of taste, but like I think it's like it's a better game than than any element of the story. Like the story is like so secondary to me. Like I liked it. I liked it as interesting, but like moving and jumping and flying and shooting it's and, a good twist, and throwing things at like that was enough for me. Like that yeah. that was that yeah. that put it like way in my like uh, on the way other side of it though, I feel like the encounters and the level design in that game, like when it comes to doing stuff with that tool set, I don't think it's super strong either. Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of yeah. the encounters towards I just the disagree. End, <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I think those <laughs> are interesting. Outside of like again tying into my favorite thing of there's those enemies that you, as far as I know, can't hurt, where it's just like this distorted glitch moving closer to you that mm-hmm. hurts you and you get close to it. Like, that is my favorite thing. Like, this unknowable thing from another dimension that's messing with you. Like, that enemy's awesome. Outside of that, it's like, hey, here's a sphere that heals like, people. You, here's another flying guy. Yeah, I wasn't really like, too captivated uh, by When it starts guys. combining those things, I, I think, like, by the end of it, it it's I feel like it very quickly introduces most of the enemies that you fight. And then it, yeah. for most of the game, it is about just, like, intermingling those enemies. And I think once you figure out, okay, here's the best approach, like, I never felt dissuaded from like you know you here's the thing that i figured out and the game never re- really pushes against that in yeah, like i guess interesting i just enjoyed ways. mastering that you yeah. know what i mean and like getting the hang of dashing and like i don't know i just was a just an upward a trend for me of just enjoying every gunfight that i got into yeah. and i just and feel I think like it also like starts throwing where it's like okay you're going through this part of the house to get to the other part of the house uh here's here's just we'll spawn some enemies in there have fun yeah, I feel like, like it, it just it, it gets to be like less interesting as the game goes. Where it just, I like, and I I was so much more interested in like reading all the notes and stuff and like trying to see like the story forward. Even even if it wasn't like just seeing how that story played out in the environments, I think is super cool. But the actual plot isn't strong. But like by the end of it, I was more like, okay, I'm just getting through these combat environments. And like when that game really wants to push you, it is just more like we're going to send three waves of bad guys against you versus like here's a room full of bad guys, which ties into one of the most frustrating things about the game which is the checkpoints like for the fact that like big bosses towards the end it just Mm -hmm. feels like a roguelike or something where it's like okay you hope you have a good run good luck and Mm -hmm. here's just six waves of enemies and you can be battling them for a long time and then lose and not just start over the beginning of the fight but start over like four rooms away that you then mm. have to run yeah. to and then do that fight over and Which over and over Which isn't always again. a bad thing, like, but I think th- it feels antithetical to what this game is trying to do. 
Yeah. Like, which is to like put you in a world, put you in a more more this more so than like really like challenge you. It wants it wants to be a power fantasy more than it wants to be that kind of game, like a, a Souls like game. Yeah. Um. So I think that like th- there are a lot of messy spots in that game's design. I think for when for it comes sure. to actually like getting down into combat, I think. And outside of combat, um, I spent forty percent of that game running in circles, looking at the map, saying, where the hell am I supposed to be going? It's like, oh, just go to central maintenance. And I'm looking at the map. I i can't think of a time in the last five years I've been so frustrated by a game's map. I'm You're like, all sure. over the place on this game, Hanson. <laughs> I know. I am. I am. I, there's a lot that I love in it. I think sound design, some probably the best sound design of the year mm-hmm. that I can think of. Like, best it fonts. Is, those hotel sequences are really good. Like they're, those There's are so some... many amazing things about it, but... Yeah, when I spent 40% of my time screaming at the map, like, what do you want from me? Where am I supposed to go? And I'm an idiot when it comes to navigating space in games. I totally get it. But that map was dog-ass. Yeah. Yeah. Do we move it below Dreams? I would. Kyle's the one I who... wouldn't. I, Dreams? We, you guys want to talk about Dreams? <laughs> dreams is all about potential. And, right. And everything that and I've played... And the potential played, that people have realized from I disagree. I, everything life. that I've played in Dreams has been, like, it's cool. But it's just a lot of me going like, oh, that's oh, that's cool. You know, like, that is my big takeaway. And it's like, I don't know. I just, like, it all... They all feel like Dreams games. It doesn't feel like this huge step forward. And, like, I, I'm not super excited about playing. I Honestly, like... At this table with you guys, I know how much you love Dreams. I it's going to be high on the list. I think it's a cool project, but like it's not project. It, honest, like that's kind of how I feel about it. Like I do it, appreciate it's like it more cool than project. I like it. Yeah, honestly, like Uh-oh. I don't really. Even when we did the stream, I mean, we jumped around from game to game because it's like it's not that compelling to stick with one yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, for you're not going to. No one's making a forty-hour polished game out of Dreams. Right. But you have and to I take think the scope point, into it. Like, yeah, you're not going to have a game that. Standalone could be on this list as of yet. Maybe in the future they can get to that point. But I Maybe. would bounce back against the potential argument just because going through that and seeing that breadth of content and the variety, everything like that, I think is so impressive. It didn't matter to me that no one experience was one of my favorite games of the year. You know? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I guess. I guess that's. But again, that, that to me feels like when I'm having when I'm what I get out of that is more appreciation than like outright love for any individual game, which is like, oh, yeah. this is, it's I really cool it. that you can do this, and that's sort of where I fall off. It's like it's this is really impressive, but I'm like I'm not actually enjoying what I'm doing. Well, well that's why the t- two games are all admire, about the yeah. games we appreciate the most. Well, that's why I'm saying that's that's why I would argue for like it's that's a, kind of why I agree with Cal that I appreciate more than I yeah, like it, but I, yeah. like I'm impressed by it more than I enjoy it. It's a weird one because like even as I'm like like I feel like I'm arguing against it. Like I I look at Dreams, I'm like this is a cool thing. It's impressive. Yeah. It's just like mm-hmm. the actual act of playing it hasn't been this like mind blowing experience for me. It's just been a lot of like that's a cool thing that person did. That's yeah. really neat. Let's see what the next cool thing someone did is. You know where like a lot of the experiences on that game, I have these like really compelling moments mm-hmm. of excitement and like overcoming like crazy challenge in Sekiro and like all that kind of stuff like I, I'm not getting I don't that think, sort of similar experience out of dreams and you know I get it's it. not supposed to I don't think anything on this list has filled me with as much awe as dreams which yes. is a weird way okay. to frame this but in terms of just experiences of the year where we go holy god like mm-hmm. what that team pulled we, off what that Sony has been funding for seven years. The fact that this can be released, it's just, it's humbling. Yes. But again, the, like that, that to me speaks more of appreciation than outright yep. love. Uh, I, I get it. But then at the same time, playing it, um, some of the hardest I've laughed 
throughout the year has been playing dreams with friends and just losing my and mind. And genuine enjoyment yeah. for me as well. Absolutely. So I think we have two awes and two appreciations. Yeah, it's a so weird number one. one. <laughs> no, there one. you go. Certainly That's not. That's how math works. Yeah. I mean, no, not, not number, not one, number but one, but to me that is... I would put it above Jedi Fallen Order. I would too. I wouldn't. But I, I, I would put it for, yeah. from more because I dislike Jedi Fallen Order. <gasps> uh, I would move Fallen Order way down, but... I that, wouldn't, that would mean that I wouldn't move, move it way down. I yeah. would just what if I just swap move dreams two? above Jedi Fallen Order? And Kyle, weren't you the one who brought up moving control farther down? I I wanted to bring it up as a discussion because I thought it would like I just thought I was at a much like stronger passion for that game. But honestly, I feel like, like I, I like it like a it's, lot. It's yeah, I like okay. I love it there. I I would like I'd like it to be high on the list I personally. I just I thought it was going to be a, a difficult battle for me. I like it to the point where I can live with it as number three. I like it as number three a lot. I I also Man, I, I feel like I it, it feels like slim pickings. Like I don't like between twenty nineteen, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> between, like well, no, pickings. for me personally, because like Control, Dreams, and Jedi Fallen Order, like. I would pick Mortal Kombat. Like that—that that is sort of where I'm at. Is yeah. that I'm not super passionate about any of those games personally. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I guess it, do, it, it like ultimately does not matter to me how <laughs> which you, one is ranked where. How do you feel about Fallen Order versus Mortal Kombat, Hanson? Um, I mean, I've only played a couple hours of Fallen Order, so I don't think I yeah? can be the most helpful okay. person here. I, I mean, I really like Mortal Kombat 11. I did not get into the competitive scene. Like I played through the story, had some fun rounds. Well, I think against a friend uh, well, I guess, and, and had a good time, but I'm not like, holy God, this mm-hmm. thing. I guess part of it is that like you don't necessarily have to. I think there's so much yeah. there for the lone players to do that there are people who mostly just focus on the tower stuff, which like for the most part they've kind of eased out over the course of a few patches. Uh, and I think that that competitive, like the, the way they've managed to change the pacing of those matches, I think is incredible. And yeah. you know, but but I I do understand that this is all within like this niche context of like they did a thing that I really wanted them to do, mm-hmm. but I know that like universally there's not a whole lot of love with Jeffum and and. Kyle and it, but I do think that they did something impressive by making the story mode actually yeah. like, like kind of resolve in an interesting way. Which Very is not interesting a, not, way. Yeah, not not a thing that I expected from them. Yeah, it, they had a conclusion, yeah. which is shocking. <laughs> um, uh, I again, I want to poke at Disco Elysium. I just want to make poke sure. I'm wondering if you want to move it up as the main spokesperson for Disco Elysium here. Uh, yeah, I would I'd, love to see it. I'd like to see it above Outer Worlds, I think. I'd love to see based, it. Based, on, based it. on your love for Disco Elysium and my ho-humness on Outer Worlds. and I know that there'd be more resistance, but I, I would love to see it somewhere between uh, Control and Sekiro. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, wow. That yeah, is that's tough. number three? See, and this, but, is where, this is where I feel but, like... People not playing something has yeah. to count for something as opposed to the entire table played it and the entire table has positive feelings well, about sure, the other I, game. Sure, but I think that will always favor games that are like kind of more ubiquitous and more like yeah. that, that are pushed then forward. Then Mario more. Odyssey would win. Yeah, is you the know? thing. Is that like, well, uh, but I like. I mean, not, not, necess- not necessarily to that degree. But if we're talking about f- there are four of us in this room. Yeah. Our favorites as a group, I think, has to count to some degree against an individual who played a game. Yeah, but if the individual individual that played that game says if they love it and they lose their mind and it's their favorite game, then yes, I understand it moving higher. And I think it's close to that for. I think it is. Yeah, for sure. That's that's where I'm coming from. I agree that it needs to be factored in, but Mm -hmm. when the one person that's played it is saying it's one of the best games, I've played in a very long time. Yeah. 
I think that means a lot. What about Under Dreams? For disco. I mean, I, I will take what I can get. That, that works <laughs> for me. Works for yeah. me. <laughs> I, yeah, I like that. Okay, so right now it's Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, Control, Dreams, Disco Elysium, Jedi Fallen Order, Mortal Kombat 11, Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, Ape Out. Is uh, anybody outraged? I I don't know if we want to get I've into got, this yet. I've got yet. one qualm. This, I don't know if this is like, this is opening a floodgate here potentially. Probably, that's the point. I really like Resident Evil 2 where it is. I really like Resident Evil 2 where it is. Uh, I would swap Sekiro and Resident Evil. I I'm, wouldn't. Yes. I, yes. <laughs> no, I'm fine with Resident Evil. I, fine. I, oh my god! I have felt that way from the beginning. I hadn't said anything about it, but <laughs> yes. I, I, I felt it was going to end up at the top of the list. Yes. I, you know, <clears throat> I'm still in my first playthrough of it, but it's very high on my list as well, just because... Just, yes. I mean, and to some degree with this one, it's a known quantity, because I played... Resident Evil 2 when it came out, and I really loved it. Yeah. I, I appreciate everything it's doing as a remake. It is one of my favorite experiences this year, so I'm not going to argue against so it. It's just so incredibly well-made and so amazing to see Capcom release this game that is just, hey, internet who has a thousand opinions and a thousand things to be angry about, here's a remake of one of your favorite games, and everyone's like, oh, great, perfect. <laughs> like and at that level of fidelity, like that game looks so good, and it's just so amazing to see that old formula modernized. And like, I love Resident Evil Four, but I'm not the biggest old school Resident Evil fan. Like, I bounced off the remake. You know, I played three back in the day and stuff like that. And then I watched somebody play through two way back in the day as well. So it's been so distant. Like, I don't have that much love for Resident Evil Two really. But then playing through this remake, falling in love with that basic Resident Evil formula of oh, it's an adventure game. Like, mm. <laughs> it's an adventure game with tension. Love it. I mean, that's what I guess. That's what all of those games have kind of been. That's the that's the secret is that that's what those games have been this whole time. Is like I, yeah, Resident Evil Four. Adventure, I mean, yes. Well, well, like those are the games. Yes. Yeah, everything before four. I think those were those are basically adventure games where there were zombies. Right. You know? And, and I, I'll always be so surprised. Sorry, Kyle. But oh, always to be so surprised by Resident Evil Two as well, and not just like oh, Mr. X uh, coming through and attacking me again and again, but just like having the variety of like loading old saves and we've been struggling to get to this game the entire year which I know is embarrassing but like loading old saves going through environments multiple times and just the variety of like oh this time the zombie's coming out from over here this time the zombie's coming out from over here just having so many variables in what should be a pretty simple adventure game um, it just never ceases to amaze me and the fact that with all that variety that it also just always feels perfectly balanced for the amount of ammo that you have it's just I think it's miraculous Sorry, yes. Kyle. No, all I was going <laughs> to say was like, uh, I re- Sekiro really surprised me this year, right? Like, I'm not a big From guy, but Sekiro I really loved. Uh, but it still does have some of those From Software frustrations that I have where things, you know, maybe feel unfair or just like. Colon it- after Jedi. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's he, actually he's true, right yeah. on the list. Um, it's it's Colon after Jedi. Star Wars Jedi. Kyle's film. trying to talk. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I lost my train of thought now. Sorry. Uh, but I, between those two, like I, I, I like them as one and two. Like Sekiro really did a lot of cool stuff, but it also did a lot of stuff that was just needlessly frustrating or just like vague on purpose. And like as almost like similar to how I talk about control, like the sort of the gameplay is the thing that I really loved about Sekiro. And the story of Sekiro is like I, I couldn't fully tell you what happened exactly, despite from trying to inject like traditional cutscenes into the game, yeah. you know, um, where yeah. So just to give my, 
you know, handful of change on mm-hmm. on those two games. I like Resident Evil One. I like Sekiro Two, Control Three. Yeah, I guess my my, I don't know. My, my biggest knock against Resident Evil, it does feel like oh they did the thing that they were supposed to do. Like I guess I like mm. like the, well that people wanted them to do, and it's like they they've accomplished making the remake. But I guess I never felt like too like. Oh, this is. It, I never had like a. Oh, this is like a next level thing for me. Like I never had any like incredible like moments of like holy crap. Like I. I, I think that they're on. Like the fact that we didn't bring up you know any moments from Resident Evil Two individually. I think there's a lot of really impressive systems at work. Like like you said with the variety and Mr. X. I think make for good moments. But I like I never had like a like a. Oh my god, this is like blowing my mind. Um, Did but you see I, Mr. I not- X before you met him in game, like online? Well, like, but even his reveal, I thought was like, oh, that's that's a super cool way to do it. Where yeah. he's just like, I I had not seen his reveal. Like, okay, okay. I I knew that he was in the game. I did not like for one, I didn't expect him to appear as early as he did. Yeah. Um. So, so I you're was saying still, like, you want more of a sense of awe from the games in your number one spot? Well, no, I just no, no, not even like. I just wanted to have a moment where I was like, whew, that was incredible. Like, I'd never yeah. had that from, mm. like, the thing that I did in this game, like, was incredible. It just feels like, okay, they, mm-hmm. that's a that's a cool way to have done that. That's a cool way to have done that. That's super cool. That's super cool. Like, I, that was me with that game. I think that's okay. fair. Uh, so, like, there's yeah. no, like, to me, like, a really strong high points. Whereas, I, I don't feel think like it Sekiro, needs it when everything is so soft. Well, I, sure. But, like, for me, Sekiro was, like, a, a like was to me consistently that strong and also had these, like, incredible peaks for me at, like, individual moments. Um, but I think that... I know that I'm kind of pushing against it, so I think I'm ultimately okay with where it is, but I, I do want to – I did want to state my case, let's say. Sure. Noted. Noted. That's it. <laughs> That's my book report. Okay, Thanks for, for, for reminder for the audio listeners right now, working from the top bottom, right now, it's Resident Evil 2, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Control, Dreams, Disco Elysium, Jedi Fallen Order, Mortal Kombat 11, Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, Ape Out. Um, I feel like there's a little, I like control, but do we need to talk more about that as number three? Yeah, we should move dreams to number three and control to number four. And then we should print this list. It is one of those things of like level of passion. You know what I mean? Like I'm Mm -hmm. really passionate about control, but you too are really passionate about dreams. I'm passionate about and three fourths of control. About like I, passionate about either, you know. I'm I'm more impressed with dreams than I like control. Is sort of where I'm at. Okay. So I would be okay All with right. softening them those two, but ultimately, like, I, I yeah, I don't necessarily have a strong. I, horse I think in that the race. table swaps those two. I don't, but I think yeah. the table swaps those two, and I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, and I mean, I I really like both. I would say I love both. Who? Which one are you going to marry? Though. <laughs> I was just so frustrated by so many moments of control. And I think it's a little bit of that Red Dead 2 epilogue conundrum where I was trying to get through it this weekend. And sure. just every time I was getting relatively lost or just and going in circles. since acknowledged that your take on the Red Dead epilogue is a bad one, right? We've all agreed on that, is, right? You know <laughs> what? I stand by some parts of that. I feel like we got <laughs> was peak frustrated when we were I feel like we got a sure, swap sure. here. I feel like everyone is yeah. in agreement. I'm okay with it, yeah. Wow, okay, yeah. Serial, you, you tip me over the edge. I'll blame you, Serial. Are we living with this list, ladies and gentlemen? Might I interest you in swapping control and disco? No. I, I would even Get go, out so, of here. so here, here's my ultimate, like, here's my quick pitch. Mm-hmm. I think that this is not a genre that I'm super versed in or had any interest in. And I think, like, I was fully prepared to go into disco leads and thinking, like, this isn't for me. Yeah. And I fully fell in love with it. And it, and it, feels like it, it highlights a lot of my 
the reasons I was so like I had pushed away from other games like it before were because of like it kind of validated those concerns for me of like I just want a game that is that feels like an interactive novel and this feels more like that than like visual novels and like games where you have like all these different branching paths it it, it, it feels so active in the story like the storytelling feels so much more active in Disco Elysium than it does in like most other games that emphasize story and in, in a way that it feels like you are because like there are just certain texts where like voices you feel you start building an attachment to certain voices like there's just a thing there's like one of them is called inland empire which is just like you start see you start wanting there to be supernatural elements to the world and if that voice speaks up for you it'll be like maybe it's a ghost right but if you if you factor in like there's uh, a trait called spirit decor which is like a french term for morale basically where you you literally start empathizing with people so hard that you start seeing the game from their perspective of like they they narrate like you have a partner named Kim Kitsuragi and if the the spirit decor thing happens you start seeing like well this isn't how I would approach it and then mm-hmm. there are like to the point where you see like I wonder what that is like. I wonder what it's like being like, you know, this kind of person. And it'll cut to here's a quick vignette of like, here's a day in this guy's life. And it'll just be part of that same kind of like scroll of the story. And it informs your understanding of what is going on in the situation. Yeah. And that is a thing that you can invest points into. So if you like a particular, oh, that's super cool. You can put more points into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it it, it 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 does not feel like you are just being told the story passively in a way that is, I think, super strong and not a thing we see in games very often. Mm-hmm. But um, can, you, can you fly and pull debris off of a wall, mm-hmm. throw it at a group of bad guys, and then dash out of the way and throw up yeah. a shield of debris that you pulled from the floor? Right. Can you is, do any of that? Is the cop a dynamite cop? Oh. You, like you can be. You have different copper types yeah. that is, you can be. The point I'm trying to illustrate, though, is like it is a. It's we're arguing like two different, very yeah. different experiences. You know, one's a very narrative-driven, but one's like more of, you know, a really awesome action experience. And I feel like a lot of it's coming down to Jeffum's question of how much is the group worth Mm -hmm. versus one. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Well, it also speaks to that other army of like, you know, I guess I'm not super keen on your reaction of like well i don't know how you how you liked it but it, it just feels like it there's one really strong plus one kind of like mystery with with you and like kind of two people who haven't played it whereas like i feel like i'm not super strong on control i, I feel yeah. like I'm, I'm overall like a minus on control if right. we're if we're right. trying to like quantify that's interesting it. yeah that's, um, that's i have played some and i am enjoying what i've played so far of control. It's, it, yes it's just i'm still very early which is why I have it's hard to keep my mouth like shut. Yes. Yeah. And I would go as far as to say, like, if you're in, at all someone who likes story, like the ways games can tell stories, I would encourage you to play Discoism, despite any qualms you might have about the kind of game that you think it is. Yeah. Like, I think everyone should at least try to play Disco Elysium. Kyle, uh, I'm going to do something. <gasps> I'm oh, we're taking Disco control Elysium. of the list. <laughs> all right, well, Above then let's swap Death Stranding now to Worlds then. Can't let's let do you it. Do let's that, do Kyle. that. Let's do that. Can't let you do no, that. This no. Is, no, I no, think no, that's no, a fair no, compromise. No, no, no. That's no, a fair no, compromise. No, 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 I like that. No, I'm no, willing to concede no. that. Uh, I certainly like Death Stranding a hell of a lot more than Outer Worlds. Yeah. Really? Me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do not. But both of us have not played that much Death Stranding. Yeah. I've played enough to enjoy it and like it. I know that it will not surpass Outer Worlds for me. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I mean... If you two feel that strongly about that, Death, I think that's a Death tough Stranding thing. feels like Outer something... Outer Worlds is one of my favorite games this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if... Death Stranding is one of my favorite games this year. <laughs> I like Death I mean, Stranding. it's... it's, 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 it's Baba in... is you. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, I don't want to play into the, sort of that idea of Kojima being like it's a new genre. I don't think it's a new genre, but right. D- Death Stranding feels like it really feels genuinely new to me. Outer World seems like a, an execution on something that had already been established, which was admittedly in it's a genre a I don't really love. But it's a really cool throwback. And it's a smart one that yes. isn't just throwing everything in the kitchen sink into it. Mm-hmm. See, I would argue Outer Worlds feels more kitchen sinky to me than Death Stranding. I feel like Death Stranding yeah. is very focused. Where Outer like Worlds lets you go in any direction you want and, I've, and you yeah. can yeah. kill anybody. Yeah, and, but great. I've also literally done everything there is in Outer Worlds and the experience ended as opposed to a Fallout or a Skyrim where that just feels completely overwhelming sure. and impossible. Only one of us at this table has finished Death Stranding, and all of us have finished Outer World. <laughs> well, <laughs> hold on. We, we had, we gavel, had, gavel, gavel. We, we had a motivation to finish the Outer Worlds, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I've said my piece about Death Stranding. I probably, I mean, I would have moved it uh, way up on it, like personally. Like, I probably maybe even above Fallen Order. Um, oh, do you think Jedi Fallen Order is in the right spot? I, yes, I do. I Don't really touch like it. Fallen Order a lot, yeah. Yes. Serial? Uh, Give me the opinion I want to hear, baby. I'd stop Mortal Kombat and Jedi. No. <laughs> You've done uh, enough, other than that, sir. You got, other number, than that, yeah, you got other Disco than, Elise like, like, all the way up there. I don't want to push my luck any further. I, I'm fine <laughs> okay. with where it is. Per, like, I have my personal list. I'm, I'm fine. So right now it's Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, yes. Dreams, Love Disco it. Elysium, it's Control, okay. Jedi Fallen Order, Mortal Kombat 11, Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, Ape Out. Love it. Print it. I love it. I love it. It'll do. I mean, yes, of course, the, <laughs> there are individual ones that, you know, I still feel more passionately about. But yeah. this is the one that I feel good about. I feel good about where it is now. Yeah. And I'm afraid people are going to move the ones I like further down. <laughs> Don't yeah. touch this list, please. <laughs> I'm happy with it. I mean, I'm happy with this. Yeah. We're all happy and terrified of anything else moving around. Uh, I think that's a super good list. All right. Best list ever made. Are we, are we locking this away? Let's lock it, man. Donk, donk. All right. Let's the the two tens. Bottom ten is From the Bottom Up, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, What the Golf, Devotion. Wow. Days Gone. <laughs> yeah, baby. Grindstone, Fire Emblem Three Houses, War Groove, Baba is You, Dream Quest Builders 2. Top ten. The max list. The number, max say list. Say the numbers. I want number to Number ten them. is Ape Out. Number nine, Death Stranding. Number eight, <laughs> The Outer Worlds. Number seven, Mortal Kombat 11. That's with a K if you're Googling it. Uh, number six, Jedi Fallen Order. Number five, Control. Four, Disco Elysium. Three, Shivers. Dreams. Ooh, <laughs> Two, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Number one game for 2019 from Minmax, Resident Evil 2. There it is. Can we give... I don't want you break in with any sarcasm, Kyle. Let's give a sincere... Extended round of applause for all the developers who killed themselves making these games. Mm. You did it. Dang it, Count the sarcasm, Kyle. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. Woo! That was a journey. Again. Is this list wrong? It you could very well be. On next week's episode of the MinMax Show, where the community fixes this list. Yeah. Are you sure you're going to have enough people chime in? Because it feels like <laughs> who's going to want to touch this list? I certainly Untouchable! Don't. Untouchable! Again, if you're watching and listening to this, um, on Saturday we'll be recording that episode where we'll have people actually uh, calling in. 
um, to the show, which should be a lot of fun. And so we'll, we'll be recording that Saturday, and we'll call people through the Discord. So if you're watching and listening to this, um, you could support us at any level on patreon.com slash minmax210s um, and then get access to the Discord, and you'll find the channel in there. Mm -hmm. um, and to be clear, the community is making their own version of this. That's not superseding Correct. Our yes. This is locked yes. as MinMax's list, but we will have the community The community version. fix it better. Probably it better. better than our own list. That yes. is very true. Hey, good job, everybody. That wasn't too bad. We no. did it. That was a good, that was a good 2019. This, yeah. is, this is one of the first lists I'm going to walk out of the room feeling good about. <laughs> I don't have to make my own sarcastic awards after this. So. Hey, great. We Fantastic. Uh, let's see. We got more of the show to get to, folks. No! You want to get to this? Sure. Uh, get that computer off the screen. Tell you what, let's take a little break and then come back and do the rest. Mm -hmm. If you've enjoyed this episode so far, uh, you can thank the supporters at uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash midmax2ends. Um, we have the $100 tier, which is the wall of heroes behind us. If you want your picture, a uh, picture of your pet, loved one for a hot anniversary, uh, YouTube channel, Twitch channel, $100 you support us throughout the month, and then it'll be rotating throughout every episode of the Midmax show uh, throughout that month. I think that's a hell of a deal, mm -hmm. something fun to look at as well. So make the pictures nice and fun. Send it on over. We'll take care of it from there. Um, we did add a new Patreon tier, which I'm very excited about. The legendary, the missing link, some call it, the $50 tier. Mm. We've added to patreon.com slash minmax2ends uh, with the $50 tier. We're debating for a long time, but like, what do you do with 50? It's kind of a tricky number. If you support us at the $50 level, what you get is... Half a picture on the TV. Half a picture <laughs> on the TV. Uh, no, uh, we'll record. I record. If anybody else wants to join me, that's fun. A personalized thank you video that we will send to you for your support. I promise they will be fun and entertaining. You'll want to gather the family around the TV to look at these things. I can't wait to record that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think that's going to be so much fun. Just record mm -hmm. this personalized custom thank you individually for people that support us at that level. And then on top of that... Um, we will add your name in the description for the YouTube or podcast version of the MinMax show. So every month when you're supported at the $50 level, uh, you will find your name in the description as a big thank you as well. So I think that's a good one-two punch. So if you're interested in either of those, jump on in. And again, you know, if you have a small business or something like that or your YouTube channel and you want to put that in instead in that YouTube description, hey, Knock yourself out. That'd be fun, right? Um, so $50 tier, check it out. Minmax.com slash, I'm sorry, patreon.com slash minmax. Two ends. Two ends. Check it out, everybody. Hey. Hey. One of our most generous supporters, Richard Beatty. Uh, he is a huge supporter. He's been with us since the beginning. I love mm -hmm. him. With a fiery passion. <laughs> Richard Mady says, Hey, happy holidays, MinMaxers. That's us. Are you getting cozy in your brand new VR headsets? If so, check out To The Top. It's a first-person platformer that gives you superhuman abilities and the chance to escape from your family with hours of gameplay. Official PlayStation Magazine gave it a 9 out of 10. Uh, to The Top is available on PSVR, SteamVR, Oculus Home. It's 2020, y'all. Take the leap into the future with To, to The Top. top. Thank you so much, Richard Mady. You're Thank very you, generous, and I'm so glad that the official PlayStation magazine actually liked to the top, and then it's not a real mm -hmm. stinker that we have to promote every week. I also on the like show. that he calls out you can use it to get away from your family. That's <laughs> very nice. Smart. Isn't it? I, earlier Smart. today, I was thinking, how can I escape my family? <laughs> oh, uh, surpassing even Richard Mady's generosity is Michael Moran, and uh, just this week, um, I played over an hour of StarCraft II with him. 
Because if you support us at the $500 level, which we don't really talk about too much, uh, you can choose within reason if it's agreeable, uh, agreed upon, like somebody from MinMax to play any online game with. And Michael Moran, I love it. I love that he chose StarCraft 2 because I, I don't <laughs> think there's a game I'd rather play online with somebody, mm-hmm. especially a MinMax supporter, than StarCraft 2. And so we played three games of StarCraft 2. Um, yeah, it was embarrassing because I crushed him so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were telling us a different story earlier. Nah, nah. <laughs> no, trust me, I'm very good at StarCraft 2. Right, well, uh, right I was really mm-hmm. in the at my peak StarCraft 2 play over the summer um, and telling <laughs> Michael Moran that I'm sure he was flabbergasted by like, you claimed you were decent at this game because <laughs> he annihilated me. Nice. It was very funny. Like the second game, he was Terran, who he's weakest with. He was playing randoms. So you know, he's good. I was Protoss. It was very funny because like after like our first big battle, he said, well, uh, there was only one way you could have lost that battle. And it's if you just chose to stand on that ramp and get annihilated, and that's exactly what you did. <laughs> and then he said amateur toss in the <laughs> in the chat. Uh, but thank you for your support, Michael Moran. Uh, I really appreciate it. It was funny, too, because I'm like, why did you choose to support at the $500 level? Because you're the first to do it. It'd be fun to play more games with more people, you know? And he's like, uh, back in the day, uh, when I was in college, there was a $500 opportunity to have a meet and greet with Taylor Swift. Sure. And, I, and I thought about it, and I didn't do it. And he's like, and now I always regret it. Oh, and so, that's funny. And now she has just skyrocketed uh, to the top uh, of the chart. So he's like, I think you're on a Taylor Swift-like trajectory. And mm. I was trying to get in while the getting's good. <laughs> all right, mm. all right. Hell yeah. So watch your ass, T-Swift. That's we're right. going to own your music if you're not too careful. Not going to be able to shake it off after we're done. With that's you. right. <laughs> Wario Land, shake it off. <laughs> all right, here we go. Um, if you want to support us and also submit a question or a comment or a topic for us to cover on the MinMax show, you can uh, check out our Patreon. We have a post every single week. People leave comments, questions, whatever they want on there, and then that's where we're pulling all these things from. First thing, Mark Ramirez says, what was your favorite announcement or reveal from the Game Awards? Remember that happened last week? Mm -hmm. I had no idea Wolf Among Us Season 2 was coming, and I'm very excited. That yeah, people aren't really talking about that. Wasn't that strange? Yeah, I think there's a little bit of like um, vagueness surrounding it because it, it, it's not Telltale is not what it used to be. I think uh, I think it the, doesn't the, exist. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, they're it, it I think they're involved name, to of, some degree, yeah. and I think the, the people making this game are from Telltale, but it's not everyone. I don't everyone. think that's been made clear. So the really? Telltale okay. name was revived by different people, including, this is a bizarre fact, but including the original editor-in-chief of Game Informer. Hmm. Does anybody remember her name? I forget her name. But she was involved in, like, reviving Hmm. Telltale. And they might be pulling some former employees, but I think people are combining that story with, like, the Walking Dead finale, where they did try and, like, reassemble that team. But I don't know if it's been made clear. right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's clear, like, who exactly is coming back for this. Yeah, so it's hard to be, like, kind of super gung-ho about that announcement. But as like, I, I still... For me, Wolf Among Us is still my favorite Telltale game, but like, it's hard for me. Like, okay, is this gonna is this gonna be good for the reasons that I remember the Wolf Among Us being good? Because like, the, the talent isn't there. But I, I am curious enough about it that I will play it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, the, uh, I mean, Game Awards unquestionably the biggest, uh, biggest event there was the reveal of the next generation of Xbox. Which mm-hmm. seeing it, yeah, yeah I love. That we were streaming that surreal and that forever we have our archive recorded of like the first yeah. time we saw like the console itself because it's so funky looking and then also the name and we're like, hmm. Yeah, it's because I feel like I saw something where 
you know, the, the, they're definitely pushing Xbox over Series X as the as the official name of the Everyone's console. Everyone's too hung up on that. Yeah. So it's like it's just Xbox, and then Series X is going to be seems like that's the yeah. more powerful version and it, I, here. Yeah. That just seems totally natural with what they want to yeah. do. They want to build great. a platform. They're building a platform more than they're building a console at this point. And even though there is, you know, what I imagine is going to be a pretty good console, like horsepower wise, they're definitely moving more towards like what do you call the thing? You, it's it's the Xbox, like yeah. whatever. Like, and I think people have become <laughs> more used to what do you um, the idea of just calling it the iPad. You don't think like, oh, this is the iPad Generation 3. Right? Like, no one calls it the Generation 3 because it doesn't matter. It's mm-hmm. just the new iPad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am still – I think we talked about it in the MinFacts, which is the exclusive uh, audio podcast, also the stream every Monday. There's a lot of stuff to explain mm-hmm. with the Patreon over and over again. I hope that's okay with everybody. But um, but the slogan I think is fascinating where the slogan, it seems like, for Microsoft Next Generation is power your dreams. Mm. Isn't right. that weird? So dreams confirmed for Xbox. Well, it, that's the bizarre part. It's like we were talking about it in MinFacts, though, but just like the idea that like if dreams would have been a big hit this year for Sony in its early access state or whatever, would Microsoft have not called it that? But it's weird to like basically have six years now of Sony talking about the power of dreams, and now for Microsoft Next Generation, their marketing slogan is going to be "Power Your Dreams." Isn't that weird? Yeah, I also I don't know that they've really leaned on the angle of like because power the, the thing that power power your dream says to me is like make it easy to make games that is that is sort of like because because uh, I, I guess for me i i don't see what the difference like for the player it's like yeah i can power my dreams with this thing like i can play like to me that doesn't necessarily translate play anything you can imagine i think is what they're going for well but then like i, I guess they're it, talking it, to the devs well that's what i'm saying well that's what i'm saying is that like that to me i know that they're not talking to the devs that's kind of why i have a problem with it if you feel power your dreams feels like it, we're going to make the the console easier to develop for yeah. but that's not that doesn't strike me as a pitch in any way that they're willing to follow up on but to and it doesn't strike me as a particularly strong pitch to players right like power your dreams is like i've always been looking to power my like even on a literal sense i've always been looking to power my dreams it doesn't feel like it's that strong of a slogan but mm-hmm. that's that's me maybe being pedantic that could be. Um, a lot of people commented, and it is very funny, unquestionably, that um, Phil Spencer, he said, instead of lifelike worlds when he was explaining the next generation, he said like-like worlds. <laughs> like-like worlds. Um, it was weird at the Game Awards that we were promised more Half-Life Alex stuff, and then it seems like uh, Valve said that they pulled the trailer at the last second. And that's how they were going to close the show. And like knowing that and knowing that weird structure mm. now for the Game Awards, it does feel like they were missing a climax at the end. It was just kind yeah. of like a, and I don't know. There it is. They should, I guess uh, Sekiro won. And then Vin Diesel shook Miyazaki's hand <laughs> at the end. They should have moved uh, Hellblade 2 there because that was my most exciting announcement. Oh, yeah? yeah. So you was Rage? Yeah. Just because, I mean, for a lot of reasons, like I love Ninja Theory. I think yeah. they're a great developer. I also never thought that game would get a sequel um, just because of the way it ends and everything. Do you uh, love that game? Yeah, I like, well, I, maybe love's a strong word, but like I really like Hellblade a lot. Yeah, hmm. I think the thing that I always feel about Ninja Theory is I feel like they were way ahead of the curve in terms of recognizing the importance of performance capture. Yeah. Um, and like, and I now they're getting a chance to kind of be thrust into the spotlight of like, look at how we've been working on this longer than almost anybody. Like, take a look at this, and like, then they showed that Hellblade two trailer, which was really impressive. So more is, Ninja Theory exciting. It's surprised that it was Hellblade yeah, two. I'm for very sure. curious as to what they do with that story because yeah, I think too. the first one was definitely about like you know having having this person who who like they say has, uh, is like they've consulted with mental illness experts and things like that and yeah. it was sort of her personal like struggle about coming to terms with that and 
it, this sequel definitely feels like it's building on the world and the, the kind of like that that story. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But is it, gonna so be, it feels like this weird personal, like pivot, you know? right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it's curious to see. If um if you've never seen it, I do recommend going to Game Informer's YouTube channel. Give them some love. Um but watching a video we shot at Ninja Theory of Ben Reeves in the mocap studio doing improv with the actress who is also <laughs> the video editor, which is confusing yeah. for Hellblade. It especially like as now is like, oh, Sinuous Rage is this big deal, Xbox exclusive. It's so insane to look back at that and like that was we that was the first part of the first day <laughs> at Ninja Theory. We walked in with our equipment. It's like, hey, uh, let's film that thing at the mocap stage. No, nobody knew each other, and it was just like the most uncomfortable <laughs> improv you could imagine between uh, Melina. Which is where Reeves shines, though. <laughs> oh my God, is it uncomfortable? But it's very funny now to look at because Reeves yeah. is like a big monster from Hellblade, and yeah. and like it's. It, I think yes, the performance in Hellblade is awesome, but like spending some time with an actress like she's a video editor and like their their video series the documentaries i think had a good look at like her trying to get more comfortable being an actress but it's fascinating now especially like their performance in that trailer is so awesome and the music so awesome but just knowing like how i don't want to say meek but like how uncomfortable she was with the acting role even when yeah. we were there she had know? to learn how to be an actor basically yeah but like right? even yeah. we were there like you could still see it was still like a kind of struggle to be like, oh, not quite, not quite, not quite. Like, you know, Tamim had a lot of takes for even just like simple things, you know? Yeah. And so it's fascinating that now it's like, oh, that trailer's Front performance center. is incredible. Yeah. yeah. So good for them. Um, but speaking of Hellblade, here's a related question. Brady oh. E says, hey, Ben and the boys, uh, I got a question for you. I've noticed an interesting trend in games journalism recently. There seems to be a lot of praise going towards games that are very unique, but not necessarily as traditionally fun to the general public. Antithetically, games that might be more widespread in their general appear, appeal, but repeat well-known mechanics or tropes are seemingly looked down upon. For example, Shenmue 3 and Death Stranding, he mentions people like talking about, oh, it's not really fun, but they're really good games or interesting games, whereas Borderlands 3, people are like, yeah, it's fun, but it's dumb. He just talks about that trend. Do you guys notice that? What do you think about that? Just the rise in reviews being positive towards games that are not traditionally fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think for a lot of people, fun can mean a lot of different things. And I think when people say talk about fun in the traditional sense, I think it just means immediately gratifying, where it's like you, you constantly feel good about what you're doing in a moment-to-moment basis. Um, and so like something like Death Stranding, like you're not, you, there's not like headshots going off everywhere, and it's not like you're, you're not constantly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's more about like having this like delayed gratification of like the, the joy of finally accomplishing something that, that had a little bit of like um, friction or like uh, uh, what's the word? Like you rise above like um, adversity. Adversity, yeah. Like the fact that you accomplish something that feels like you were that was adverse, right? Yeah. I think it is like two very different kinds of fun. So I, I still think even the like so when people say like oh it's not necessarily fun, it just means that like it, it there's a little bit of delayed gratification to it. Yeah. Is, yeah. is sort of where I come from. I think also just critics in general, not even just video game critics, but like film critics, just crave new experiences because mm-hmm. they spend so much time you know, playing games or watching movies mm-hmm. or reading this, books that are follow a similar structure that they get, we, they get really excited when it's like, oh, I've never seen anything like this before. This is really unique and new. And that's, and that's more exciting than playing a really polished first person shooter where you're, where you know all the tropes and even if they're well executed, you still kind of like, you get it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sutton has an interesting one. He says, you must remove three of these games from existence, all of which are set <laughs> to release. <laughs> 
<laughs> Set to release in 2020. Only three can remain. Okay. There, he's listing six games. You guys like lists? Um, and we have to remove three. Remove three from existence. Okay. Last of Us Part Two, Halo Infinite, Resident Evil 3 Remake, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, so Resident Evil 3 and Final Fantasy 7, because those are remakes. Ooh, I'll get rid of Resident Evil 3. Yeah, yeah. I would. I was going to say Resident and Evil here's 3. And here's a controversial one for <laughs> the, me. The, I'm sorry, the follow-up to our game of the year. Um, yeah. Uh, see ya. I actually would be okay with Last of Us Part 2 being gone. Disappearing. Just because I loved yes. Last of Us Part yes. 1 so much. Yes. And yes. to see it remain a, like a singular yep. beginning, middle, end story would be I would be okay with that. I'm excited for Last of Us Part 2. I want to see where it goes next, but if there was no Last of Us Part 2, I would I would I'm be with okay. you. Gone. Boom. Okay, we're down to Halo Infinite, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima. So it's between Final Fantasy VII and Halo Infinite, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Is that what people so are landing? I'm so curious about Halo Infinite. Yeah, I, would... I am too. Really? But well, yeah, yeah I want to see what the I next, would, I would move, next I would remove Final Fantasy VII Halo Remake versus, over oh. my dead body or Halo Infinite <laughs> oh okay uh, yeah. or my living body <laughs> please what would you cut Hanson Ghost of Tsushima really get yeah. out of here you nah, suck that sticks around I don't it, it's I'm not outraged look them, I'm not saying it's gonna be a bad whole, game we got through the whole year end list what if we spent the next hour I think split us apart <laughs> out of all of these I think Ghost of Tsushima will be the least talked about at the end of next year you Maybe. are giving a lot of credit to Halo Infinite for I'm, something we have seen nothing about. That's true. That's kind of why I'm so curious about it. Though. I'm so curious about it. I am it. too. Exactly. But I wouldn't trade Ghosts of Tsushima. Did you guys it. play Halo Five? I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> that's they why made more Halo games. <laughs> like the fact that they didn't immediately pump out the next one makes me think that they they know what yeah. you know the yeah, reaction true. to Halo Five. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I'm very excited for Tsushima just because I like Sucker Punch so much. So, do you guys really think? If you put those four games in front of me, I'm gonna play Tsushima first. What? Yeah, honestly, really? I'm not a Final Fantasy VII guy. I'm excited for that remake. I'm gonna play. Wow. It, uh, Look, man, it's the truth. Yeah, that and Cyberpunk for me. Yeah, would be yeah, my I'd first two. Cyberpunk first. I'd, I'd cut Cyberpunk before <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. Oh boy. Matt Yosetti, I did. Good question. Hey, let's go with the original Cyberpunk. Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just losing their minds. I'm just messing with you guys. Don't um, How long is this podcast? <laughs> okay, Halo Infinite I could cut. I could cut it. That's the one I... Well, I said Final Fantasy VII already. Is but that if, it? if I'm not allowed to cut Final Fantasy VII, I'd do Halo. I'd rather cut Final Fantasy or Ghosts, but... Okay, there we go, Sutton. Yeah. Uh, the three we're keeping for next year are Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Ghost of Tsushima. Apologies also, to all the development teams who were working so hard on those games. <laughs> yes, and also Halo Infinite is going to get cut from next year anyway, right? You don't oh, think it's coming out next year? That seems like... Out of those games, I, I think, think that would be the, the one launch. that would be so that's, badly. Yeah, that's and even if they have to do some launch. emergency thing and be like, it's only single player or it's oh, only multiplayer. There, I think there's a good chance it'll be good next year. <laughs> but if they, I think they're releasing it at launch no matter what. You yeah. mean a little stinker? Mm-hmm. No. You made, you made <laughs> good in 2021? I think I think that they're releasing it on launch whether or not it's like ready. Whether it's right. done or not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Here we come. Ready or not. <laughs> Get yeah. the game out. Halo Infinite. Okay. Greg Flaming Queso, champion. Mm-hmm. Playing the case though is so good. Yeah. Um, and he's been so supportive of MinMax so far. Guess how long he's been a fan of Game Informer? 
Ten years. Twenty-five. No, he, no. He found it with Leo's rapid fire um, for Spider-Man. Oh, really? Which oh. feels like just happened yesterday. Yeah, yeah like it's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. He's so supportive. I was in the room for that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Meow. Meow. Do you guys remember? I just went back and reread it because it freaked me out. Do you remember that review for Incredibles 2 from, I think it was the Washington Post, where that guy is just the biggest creep about Elastigirl? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Just look up creepy Washington Post Uh, uh, Incredibles 2 review. Safe search off. Yes, because like, I understand like people are into Mrs. Incredible. Look, I understand that intimately, <laughs> but like this thing is insane. <sighs> wow. Yeah, stay I away from that. Show. Stay away from him, Elise. Get yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. There are, there are children on this plane. Anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's been a long it. day, folks. <laughs> Dear Ben and his computer-loving cohorts. Hey, that's us. <laughs> no negativity towards this year in gaming. 2019 was a great year, but something I've been wondering about. If Spider-Man God of War Red Dead 2 released in 2019 instead of 2018, do you think any of these would be the clear game of the year 2019? I think Red Dead or God of War would. I think based on the list we just put together, I think probably. Spider-Man would still probably take it. Yeah, I think that would be Spider-Man's chance. If they just would have delayed it one year, mm-hmm. I think they could have won Game of the Year. I don't know. I don't you know. You don't think but so? I'm also like a little cooler on Spider-Man, but I feel like I still feel like the general consensus on that game is cooler than people expected. But I don't know. What's that? On Spider-Man? I, yeah, on Spider-Man. You think it's cooler than expected? Yeah. Like not not as ex- people I know that there's a lot of people who it. feel like it should be Game of the Year, but I I think that I I think there are a lot of games that are that are that were stronger to me personally than Spider-Man, but Boy, we'll <laughs> I don't know about that. Meow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they should have delayed it. They blew it. No. <laughs> Do you, there's no universe where that'd be worth their while, would it? I, to I, just get that game well, of the year to come out at the same time as the new movie. That was this year, right? That might have been. What helped? Yeah, it's gonna be confusing. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I also don't help. think Far From Home made like the biggest splash, right? Yeah. Right. I think. And yeah. hey, they, I mean, they could have timed it with Endgame, honestly, and had maybe a little, or a little more success. Or the Spider Verse. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Grizzled Gaming says this is the last Minmax show before Christmas. I'd love everyone's heartiest ho 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 to help get people into the spirit. Tis the season, right? I want sure. to do it far away from the mic so we don't blow it out. Serial, uh, do you want to give your best ho ho ho? Seriously, as if you're a mall Santa. Like, get away from that mic. But yeah. Ho, ho, ho! Ho, ho, ho! <clears throat> ho, ho, ho! <clears throat> ho, ho, ho! <laughs> Merry Christmas! No one's sitting on your lap. I, I was I was expecting a John <laughs> Marston. So. Like, I think the kid ho, is... ho, ho! <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah, let's role play. This is a little play we've been working on with Jeff. Um, oh, no. Where um, I'm Arthur Morgan, mm-hmm. and you're James... What, what no, I you mean? should be John. Okay, John I'll, Marston. I was going to yeah. say James Marston. <laughs> okay, Did I'm I just John say Mar- that? I'm John I may Marston. Have just said I'm that John too. Marston. Yeah. You are Arthur Morgan. And Morgan? we're. we're, we're Mogren, the we're developer. Su- we're of... surprising the camp with Christmas presents. <laughs> oh, boy. Ready? You guys are the camp. Hey, hey. camp buddy. Howdy. It's cold. Mm hmm. Oh, hello. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> I'm John, you all right? Very good. <laughs> I'm cooking soup over here. Anything to get out of work. I'm the one stuck carrying all the presents over here. <laughs> oh, hell. 
<laughs> you, so you'll cut this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just stage fights. Good enough. <laughs> well, see ya. I'm gonna go die. <laughs> Been thinking about building a house. Good girl. To put all these presents in. Oh, it's a gingerbread house. <laughs> I love Christ. <laughs> If anybody wants to make that poster, John Marston quote, uh, <laughs> feel free to animate that in full if, if you want. All right, next so, letter. There's something so funny to me oh about like God. setting up this improv <laughs> and just choking. <laughs> what what have we done? To do? <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. boy. Eric Smith says, what is one Christmas tradition that is unique or original to you or your families? Hell yeah, dude. Kyle, you play Spin the Bottle, right? <laughs> <laughs> With your no. relatives? Oh, I don't think you're sick. I don't have any like big any off the top of my head, really, honestly. I'm still recovering I from have that the last best one. Bit. Yes, please. Which is, instead of eating a stupid turkey or ham, we have Christmas lasagna every year. That's very good. That's I look very forward good. to the meal every the entire year leading up to Christmas I don't think lasagna. people it's just a lasagna <laughs> oh, at okay. Christmas there's, there's not <laughs> peppermint like... in it well that's, oh, that's I mean if you use different flavors or whatever I don't know no, I, that's why I no, asked the question no. yeah yeah, yeah I think lasagna near the top of that list and people please write in next week with your suggestion top of the list for foods that we should all eat more because it's good but mm-hmm. I never think of yeah right and it, it's time consuming to make it I think is, is that the right bigger, is yeah. that right I mean, compared to a plate of pasta, which is pretty close to the same thing. Do you think Jim Davis loved lasagna and that's the whole Garfield thing? Like, why lasagna for a cat? Maybe just like drawing it, maybe. It did look simple. Yeah. You guys. Hmm. Um, Okay. Um, Makes you think. Patrick Polk Hmm. says, surreal story about his hometown paper making fun of him (laughs) (laughs) compared to his brother Edgar cast a new amusing light on all the questions and comments that Edgar submits. Is there a sibling rivalry? Are you are you competitive with each other in video games, other arenas? Who's winning? I mean, Aside from the obvious category of write-ups in the local newspaper. <laughs> oh, we're always competing about those. Uh, I think we used to be, and I think we kind of just drifted off. Or like, I think for a while we were both pretty into fighting games, and then he eventually fell off, and then I've kind of continued with them. So, like, we don't. And we also used to play Dota a while, but we've never played against each other much. So it's like I don't know. I. I you know, you'd have to ask him, but like, I don't, I don't feel like we ha- we're as competitive. He as told me that to you guys are more competitive than ever. Oh, and that your ass is grass. <laughs> no. Oh, huh. are yeah. you are you the older brother? No, I'm the younger one. You're the younger yeah. one. Now, how much older is he than you? Three years. Just the two okay. of you. Okay. Okay. No, there's four. Really? Yeah, I have I have two brothers and one sister. Oh, how come you don't talk about them? Or is it just that they write into the show less? Yeah, they, yeah. They, <laughs> by by which I mean Edgar writes in at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, here's a great one. Tim Laro says, Hi, Ben and the computer-loving cohorts. Uh, let's really get to know each other. Uh-oh. These are very important questions. Mm. How tall are you and how old are you? I just need to know. <laughs> uh, for no reason. Uh, I have this form I'm, here I'm filling out. Uh, it's uh, called a subpoena. <laughs> for some reason, I need to know your height yeah. and age. Uh, hey, Tim, I'm, um, I'm 6'1", 32 years old. You're really six one. You're not really. Six You're only thirty two. Yeah, I'm six one. Crap. Really? Yeah. I thought I was six two for a long time, and then uh, went to the doctor. They said you're six one. Oh. You idiot. <laughs> I, I went to the doctor to measure my height. Yeah. Is that the only thing you told me? And then you? he said, "Ooh e ooh ah." Bing bang. Yeah. Get life insurance. <laughs> 
<laughs> Does anybody else want to volunteer these things? I'm um, 5'9", and I'm 33. Oh, I, cool. I, I, I Speaking don't, of Jesus. It's something I have to like do the math in my head. Yeah. Like cuz I don't I don't think about my age. Yeah, ever. you're old enough to Yeah. That like happens. once you've hit a certain point you're like I don't know, I'm yeah. around 30, sure. mid 30s, something like that. Great. I'm 5'7 and 38. Whoa. That's amazing. You're looking yeah. good for 38. Hey. It's all that <laughs> it's all that Christmas lasagna. <laughs> Keeps you young. Uh, I think I'm 5'7. Yeah. And I'm 27. Okay, so Baby. for yeah, the official min-max height and age, someone needs to average those. Um, okay, Justin Swart says, Hey, Ben and the CLCs. <laughs> That's really sticking around. I like it. <laughs> As 2019 is coming to an end, it's time to check your list and tally up the games you played. Oh, right. How many games did you play or complete? Across all platforms, I beat 50 games this year, which is way more than I have ever done in a single year before. I guess following MinMax and Game Informer closely will have that effect. Okay. Yeah. So That's absurd. Absurd. Let me check my list. I don't yeah. know if I have a beaten list. How many times are you going to check it, Surreal? Uh, I'm fine with ones. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't keep track of how many games I complete because it's really embarrassing, but I play so many games just to start them. I counted up 2019. In 2019, I started 114 games. You're sick. Dude. These are just games that came out this year, too. That's absurd. I know. Okay. I'm at like 30. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I'm at f- like 50, and I would say I've beaten... Like seventy uh, percent of those, but then for that other thirty percent, like I played them a lot, I just didn't finish them. Yeah, so that's at, that's about where I'm at. I'm at forty three, and I think I've beat about eighty percent of them. Yeah. Wow. So I guess I'm cool. Huh. All right. Um, let's see. Stud muffin. Great question. How many hugs do you participate in per week? <laughs> like eight or nine, I guess. Eight or nine. Because well, more kid. than that, yeah, I hug her twice a day, so probably more like fifteen or sixteen. Get a room. A week. <laughs> yeah, a week. Did he say? Yeah. I don't know. I don't I'm probably <clears throat> probably nine. I hug my wife all the time. I I don't know what that number is. Yeah, Infinite. vertically. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's dumb. Um, <laughs> what are you saying? Uh, not a whole. Oh, oh one. I got the hug I needed right He's there. He's got one at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, West Pomeroy. <laughs> Born and raised says, hey, Ben and crew, if you could have a month off for a holiday break like you were a kid, mm. what would you do? What if games would you, you play? could have a month off. <laughs> Jeff is living his childhood fantasy. Yeah. Um, what would you play? Yeah. Man. Uh, you know, the one that is always on my backlog that I've tried multiple times when I have these big chunks of time off is Witcher 3. Oh, interesting. But, like, I never can stick with it. Like, I think the furthest I got was, like, eight hours once. Hmm. But, yeah. So wow. That would be my answer, maybe. Um... I've wanted to replay, and I want to do it over the over while there's snow on the ground. Uh, I've wanted to replay Chrono Trigger so effing badly, mm-hmm. and I hope in the new year we do that. Wink, wink, wink. You gonna do it on your iPhone? <laughs> That's right. That is, you know, a long, that is not a short game. I'm aware. <laughs> I am aware. Uh, you guys have anything? Every game that came out in 2019. <laughs> do you or feel, Red Dead? Do you guys feel like? 2019 purged at this point? Do you still feel like I need to keep no, playing? No, I still want to go back yeah, to all the games. Yeah, there's a few things like, games games like Life is Strange 2. Oh, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I would either just work through my backlog or maybe try to learn like a Street Fighter character or like try to learn something in either Dota or, or like a fighting game. 
just try to if I have that that amount of dedicated time, I would probably try to like get better at fighting games or yeah. something. Have fun. Henrik Jacobson says, "Hey Minis, uh, I love this question so much, Henrik. I love you, <laughs> Henrik. Do you hear me? Um, remember, uh, Emily Reese suggested we talk only to one person in the mic. Oh, right now, right, I'm yeah. only talking to Henrik. Listen up, Henrik. Henrik." <laughs> He says, "Sorry." He says, "What fighting game character do you think you could actually beat in a real life fight?" You can't pick. I don't know this character, Doctor Buskanovich from Tekken Three. Ah, uh, yeah. Beating up an old a, man is too cruel. Yeah, he's like some weird scientist guy. Is there mm. any fighting game character we could beat in real life? Probably like as a team. Like, are we all gang up? Um, no, individually. individually. What about like the car? From Fighters Mega Mix, I would not want to fight a rogue. Yeah. I would not be want to place them into an arena with a, get run a, over, a car that can move. Yeah, I yeah. think Phoenix Wright is the correct answer. Oh, that's he's a good just, one. He's just oh, some dude. Yeah. That's a very good one. Well, what does he do in MVC? Well, he's got like a lot of when he yells objection, like the the bubble will actually hit you, and he has a thing where if he picks, if he he can solve a case during a match by picking up clues huh. and then hitting you with a certain attack. He can't do that in real life. Exactly. He's I'm, he's I'm gonna whoop his ass, dude. <laughs> he's pretty buff though, right? That's really. He's a, no, I think part of it is like he is he's constantly like intimidated by anyone who's lawyer, yeah, right? he's intimidated like, by like the opposition constantly. Mm, so yeah, that's I such think a I good choice. That's such a good choice. So I was thinking like, if you go back to like Budokai Three, the Dragon Ball game, like okay, who's the weakest character? Hercule, but Hercule or yeah, Mr. Satan would still kick my butt. Yeah, because yeah, he still he still trains in martial arts. Majin right? Buu, I could probably distract with candy or something, right? But it's not really mm. beating. No, yeah. God, I could try blowing myself no. up. I don't think that would work. <laughs> no. for Majin Blue, Majin Blue, Majin Blue, Majin no. Blue. I'm so. Do, my brother uh, was talking about how he's heard about Majin Blue. He's a new <laughs> type of enemy, man. Do Ness from. Smash Brothers. But he's got he's psychic, psychic abilities. Oh. And he has a bat. He beats up an RPG Yeah, but he's boss. a little kid with a bat. He's, I mean, you, you only he have... He can summon fire. He only has to swing it once, and you get past Yeah, it. he can summon fire. You're totally right. You're going to dodge well, that PK if you're going to go by psychic powers... But Smash is interesting. <laughs> I hadn't considered Smash. The Duck Hunt Dog? Duck Hunt Dog. Olimar, I could step on. And just, you could just mm. pounce on his... Yeah. Yeah, Olimar. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What about Olimar. Piranha Plant? You just pluck that sucker out of the soil. No, because that thing's big, right? Because you yeah, have to that, go like scale of oh, how it is in the game. Yeah, and in the game, so bite you. Olimar, like, think of how big Pikmin actually is. If it's like struggling to pick up a tin can. Oh, Pichu. Just, no way! Just punt that sucker? He's high tier. Mm. If, he, <laughs> He's high tier. if he touches you, you're electric. It's like Blanca or Did something. Did I get rubber yeah. shoes? There's no way it's shoes. not Olimar. He sucks in the game. He sucks in real life. <laughs> you can good, step He's pretty good in Ultimate. To be fair. Well, yeah, but still. <laughs> but still. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> all right, uh, Mike Vote says, which character has the better backstory? The guy who paints all the climbable legends... Oh, <laughs> sorry. The guy who paints all the climbable ledges mm-hmm. while in white in Uncharted. The guy And who, all games yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. The guy who makes sure all the barriers are exactly waist-high in Gears of War. Or the guy who makes sure each random box of ammo contains exactly the right amount in Resident Evil. <laughs> I, the 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 painter because yeah. it's like he's off climbing yeah. and stuff and yeah and he has to like dangle while he's like painting yeah. those ledges. It's also this the most ex- it's also the most explicitly like nonsensical thing because it's like oh you can put ammo in here so like in the locker yeah that makes sense but it's like go paint this ledge that someone at some point might need to use to step right. on the thing like who's gonna do who if you tell someone to do it they're like why <laughs> it makes yeah. no sense is there can we trace that back like what was the first game for the white paint edge. I think, I mean, Assassin's Creed is probably the first one I remember, but it oh, may, might have been Uncharted. But. First Prince of Persia had white ledges. That's true. I don't think, I think they're actually. all white. 
Yeah, isn't it black and white? Oh, the original, yeah, original. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of Santa yeah. Time. Uh, okay, sure. Smarty. Smarty. Smarty pants. Uh, you guys ready? Those jokes, man. Yeah, I'm working Let's on them. Let's be serious. Okay. Um, Mike Spam writes in. Do you remember that name? Mm-hmm. You effing should. He says, hey, Ben and the game name guessers. Well, I'm not going to do this weekly or anything close to that. I did have another set of questions mm-hmm. I had drafted up, uh, which is trivia from Game Facts. Oh, okay. Great. <laughs> Number right. one. Okay. At the top three or three random questions from games on Game FAQ that people are trying to get answers for. Right. Okay. We will give the platform and the year. Are you ready? Yes. <clears throat> the PlayStation 2 in the year 2004. Okay. Boxer shorts? Question mark? Maximo. Catherine. What? What? I said Maximo. I said Catherine. Incorrect. Incorrect. Ah! Catherine 2004? Get your head out of your butt. I right, just heard PlayStation 3 game. <clears throat> All right, Serial. Are the dragons actually dragons? And... Is fisticuffs uh, worth it? Pros and cons. God hand? Dragon oh. Quest Eight. Oh. Okay. Isn't that tricky? Oh. Oh boy, here we go. Platform 360. Wait, PS3. Wait, 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 hold on. Do we buzz into this? Please do. Okay. All right. With our names, right? Sure. Okay. Platform 360, PS3, Wii, DS, and the year is 2007. Oh boy. Okay. This is amazing. 2007. What is poo money? Problem with the push thingy-majiggies? <laughs> what? Does anyone know a cheat code to get Darth Vader? Uh, Kyle. Kyle. Soul Calibur 6? Oh, no. boy. No. Uh, Star Wars The Force Unleashed? <laughs> No. Was start was that right? Was that six? No, that would have been four. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Oh wow, that was way Jeff Marky Fava, conquers bad for a day to get Darth Vader in no 2007. Idea. I have no idea. What? <laughs> 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 Read a time war. Uh, solution: Lego Star Wars: The Complete Set. Oh, of course. Oh. Yeah, we're stupid. That's cheating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Platform is PC, mm-hmm. PS3, and 360 in the year 2009. What were the platforms again? I'm sorry. PC, PS3, 360. Okay, okay. 2009. 2009. Alright. Nothing is real? <laughs> Three question marks? What is the truth? Uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Wow! Nice. Mm. Good job there, man. Way to go, buddy. There we go. <laughs> Nothing is real. What is the truth? <laughs> oh, Assassin's Creed 2. And the final question was mercenaries, thieves, and hookers? Uh, okay. PlayStation 2 in the year 2004. I can't find the thermal goggles under the big ear. Why? <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Splinter Cell. Incorrect. Well, was, can you say the platforms and stuff again? PS2 in the year 2004. Okay. Oysters, oysters everywhere, but not this one I need. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> okay, this is very good. This is, this is it, baby. Can we see what I am doing in-house after I say yes after date? Uh, Grant Kyle. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> there we go. Nice. Hot copy himself. Mm. Remember that? Oh, yeah. You could collect oysters in that game, couldn't you? I don't remember that. I think you could, because you could swim for the first time. Jeff, Jeff, if you knock over that mic. I can't. <laughs> it's, this oh, is the problem. Oh, my God. Do you Are you sure you're still plugged that? in? No. You can yes, I'm too. still plugged in. Oh, my God. Platform is the Wii in the year 2009. Beeping Lighthouse? 
I beat Matt, but I don't have samurai armor. How do I get it? <laughs> Canoeing ducks. Help? Uh, Red Steel 2? No. Canoeing ducks is your biggest hint. 2009, the Wii. Uh, Kyle, Wii Sports Resort? Wii Sports Resort! Way to go, buddy! Canoeing ducks. All right. Oh, my God in heaven. The platform. PC, PS3, 360, PS2, PSP, and the Wii. Also recently remastered on everything as well. Original release 2009. Kyle. Kyle. Ghostbusters. Damn it! Yeah! <laughs> Ghostbusters the video game. I shouldn't have given you that hint. Uh, I okay. should have just listened uh, through yeah. it. I'm Question sorry. Is, I'm sorry, spam. Can Matt you, spam? Mike spam. Mike spam? Can you sorry, erase Mike. your property damage record? <laughs> what is the best strategy for lowering the gate that drains the slime? <laughs> Having a hard time trying to scan the hobo ghost? <laughs> there we go. Thank you so much, Mike spam. Uh, you uh, can do that every week, and I would read that stuff. Yeah, I think that's I so that fun. Game. That's super fun. <clears throat> Fantastic. All right. It's been a long, wonderful journey, um, but I think it's time for get a load of this. <laughs> Uh, well, get a load of this. Oh, they, okay, uh, you did it. it there's a whole like subset of accounts that, that'll just be like, here's some cool art, or they'll like retweet stuff that's already happened, and you know sometimes the accreditation on that can be kind of weird. But uh, every once in a while, something like uh, History Lovers Club will will tweet something like, here's the here's their tweet, 911. Oh, Check out for more. And it is it is a photo of the twin towers. Oh my God, sir. There's three photos of the twin towers. One of them is like the tower smoking. One of them there's like the explosion in the uh, in the left tower. And then in the third photo, it's the explosion is brighter. And this post, uh, as you might expect, got a lot of flack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, things like. Uh, major bruh moment with that exclamation point because it says 9-11 <laughs> for more oh, no. information check out uh, oh, uh, uh, thanks from a fellow history lover let's be fair there are now adults who weren't born when 9-11 happened true but that doesn't make the tone of this post any better oh, which boy. is fair alright uh <laughs> Thanks for a good think piece here, Surreal. <laughs> and then uh, I think that the the way that I found it was that someone had quoted it, and, and he was like, "Thanks, looking to learn more." <laughs> oh, boy. Jeff, yikes! Uh, this one was an interesting thing that stuck out to me. So get a load of this. Yes, sir. That almost didn't count. Uh, it's from a staff writer at the New Republic called Osida Nuanevu. I probably said that wrong, uh-huh. but. His tweet says, in the, in the four years since the Star Wars sequel trilogy began, I don't think I've read a single article focused on how the new films are being received by children. That's very interesting. And yeah. Isn't and that a that's, good point? That's what stuck out to me, too, as well, because everyone who's talking about these movies, you know, for the past couple of years, like we all saw them as children, right? When yeah. we were the actual target audience for it. Easy. Yep. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> George Lucas has said a thousand times these are designed for twelve year olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I don't. That's about. I don't want to say anything else because you you seem very concerned whenever no, I bring fine. up Star Wars. No, I'm fine. But yes, it is that reminder of hey, if an audio, if a movie isn't for you, you don't have to start a petition or you know 
Yeah. Complain to high heavens. Maybe you're just not the target audience. Please That's enjoy okay. Rise of Skywalker this weekend. I am very curious as to like the long term impact of this specific trilogy on kids. Like, yeah. will it be as? I, I can't imagine it will be as impactful because there's so much more media mm. now right. to, to like to latch onto in a way that there wasn't back during the original trilogy. So I'm very curious to see where, like, what the canon for these movies is like yeah. down the road. Yeah. If my kid is any indication, it will have. Zero impact. Oh, that's such a bummer. <laughs> just not interested. It's dad's yeah. thing. It's corner. Yeah. Kyle. Uh, speaking of movies. What's your thing? Uh, so Jumanji, the next level film, came out recently. Yes, sir. Uh, which I saw, and it was funny. It's a funny movie. Yeah. Get a uh, load of that. Hideo Kojima. Oh, get a load of this. No. <laughs> uh, Hideo Kojima thought much higher of the movie <laughs> than I did. Uh, and he tweeted, saw Jumanji next level. Like this film. Inspire your courage in the game. Get your trust back from friends. Utilize your own abilities and save the world by cooperating each other. And such experience will connect. Spam call. And such experience will connect to your real life. That's exactly the power of games next level. So he that's, loves that's that That's Kojima's wow. review of Jumanji, the next level. A movie that I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> so look forward to The Rock and Jack Black being in the next Kojima game. Did you see yeah. that weird thing where PlayStation tweeted out, like, the Dreams community made, yeah, like, yeah. basically an advertisement for Jumanji, and then the crew played it, but they had big text on the screen saying, like, you can actually play this in Dreams. Like, it's not released and i wonder if that's because like the other company had the video game rights to jumanji hmm. check out this video jeff it is bizarre that's yeah. weird um hey get a load of this this is a little bit different but <clears throat> i had one of the most mind-bending experiences i've ever had in a movie theater this last week because i saw knives out did you see knives out yet kyle no but i really want to so okay. please don't spoil anything. Nope, i'm not going to spoil anything okay um we showed up a little bit late to the movie and I was like, oh, it's weird there's no trailers. Okay, but I guess it's starting. Okay, you just got to fill in some gaps here because it's at a pivotal moment here, obviously. Uh, then, not too long after that, the credits ran. And all I knew about this movie was that people said it was very subversive. So I sat through the credits like, okay, when's the real movie starting? Thinking it was psych-out fake credits. That is not the fact. We just went to the wrong theater. <laughs> And entered halfway into a subversive murder mystery, and it was mind-bending because it was like, okay, I'm done with murder mysteries, but, like, this is a murder mystery on hard mode because I'm filling in so many details. So then we sat through and then waited for the next showing to start, and then it felt like I was watching a prequel to this movie that I really loved (laughs) that gave some very important context for what was happening. But the crazy thing is it showed to me or just proved to me in this weird way like the flexibility of film and editing. Because like Knives Out, if you go in only watching that second half thinking that is the entire movie, it totally works. And it works in a really Mm. fun way of like, they keep referencing these things. And it's like, okay, you can piece it together. You have all the clues you need. But then seeing the context is just like, the fact that the film could work both ways blew my mind. And I'm not going to spoil anything to go into any further depth, but like, Imagine if you've seen it, the pivotal moment, moment halfway through that movie, thinking that was the start. Mm. And it's like, anyways, it's a very mm. specific thing for me, but like, my mind has not been lit on fire like that from a film <laughs> in so long. Like, the entire drive home was like, oh my God, and then this, and this, and this, and then I thought this, but it was actually that, blah, 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 blah. It was just amazing. Yeah, I, I think that speaks to like, 
kind of the reason I, I'm not the type of person who's like, oh, I need to play every game in this series before I dive into the new one. Yeah. Um, because like I feel like my mind is is like you can usually fill in those gaps, and at, at, at some point, play like people will refer to things like the important parts of the game, and they'll kind of, and you can fill in the 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 clues with just context clues, right? Like it's not it's not impossible to do that kind of stuff. And yeah, like I, I feel like that honed in when like a friend of mine who had never seen most of the Marvel movies. Like just watched Endgame without having watched any of those movies. Oh my he was God. like, "Oh, that movie's really cool. I enjoyed it." Like the fact that you didn't need to have watched all of those movies to enjoy that movie is just it's like another yeah. amazing thing about Endgame that like it can work that way. Yeah. You know? yeah, like you you don't need all the backstory to go into every piece of like media that you know. So so don't be intimidated by having by jumping into a long running series. You can just jump yeah. into whatever. or don't even worry about starting a movie at the beginning. Just <laughs> go in halfway <laughs> Wander through. through a theater, jump in wherever you can piece it together. But that movie go. does rule. Like, yeah. and I it feels like I watched two different versions of it, and both mm. are very good. <laughs> um, Hey, uh, this week, I'm going to be purchasing um, a bunch of toys and games to drop off at a local hospital. Uh, we had that GoFundMe. It was connected to the first MinMax community meetup, and then we had the online GoFundMe as well for a lot of generous people donating, and we ended up raising over $3,400. So thanks to everybody that donated. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and so we're going to be buying a bunch of fun toys and games and giving it to the hospital. Um, I've been talking to them just about how to get the most bang for the buck, but we'll document that whole process. Uh, we're planning and buying a bunch of Switch lights, installing some really good games for the kids, probably buying some so they can share cartridges as well. Um, but we'll detail that whole process for you. But <clears throat> I know this podcast is running long, but I do want to give special thanks <laughs> to everybody that donated for that GoFundMe to, to raise some money for kids. And we're going to be doing more charitable things in the future with MinMax. That's part of, I don't know, the positivity connected to this Patreon is I would love to always have a, a, a charity to champion. So for donating to that GoFundMe, I want to spend uh, give a big shout out to Will Usherwood, Jordan Johnson, Average Snorlax, Jose Cordova, Alex Hackney, Gregory Eglin, F. The Habs, okay, William Garcia, <laughs> Corey Skinner, Chris Ripley, Brian Richter, Keith Butterfield, Phil Sullivan, Seth Walker, J.T. Fells, Brian Fuchs, Paul Poff, who says, hey, buy those kids a Switch. This is coming from the Ori team. Oh, works on Ori and Will the West. Wasn't that cool? Uh, J.T. Fells. Is that where the game got delayed? Sorry. That's right. <laughs> Casey Tilton, Toby Goslin, Ben Balls, Seth Walker, Barrett Boswell, Alex Snyder, Nick DeFeo, Lance Wilkins, Scott Hilgendorf, Miguel Lopez, Andrew Palomo, Ryan Van Leer, Julian Watkins, Brian Richter, J.T. Fells again, Rich McLaughlin, Zeth Hillman Johnson, Matt Landers, William Garcia, Dakota... Salmarillion, Jesse Molina, Andrew Arizo, C.T. Bishop, Chris Koken, Cochin, not sure, Rhonda Dameron, Christopher Powell, Dumia Black, Andrew Arizo, Caleb Peters, Michael Moran, oh, very generous, Michael, Thomas Hoster, Roman Vosko, Vosko Boynikov, Jason Daphnis, hello, Jason, Hi, Jason. Brian Mel Ferber, Mike Turdaj, Dylan, let's go, Dylan, Mexi, Hunter, Ferris, Adam, Christopher Oswaldo, Grant, Paul, Birkin, James, Greg, Adam, Manuel, Brian, Anthony, Chad, Nicholas, Lauren, uh, Hans, Septipus, James, Eric, Marty, Garrett, Gary, Matt, Brian, William, Scott, Thomas, Carly, Travis, William, Sutton, Justin, Flaming Queso, Sam, Osama, Harry, Michelle, Dan, Jacob, Tom, Regav, Dustin, Andrew, Anon, Mark, Omar, Mike, Bob Buell, Wade, Wojcik, Evan hey, McHugh, man. Brian Horsley, Sean Mills, Chris Vermilia, Alex, Chris, MJ Wright, Adam Lewis, Eric Garcia, Nicholas, Elliot, Christopher Reardon, Robbie Adams, Chase Olson, Thomas Folk, Adam Zipper, Anthony Dennis, <laughs> and Dakota Sam, and Jesse Murray, Brandon, Sam, Tyler, Pierce, Christopher, Edgar Vasquez, Jordan, Blake, Bro, Hazel, Muhammad, Scoobs. 
Thank you so much. Oh, to Ben Hansen there at I the did end. Take, I did donate at the Look end there as well. Right. Read your own name. Thank Thanks you again. to everybody. That's amazing. Generous donations. That's going to be really fun to document that whole process and yeah. get some good toys and games out to the hospital. Whoo! That's been a journey. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Uh, support us at any level on Patreon. It'd be fun to have more people jump into that fifty dollars tier because that's going to kick in, and I can't wait to have that rolling for for next month here. And obviously, if you support us above the fifty dollars uh, tier, we'll also have. Um, you'll get those $50 benefits as well. So everything, right? That's the way that works? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the way that math works. Cool. Thank you so much. Um, we will be back next week uh, with the community fixing the list. We'll be taking a week off after that for the holidays, but uh, it's been a hell of a year, and please enjoy some good time with the families. All right. Thanks, everybody. Be good. Have fun. Let's go. Let's go.